You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur All day blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Bet you wish you so blur Talking about what we heard Talking about what we seen All through the eyes of a blur Everything that we do urge Flying like a super person Plus I got super friends We be teaming up early Welcome to Blur Vision, your window into the world of all things geek, movies, TV, or news. We talk about it every week. It's your boy Jordan with... Hey guys, and I choose you! It's Michael, the Pokemon trainer! What the fuck? What? <laughs> you know, you didn't talk about Pokemon last week, even though you said you because were... Because we ran out of time! No, no, you should have planned <laughs> time SD, I planned on talking about it when I talked about Nintendo, no. but you gave me the six-minute warning like we're on TV. Mm-hmm. And yet, you couldn't wrap it up in time. No, because... No, it's because you're bad time management, Michael. And I, remember- I had a whole bunch of... New- it's, it was news from last week that I didn't even get to get to. Yeah. Like, talking about the Spider-Woman. <laughs> Maybe we should get started, because we've been sitting here for an hour and a half before this podcast started, waiting for you to organize the news. No, it's Jordan's fault. <laughs> no, it's not my fault. It's Jordan's fault. I'm over here. I've got cabin fever. I'm going stir-crazy, because I've been waiting for you to get ready with the news. It's Jordan's fault. And then you didn't even watch half of the DC stuff this week. Have you watched Arrow? No. Supergirl? No. First of all, we're living in a world of the Speed Force. Okay. So therefore, that means in the future I watched it. So somewhere in the universe it counts. <laughs> what the? F- it's not the multiverse. It is, What's past? A multiverse. Unlike the Flash this week, the past is not prologue or whatever that title is. I think that's it. That was. It was the past is prologue. Okay. <laughs> a good episode. I actually enjoyed it. Yeah. And it's the only episode you've seen this week. <laughs> no, I've seen Titans. That's not CW. It's DC. I'm just saying, it's DC TV. If it told me, I wouldn't have watched, even though I love Supergirl and it's great, I wouldn't have watched Supergirl or Arrow. I also forgot the Black Lightning, so I'm not even going to get mad at you for that. It's too black. It, did you watch Black Lightning? But I didn't forget to watch it. I just didn't get a chance to. Uh-huh. Okay. I actually chose not to because I didn't feel like it. <laughs> exactly. You're trash. Yeah, okay. Since like, I didn't watch it either. But although, anyway. Although we, have, we, we do have some people that I... That dislike the fact that we're not feeling Black Lightning this season. Really? Yeah. I'm having a hard time holding on to anything. Shout I'm out! Shout in. out to Mo, who was our gotta uh, go to Mo's. Oh yeah. Uh, the first the person that won our first giveaway, the Kotsky rings and all that. Oh no, we're disappointing the homie. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, "What are you guys talking about? You're you, you guys are being too hard on Black Lightning. This this season is amazing. There's no meat in like, bones this season. That's your opinion. I appreciate your opinion." But you're wrong. <laughs> if you don't like our opinion, make your own podcast. <laughs> uh, well, something black we do talk about this week, though. But that... do keep listening to us. Oh, yeah. Great. <laughs> plug, plug, plug. But uh, we got to talk about Creed 2 spoilers, finally. Screed 2? Screed 2? Creed 2 spoilers. <laughs> I talked about it last week. I gave it a perfect vision. Michael saw it this week. I saw it today. Yeah, literally today. <laughs> um, so we can get your thoughts on that and talk some spoilers. Because I actually saw it a second time this weekend, so... I am down to talk about some Creed. Uh, but other than that, yeah, we talked about the CW stuff that we didn't didn't watch. Uh, we also have Titans. Some catch up on that. Goblin Slayer for, in terms of anime. This week's episode was pretty interesting. 
Um, and news of the week, as per usual. I mean, we're bearing the lead on this, but this week is this week is pretty big for Marvel DC news. Freaking Avengers Endgame is out. We were talking about that first in news, right? You forgot, you forgot something. What? Captain Marvel? Yes. No one cares about that. <laughs> <laughs> that was on Monday, Michael. That was a whole couple of days ago. That's, we're talking about Avengers now. No, that's not a, that's not as important. Captain Marvel is more important. Is it though? Because it's Marvel in the title, and they're trying to push her to be the strongest. Mm, it's not but, working though. Yeah. So that Avengers Four trailer. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly how the entire internet felt when Avengers dropped. Poor, poor Brie Larson. But we'll talk about both when we get the news. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about that first, Avengers. You're not? No. Why? Because it doesn't make sense to. I feel like that's the most hype that you save the best for last. <sighs> Fine. <laughs> Don't uh, tell me how to run my corner. Okay, whatever. So before we get into all that, though, we have iTunes reviews, as per usual. Uh, first iTunes review comes from Shameless Dino. It's a five-star review. Subject is Go Beyond. Hey, Jordan Michael. This is the first time leaving a review. And all I want to say is that I really enjoy your podcast, and it's literally the only thing I listen to when I walk to and from school. Jordan, I really like Power Rangers Unworthy, and I'm hyped for episode two. Fully note about that. I was talking about it last week. I think my exact words were, as long as nothing goes wrong, we'll be releasing on December 15th. Well, well. <laughs> something went wrong. Our, uh, our last filming day, there was like way too much for us to do in that day. Like We break up each film day into acts. So act one, act two, act three. So we usually have three film days. The third act of episode two is so bloated and massive that we have to break it into two days. So we have one more film day, and it's next weekend. So we have to push back the release of Unworthy to... Right now, the tentative date is January 5th, which is also a Saturday. I think it's the first yeah, the first Saturday in January. It's also the day after Young Justice. So Jordan, Ooh. will Power Rangers Unworthy be on par or top Young Justice? Ah, uh, <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> I, I, uh, some stiff competition there. So Ooh. maybe I'll, I'll let the fans decide. Um, Michael, you are hilarious, Thank and you, you make this podcast even better than it already is. This is really long, but oh, it's not that long at all. This is really long, but all I want to say is keep it up. Wait, and, who, who left the review again? Uh, Shameless Dino. Oh yeah, it's definitely not long. You yeah. said Gaius. Oh yeah, it was Gaius for, for like five years. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, bro. Uh, this is really long, but all I want to say is keep it up and say it with me now. Go beyond plus ultra. P.S. I saw the teaser for Power Rangers Unworthy, and I can totally see the Yellow Ranger's helmet in the background. Just wanted to let you know. I don't know what that means. Yeah, Maybe there's that? a scene, if you pause it, you can see the Yellow Ranger's helmet in like the background somewhere. Which is possible, because we like put our stuff, we're not filming, you know, in the same, same kind of area as when we were filming. Did I say that right? We put our stuff in the area get, where we film. I get what you mean. Yeah. So, like, sometimes you might see maybe people in the background. You might see props and or, like, our bags. You can definitely so see our bags. So, basically, what he's saying is get your shit together. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's hard to do that when it's, like, 40 degrees outside. <laughs> um, but thank you. Thanks, Shameless Dino. Our next iTunes review comes from this. Did this to stop asking. Oh, this guy again. It's a five-star review. I can't fix my name, okay? <laughs> I made my name like six years ago and can't fix it. Anyway, I would like both of you to know that I wait all week just to hear your guys' thoughts on the movies and CW episodes. Michael! CW episodes, Michael! Episode! <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I'll, have a, 
I'll save a screenshot just to go back. I finished Daredevil last week, then went back to listen to the review. Anyway, love the podcast every week. Can't wait for next week. Hopefully next week we'll have more CW for you, bro. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, Jordan. No, 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 no. Yeah, Jordan. I watched most of it. But you didn't watch Black Lightning. You didn't watch most of it. Uh, our last iTunes review comes from... Oh, that means Jacob left an email. Because he said if he doesn't have an iTunes review up... That means iTunes is fucking up. Yeah, because uh, Jacob just messaged me. He was like, Michael, did my iTunes review go through? I was like, I don't know. No, it did not. <laughs> so we will be reading emails. Like, Michael, don't let me forget. Uh, this one's from Steve Rogers, 54. And the subject is Naruto. It's a five-star review. Did I just hear you guys are planning to do a Naruto review? Finally. I've been wait, waiting wait, on y'all. What, 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 we said that? Remember last we week when I mentioned that. that the other Mike, the Arbiter, he loves Naruto? He's If you see, he's like his... Uh, chest with his shirt off he's got like a bunch of Naruto tattoos he's got the Sage of Six Paths tat this means nothing to you since you don't yeah, watch that I don't anime. know anything <laughs> but he's got a Sage of Six Paths tattoo a curse seal tattoo and a QB um, seal tattoo on his stomach he's got he's like decked out with Naruto stuff so yeah I mentioned that he I wanted know, to do a review I know Cubone the Pokemon <laughs> what Cubone 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 wow random um, he said QB that reminds me of Cubone I mean, yeah, I'll have Mike on one of these days, and yeah, he wanted to do a Naruto review, so... See, somebody's interested in that, so maybe you should watch a few episodes so you have some uh, reference material. I told you, I've seen the first 18. That doesn't... There, you know how many episodes of Naruto there is? Exactly, that's why I'm not... <laughs> it's not happening. Yeah, you're never gonna be able to catch up. Maybe watch a movie and just... <laughs> Call it a day. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just not be here that episode. <laughs> you can sit there. It'll, it'll, you know what it'll be like? It'll be like a throwback to the days of Jamie, where me and her would talk about something anime related, and you'll just, just sit there like, what? <laughs> huh? I was quiet during those episodes. <laughs> ah, it was nice back then. <laughs> well, fuck you. Before you got all uppity. <laughs> First of all, I don't have a comeback. Exactly, because <laughs> it's true. <laughs> You tricked me. <laughs> um, Steve Rogers goes on to say, uh, I hope it comes soon. So yeah, so yeah Steve, we'll, we'll have that at some point. I'll have Mike in here. Maybe after, Actually, that'd be a good way to um, knock out two birds with one stone. Maybe after Unworthy 2 comes out, I'll have him on here to talk about that and Naruto. Talk about his experience being the main villain of the Power Ranger series. So yeah, I won't be here. <laughs> <laughs> there can only be one Mike. <laughs> Um, and that's all of our iTunes reviews. Um, I'm gonna save emails until before news, so don't let me forget. Um, before we get into our DC topics of the week, let's start off with Creed Two, since you you just saw it and it's fresh in your mind. Victor Drago, son of Ivan Drago, who infamously killed Apollo Creed, appeared today to issue a challenge to Adonis Creed. Don't do this. I ain't got a choice. That's the same thing your father said. He died right here in my hands. That kid was raised in hate. It's dangerous. He broke things in me that ain't never been fixed. It ain't worth it. It's not just us anymore, Dave. I want to rewrite history. If you want to fight this man, that's your business. But don't pretend this is about your father. This here is all about my wife. 
my kids, the life that I live Through the night, I was his, it was right when I did My ups and downs, my slips, my falls My trials and tribulations, my heart, my balls This won't be the end of me Or you It can't be, cause we're a team Now you know what you're fighting for. Round after round, you learn more about yourself. And when I stepped in that ring, it wasn't all about me. Uh, and for those who don't remember our rating system here on Blurred Vision, I will drop it here. We here at Blurred Vision have a very simple rating system goes from poor vision to perfect vision in the middle there's passable and then you have less than passable and more than passable thank you catch pod but yeah Cree, this is the eighth movie in the franchise so yeah man we're we're balls deep in the rocky legacy right now um and we've talked about it before since you know we talked about wait we didn't talk about Cree in the podcast but you, you did mention what your favorite rocky is which was creed did you not do a Creed review? Did we do a Creed review? I don't no, I don't think I did, but I think you Oh wait, I, I think, think I did. did. That was back wait. I think it was before yeah, I de- it was definitely That must have been with Javon in Asia if I did. Before me. Let's look at the let's look at the blurred vision archives. Yeah, let's go. Let's, <laughs> let's go to the tape. Creed. Yep, episode six. Yeah. Wow. February twenty-third, twenty sixteen. That's nuts. Before we were any kind of regular. Because then the next episode is March 7th. March 7th. <laughs> <laughs> and then all the way to May. Like, we weren't regular at the first. Like, yeah, we didn't was, become regular until yeah, the 12th episode. episode 11 is in May. Yeah. But then episode 12 is in August. <laughs> Look, I don't want to talk about Rocky beginnings, okay? <laughs> we're, we're talking about the Creed legacy, the Rocky legacy, not the, not the Blurred Vision legacy. <laughs> well, you had a Rocky beginning. Ah, just like Rocky. Dad jokes. I like it. <laughs> So, just to remind the audience, what was your favorite Rocky movie before this, and how did you feel? How did you feel about Creed one, and then how did you feel about Creed two? I said my favorite was Rocky three, and you're wrong. No, but continue. I'm not, I'm not wrong. <laughs> you're incredibly wrong. But now that I think about it, I think my favorite is Rocky four. I mean, Rocky four is a guilty pleasure of mine. I love Rocky four. I can't argue with you with Rocky four, but. If you ask me if it's a good movie, I can't say yes. <laughs> it, it is. Okay. But, uh, so you like Rocky Four more than Creed? Yeah. Creed is like number two. <laughs> it's too black for Michael. It's definitely not. He likes the one where the black guy dies. <laughs> no, didn't he die in three? No, Rock, No, Apollo died in four. No, what? Apollo Come died. on, bro. You just saw Creed 2. I saw Creed. I didn't see Rock, the Rockies. One, 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 like, I watched them all back to back, so they're all starting to blur. <laughs> you just said they're Rocky all blurring together. <laughs> they're blurring together. Well, you just saw Creed 2, which is all about Drago. It was in, Creed, was in Rocky 4. That's when Apollo died. I don't remember. Mr. T didn't kill Apollo. Apollo trained Rocky to beat Mr. T. I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> like I said, I watched them all together. So, as you can hear, guys, don't take any of his opinions. <laughs> or, or take them with a, gra- a huge grain of salt. Take all of my opinions as gospel facts. Mm, he doesn't remember which Rocky, what happened, Rocky what happened in Rocky 2? 
Rocky 2 was the rematch between Apollo and Rocky because Rocky lost in the first movie. So the, all of 2 was just about the rematch. Remember? Because like Rocky was doing like commercials. He didn't manage his money right, so he was still kind of poor. Yes, I got all of that, but I'm like, I don't remember. Not, they all blow together to me. <laughs> yeah, she Rocky fan, apparently. <laughs> I've only seen them one time. Each once each. Disgusting. I say that, but I think I've seen most of them one time. Trash. Except for, I, I think I've only seen Rocky 3 once. Yeah. So yeah, I don't remember which one's my favorite. They're all my favorite. <laughs> They're all my favorite. <laughs> They're all my favorite. Okay. It's, all like, right. a, it's like a mother and Do I care about your opinion anymore? I feel like we can just move on. <laughs> so so what did you think about Creed and what did you think about Creed 2? Uh, Creed 2? Well, Creed 1. I loved I loved Creed 1. Um, Not as much as Rocky 4, which you don't remember apparently, but okay. I'm like, I barely remember Creed. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> What is it's your Michael Bay Jordan? I don't understand how you don't remember. Oh, uh, I remember Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> oh my god! But I'm like, if you ask me anything specific, like the one, the awesome like boxing one take shot they did in the. Oh beginning. yeah, I remember the one take shot. Like yeah. that was pretty good. The they amazing didn't, moment. They didn't really have that in this one. That's I was no, looking didn't. for it. The amazing uh, uh, remembering his father moment in the ring when he got knocked to the canvas and like he flashes back to all his like memories, but then he sees his father. Like, <gasps> It gets up. Yeah, I don't remember that. It made me cry in that moment. You son of a bitch. <laughs> it was like three years ago. I remember every tear I shed. <laughs> but for this one, I really loved, like, especially like the moment where this isn't, well, I guess, is it really a spoiler to say? But what? The one they uh, started playing the Rocky theme. I don't think it's just saying that's a spoiler. That's why I was like, is it? Because you know yeah. how some people are like, everything's a spoiler. I mean, I just talked about Creed 1 when they did that. Like, they, they, they bring back the Rocky thing for important moments. But I got I got, I got got hyped when that moment came up. When, in this movie. Yeah, in this movie. Yeah. When they started playing the music. It was also a good moment. It was a very good moment. Even the people next to me, they was like, oh, because I was sitting. They weren't. It wasn't a couple like you. You end up sitting next to I always end up sitting next to couples. It's, it's heartbreaking. Yeah, I, I just sat next to a, Three white guys. So, okay. so you're a token black guy. Yeah, I was, I was a token black guy. <laughs> so they all turn you at the end and go, did you like it? Because it's about you and your people. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs> but yeah, but I, I really enjoyed this movie. I uh, I thought this, the soundtrack was pretty dope. I, and mm. funny enough, there was one song. What moment was it? When uh, he first came out in the beginning. That a song, it was it was some song I was playing. I tried to hurry up and take my phone out to Shazam, to Shazam it. I was like, "What it's song icon. is this?" But I couldn't get my phone it out. I, it was Icon. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Jaden Smith. I'm just Icon living. Start a record label, bitch. Just something given. Whoop. Whatever. Well, now I know because I wanted to. Show. You don't know Icon? No, I don't know. I icon. feel so black right now. <laughs> I don't listen to the radio. I mean, Jaden Smith. I thought you would just, you know, this is a really big song. Because I'm supposed, because I'm supposed to know who, like, <laughs> I'm supposed to like, <laughs> all right, all, right, all hey. Jaden Smith songs. Uh, I don't know. Just everybody knows that song. Well, I do know. I don't like Neo Neo Yokio. So, that, <laughs> and funny enough, they're coming out with a Christmas special that we should do a review. <laughs> oh, it's already out. I saw oh, it's already that. out. Yeah. So next week, <laughs> I kind of want to finish that series. Somebody tried, like an artist I met at a con, tried to convince me to watch it. A black artist. <laughs> he says it's very New York. That's why we might not get it because we're from Jersey. Okay, but New York is like not that far. So. But he's saying it's very New York culture, so we may not understand some of the jokes. 
No, we didn't understand. Look, man, I'm just trying. I'm, I'm trying. Okay? Understand the joke because I was trying. trying. <laughs> I'm trying. Big Toblerones and shit. But yeah, but that song I really, I really dug. Mm, okay. So, uh, but yeah, overall, like I loved, like Michael B. Jordan. I never saw a bad performance from him. So especially that moment after he got uh because you know it's it's a Rocky movie type. Granted, it's Creed, but it's still a Rocky movie. Still it's a Rocky. boxing movie. You already know it's not a spoiler to say he loses and then he wins. So yeah, that's all box. That's all boxing or even any competition or whatever type of movie. That's that's the thing that always happens. Yeah. So especially in this movie, where like if you're watching the movie, as soon as you see that the match happens, like right, right early in the, in the movie, yeah, early in the movie, it's like clearly he's not gonna win this. <laughs> Otherwise, the movie's over. Yeah. So you know, you know what's gonna happen. So when he lost, and then there's a moment where him and Rocky have a conversation and Michael B. Jordan Afterwards. Like, yeah, afterwards. Ooh, I was going to mention that in spoilers, his, man. That conversation got me. Yeah. Like how like, he, like the, the t- his tearfulness. His, yeah, his reaction to that. I was like, ah! Because it could have just been a scene. You know what I mean? Like it could have just been like, oh, that's sad, but whatever. But it's like his delivery like made me break too. Yeah, his acting was like fucking, it was top notch. Yeah, he sold that Like that was, I think that was the best, like that moment was like the best I've seen him. And and and, and uh, I'm gonna, actually, I agree with that. And everything I've seen, I haven't seen um, Fruitvale Station and stuff. Oh, I've seen Fruitvale Station. Oh, okay, then yeah. wow, all right. I think that 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 moment, like, you could just tell he's growing. He's he's definitely growing as an actor. It felt real. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah. Overall, I really like non-spoiler reaction. That's really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I'll give it a perfect vision. Oh, okay. So did you cry? No, I didn't cry. You heartless bitch. <laughs> All right, so let's just open the spoilers, just if you know people want to hear what some of our spoilery thoughts about stuff. Um, anything particular you want to talk about? Um, I I think it's probably a behind the scenes more so thing. But mm-hmm. I, I was curious of why Drago's son he didn't really talk at all in this movie. It's similar and to was, Drago I, in the first movie. Though. And I was curious, maybe, well, I was curious, maybe like from a, from an acting standpoint, I was like, maybe they did try to give him some lines, and because he's not an actor. Maybe it didn't come off. There's literally one scene where they try and humanize him and Drago. And that's when they go to that dinner party thing and then Drago's ex-wife, the His chick wife. from the fourth movie, is there. And was that her like was that the same woman? That's the same actress, yeah. Okay. Um and the son freaks out is like, Why are we why are we here when they they cast you out of like the you know, the the boxing circles and they they tarnish your name? Like why would we be here like to placate them? And he's like upset. It seemed like that scene was like something that was part of a bigger side story that was cut out. You know what I'm saying? It seemed yeah, it came out of nowhere. Yeah, it came completely out of nowhere. Um, and that's really all you have. But I for at least the appre- I at least appreciate because I want I wanted more of that. Like I thought there was going to be more of that throughout the movie. I like, remember when I was speculating that they were going to humanize Drago completely in this movie, and it yeah. would, or at least his son. That he's not a bad guy. They didn't really go they, that. I route. feel like they did more backstory and kind of trying to humanize Drago in a sense they try at least they tried to more than they did for the son I don't know what humanized but they gave well, or they, they gave him more story yeah it, it gave you a glimpse to his his mind and if like he what's dies big, he dies that was all they yeah. gave that he was, was a monster yeah but now it's like you could see he's like a broken man but the the scene with uh, Rocky and Drago in the diner or the restaurant mm-hmm. that was great that was that was definitely great yes it's like where'd my like all these pictures Where's Where my pictures picture? of me? It's like, no, I don't keep photos of that. And I was like, oh, that's fucking good. <laughs> I didn't think about that in the first Creed. Like, you know, you see pictures of like all of his like best moments, but 
Rocky would look at that as like one of his worst moments because his he let his friend die. Yeah, his friend died. Yeah, and Sylvester Stallone, like he was, he, he was pretty good in this. He's pretty damn. His like, acting is it, on it, top notch. Yeah, like granted, not to say he was bad in the Rocky movies, but you could tell he's not like he wasn't like an actor. He he got better with age. He definitely got better like, with age because he was great in Balboa too. That's where it started. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. He was, yeah, he was pretty damn good in Balboa. His speech to his son, who I'm so happy they brought back in this movie. I was I was saying I was thinking though throughout the whole movie during the moments where he was talking about oh I tried to call my son and you know every time I get close to it I hang up. I was like it'd be kind of dope if Milo Ventimiglia shows up in this movie. Well, <laughs> and then that last scene, I was like, they got they got Milo. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, nah, he probably can't because he's busy with This Is Us. So I'm like, he probably can't come back. And they, and they got him. I mean, it was just one scene. So it I guess was, yeah, yeah, it was just one scene, but still. Yeah. But like, it was good that they brought that in for like, and especially if this is going to be Rocky's last movie, I feel like that's the closure for his story. Like, you know what I mean? Some people complain. I saw some people complaining online that they felt like Rocky, or some people complain that he overshadowed the movie because he was in it too much. He had that random side story about his son. And some people felt like the son's side story was out of nowhere. But I didn't feel like either was the case. I felt like I this movie yeah. focused just enough on Rocky. I feel like more so it was on Creed, but just enough on Rocky to make you care, you know, for his, you know, his his story with his son. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, when they give him that wrap up, I felt like it was it made a lot of sense for his character. He's and, been sad and lonely since Rocky Balboa. Yeah. Plus, at the end of the day, granted, it's not Rocky's movie. It's not a Rocky movie. But Rocky's still a presence, and Rocky is still a major character in this universe. He's like the Obi Wan so Kenobi. Them, yeah, for you not to have any focus on him, like what do you what do you think this franchise is? Yeah, exactly. That would be that would be that would be completely that would be stupid. Yeah, I'm happy every moment we don't, got to see Rocky. The only thing is that I kind of feel like was like almost unnecessary. Which I mean, I get it, but I feel like because they made it seem like he beat the cancer. Like he doesn't have cancer anymore. Yeah. So, but it also kind of makes me feel like <laughs> they just threw well, out there. Yeah. Well, then, <laughs> then it was like, what was the point of giving him cancer in the last movie? Because it's not Oscar bait. Yeah. Because I'm like, <laughs> you're not seeing him go through the, you know, the the battle, the fight of fighting cancer. Like that would have been a good storyline for him. Like this is his new battle. But we, where it's like, but he had that battle already. But not really, because it's like in the in the first Creed movie, it's like there was only peppers. Up. It was like maybe like oh, no, it was a whole. That was the that whole was like thing. the last. It, but it was like the last part of the movie. But then it was like they didn't really delve into it that much. It's like you fight, you're gonna fight this. I'm gonna fight. But it was like that was it. That was all you really seen of it. Yeah. And then I mean, the next movie, it's like you're moving. On, cancer's over. I mean, they could have kept it going, but I felt like it was more poignant in that movie because it they paralleled it with Creed's training, so they were fighting together. And it, it kind of ended when, like, it, he was kind of going to remission by the end of that movie. So for them to, like, bring it back up, it was, I feel like the only reason to bring that cancer storyline back would be to kill Rocky. And I'm glad they didn't kill Rocky. Like, no, I don't, no, I'm not saying they should have killed Rocky. Yeah. I was just saying it kind of felt like... Well, it was well it's one or the other. It's like, either you're going to go the cancer route or you're going to go the sad, estranged father route. And I felt like if you want to wrap up his story in a happy way, this is the movie to focus more on the estranged father side. Because that was a big question, like, because from Rocky Balboa to Creed, it was like, where did his son go? Because they kind of, like, you know, they, Rocky Balboa, Balboa was all about them mending their relationship. So then for him to be absent in Creed, it was like, where's that connectivity? Where, where's that continuity at? And then in this movie, you kind of find out, you know, they come back to it and go, oh, yeah, I mean, we, you know, we might have mended our relationship, sort of, but it was still a lifetime of being estranged. So, of course that one like fight that brought us together once that was over you know he's gonna move on with his life and he did he left so i like i like that they focus more on his his familial drama rather than like him having a sickness again and uh 
there was a character that looks like Carl Weathers that I thought was his son, like the actual actor, not Carl Weathers Apollo Creed. Yeah, Carl Weathers Apollo Creed. Who? Like the, the the promoter guy. Oh, the promoter guy. He looked like Carl Weathers. So I was like, was that a little nod to the audience? Like they cast his son in the audience. And I, and I had, then I had to look it up and it wasn't. I don't know. I thought but the whole time like, I kept seeing it, I was like, he looks just like Carl Weathers. Now that you say it, I can see it. But I wasn't thinking about that in the movie. I was thinking that the whole movie. I was like, it's got to be his son. <laughs> I was thinking more of like, it was like an homage to the Don King um the Don King, he's not Don King, but the Don King stand-in in Rocky Three. I feel like it was like a you know a parallel of story beats in that. Yeah, but yeah, because I because I looked it up and I, I and I couldn't see that that was his uh unless I just looked at the wrong website. I don't think that was his son. Oh okay. But that's the thing I was thinking the whole. I was like, he looks just like freaking Carl Weathers. I like the movie though. The Rumble in the Jungle just ain't happen. Somebody made it happen. <laughs> um, but you're talking about the music. Um, I felt like. The mo- like there were moments in Creed two, I or Creed one I like more than two, but I think overall I think I like Creed two more. Would you agree or no? For example, I'll say the training song was better in one. I like the training sequence better in two. I, I agree with one. you, except for because they married the Rocky dying to the training sequence. The moment again, this is just one moment, but I like this moment better than anything in Creed two. When uh, Creed's running with all the motorbike guys, and then he, at the end of the montage, he cheers up to Rocky, who's like, you know, he's, he was sick, and he's looking down on on him. That was a really good moment to me. That wasn't, nothing like that like was in Creed 2, but no. I think overall, I like the training sequence more in 2. A lot, a, lot, a lot of the reason was because I feel like it was more practical. Like the things that he was doing. Like training his neck strength, training yeah. how he was getting hit in the, in the in the body, so you can kind of believe when he has the rematch with Drago that now he's like more durable at least to take the hits. Mm-hmm. Or even the moment where he fell. And I like, love that moment. That like, was the up. rise up yeah, when I was talking about the up, Batman kid. moment. Yeah, uh, that was cool. Uh, oh, and the moment that I liked. I think this movie is very you know considering it wasn't Ryan Coogler, you could still tell. But I feel like not a whole lot. Yeah, I feel like if an average person wouldn't be able to tell us somebody else directed this. Yeah, granted there wasn't like the one shot, uh, fight boxing match, but but I like the, the boxing matches. More. The boxing matches in this movie were pretty well directed. Like the movie overall was well, damn well yeah, directed. Yeah, yeah. So I think for this to be like this guy's like first major movie, did you like? I the say fighting? kudos, kudos to him. Oh, for sure. Did you like the fighting more in this in this first one or no? I liked it more overall. Yeah, yeah. I think it was more like it was more hard hitting. Yeah, the only thing I liked more in the first like movie it, was it that felt like a literal boxing match that you would watch on HBO more so than I think the first Creed. I agree with that, and I also think it felt more like Fight Night, the video game. Remember in the moments in the never, Drago fight? I never, I never played that. You never played the demo of that either. On... No, I don't even know what Fight Night. Wait, which one is that? Is that the Nintendo game? With no, the... no, 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 no. That's one punch. One. That's a uh... one punch Tyson. No, or some, some shit. Little Mac or whatever. I don't remember the name of the game. Yeah, I don't remember the name, but it's like... Well, yeah, I know like, what you're talking about. Yeah. No, not that. It's the, 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 the mainstream, like, major boxer simulator they have. Fight like uh, fight Night. No, I've never... Oh, man, come on. <laughs> um, okay, but there's moments in Drago Fight where they go into first person's perspective, and you see, like, literally Drago yeah, punching. Yeah, Drago punching at the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Moments like that feel like a video game, and that it was, feels more hard-hitting. That was cool, though, having the camera move. yeah. Um, another great moment 
that I don't know if I like it more than the Apollo moment. No, I do. I do, and here's why. In the final fight with Drago, when Michael B goes down, and you know, it's the, yeah, this is your big moment to get up. I like this moment a little bit more, and only because I thought about it. At first, I didn't, but thinking about it over time, I feel like this is more poignant. In the first movie, he saw his father, and that gave him strength to get up. In this movie, a lot of the story is about him coming to terms with his legacy and actually taking, like, moving away from it being about his father and it being about not even just him, but everyone that supported him and, and, and loves him. So when everything goes quiet, the only voice he hears is uh, Tessa Thompson's. And it's like, get up, baby. And then he starts punching the fucking mat. That shit, I was like, oh, yeah. And he gets up. And then he's like holding one arm like Gohan. And the Rocky things plays. That's what I said. When the Rocky thing started playing, I started getting chills. Yeah, that shit was awesome. But the thing that really got me was, granted, I didn't cry. but I cried there. The ending, the parallel between Creed introducing He's going to talk to his father at the his father's grave for the first time, and then he's introducing his uh, daughter mm-hmm. to Creed, and then they parallel to when when uh, Rocky's meeting uh, his grandson, his his grandson. Yeah, I loved that. That I was like, ah, that's that was so, that was beautiful. I love that. I also like the moment. And there's a lot of like subtle cinematography stuff in this movie. I really enjoyed because like the, at the end of the fight where where Michael B wins. And Rocky's like, it's your time now. Love that line. But then he sits down. And he sits down. And he puts the hat on. Yeah. And then you could see in the background the like the the ring and stuff. Mm-hmm. That was like a beautiful poster shot. But then you also see his uh his uh his jacket and it says Creed. Yeah. And that's basically now I'm officially passing the mantle on to you. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. Um I also liked in that fight, again, this is subtle, but you could see that. It was it was ironic that Drago was actually less of a father to his son Ivan than Rocky was to Creed because mm-hmm. they would they would keep paralleling when Drago would give Ivan advice and it was like the most basic like hits him hit him hit him harder break him like yeah. what are you doing fight better and then he would go to Rocky and he's giving him like these beautiful speeches encouraging him and telling him exactly how to like to to move in the fight and like where to aim and like what strategy to use. Like I don't know, it was it was beautiful. Like you could tell like the, they were or even like the training where like uh when he's running, uh Drago's running and uh Apollo not Apollo. <laughs> uh, Ivan just goes he's like, When I tell you to run faster, you run. Or or you look at uh Oh that's right, his son's name Victor. I, I confused that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ivan. Father. Ivan's big Drago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, Ivan, father, Victor, kid. Yeah. But yeah, seeing how he's such a hard ass on him, but then how Rocky's more, you know encouraging like you can do it like uh just more uh fight this mexican <laughs> this mexican with no neck because he's so strong <laughs> but yeah so it, it was it was good to see like i, I especially but thing i hate i was like like the war the with the uh with the mother i was like yeah fuck her like Wait, which mother uh the drago's mother oh drago's mother. seems like ivan is really doing all this to get her back yeah. And I'm just like, man, fuck her. She's with some random dude because he's rich? Like, I don't understand that. I think so. Yeah. So like, you don't want that fickle bitch anyway. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, overall. Oh, and did you, how'd you enjoy the Michael B. and Tessa Thompson relationship? That's what really made it for me. I love seeing Killmonger and Valkyrie together. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be the best power couple. <laughs> but yeah, all their scenes together I loved. 
like, I felt like that's sort of a lot of the emotion. Like when he goes into his depression and she's talking to her mother, his mother about like him feeling distant and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like I, I believe that. I'm like male ego is a bitch. Like when she's trying to help him, he's like, I can do it myself. Yeah. But I feel like they did a good job of making you feel what he was feeling. Like when he was pissing blood or the scene where he takes his daughter to the gym. I like that scene too because he's like, yeah, daddy's being a bitch. I'm sorry. Yeah, that, was, that was funny. <laughs> yeah, daddy's being a bitch. Yeah, everybody chuckled at that moment. Yeah, same for my theater. Twice. Um, anything else you want to talk about in this movie? I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Um, well, all the performances pretty good. Do you want Rocky to come back for a third Creed? Do, do you think there honestly, should be I was a third just about Creed? to say honestly, I don't even think there should be a third Creed. There probably will be, but I don't because I'm like, where else? Where else to go? Yeah, yeah. You already defeated the person that killed your father. It was what a else? super boxer. Yeah. Who's it, who, when they would like stand next to each other, I'm like, they are not even in the same weight class. No, they're not. <laughs> so I'm like, this shouldn't even be a match. <laughs> no, it shouldn't. <laughs> but yeah, well, so you don't think I can beat him? <laughs> I didn't know. I, didn't I say don't. That. I don't think you can. <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't think you can. But even then, when it got, what, 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 uh, even though I said that scene got me. It's still, I, again, male ego. It still kind of pissed me off when he was like, "You, what, what was he saying? Look at me, look at me, look at me. And he's oh, like, yeah. why are you still here? I'd have been like, if I was Rocky, I'd have been like, nigga, I told you not to fight his ass. <laughs> <laughs> but he wasn't real with them. Like, if he just told him, like, look, man, like, the way you fight is not going to fight beat somebody that, like, that big and strong. Because he was kind of blowing hot air up him. He was like, yeah, he's unorthodox. And yeah, he's, he's, he's raw. But then it's like, but... He's I like, can't. Beat oh, him? so you you're here now. You're here now. Where were you when I needed you? But I told you not to fucking fight him. Like, <laughs> be real. Like that's why I'm like male ego. Uh, but I like that scene in that fight they had before the fight, where he's like, he's dangerous. I'm dangerous. And he's like, it's almost like a petulant child. But you yeah. can see like he was kind of hurt. They felt like Rocky didn't think he could do it. But then when it comes back at the end during the last fight, he says or, you're dangerous. Yeah, Rocky tells him like. Because you're dangerous. Creed's like, yeah, that's right. I'm dangerous. I'm like, oh, it's so good. He's dead, Mike. Dead, Mike. Dead, Mike. Rocky's the all might of the boxing world. <laughs> Is he? I think so. He's like the father figure of these movies. That's why I'm like, yeah, I don't think there's nowhere else to go for Creed 3, really. So I was like, do a time skip and have it be about Creed's daughter. <laughs> Who? Oh, that's another thing. The fact that it turns out that. Oh, yeah, that scene where they that both started crying. Ah. Yeah, when they both like sh- they both shed a tear. You could see like first he looks at the, like uh, great, just great acting. So subtle, all facial expressions. They're sitting there waiting for like that beeping thing as a response when they put the toe in the little baby's ear. Uh-huh. And then he's like, "We're waiting for." I uh, just w- waiting for uh, a response on the on the graph, and just no no more talking. Just him looking at it, him looking at her, looking back at, back at it, and you and see his no, expression. Yeah, no response. But they don't even show you there's no response. You just show you his expression. Yeah, you show you his expression. Yeah. And, and, and uh, he starts crying and gets how he, tearing how up. He has this hopeful look in his, and then you just see the hope fade. Yeah. And then he just starts tearing. And I was like, don't cry, Mikey. <laughs> so sad, man. I mean, great acting. Like, it was definitely, I think. Great acting and great, that body girl. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I feel an awakening in the force oh, in wow. my pants. Oh, I keep thinking about things. Both Michael B. Jordan and fucking Drago. Big Nasty? Yeah, Big Nasty. 
I want to get big and nasty with him. I knew you were going to make something dirty about that. I knew it. It's, it's too easy. Even somebody in the audience during his like training, during, during Victor's training montage, a woman in the audience, like when he was doing pull-ups with the weights, she was like, oh my. He looked ferocious. I was like, I feel the same way, baby. Wow. <laughs> when he did that rope thing and his whole body left the yeah. ground, that shit was dope. I was like, I can't ever do that shit without a rope. <laughs> Like um, I could do, like I could lift my arm, but he lift his arms and legs up. I was like, I can't do that shit. Gotta be big nasty to be able to pull that off. Apparently, um, the relationship between Tessa Thompson and Michael B. I loved, loved. You talked about the first song, but the fact that she sung his intro song, his intro song for yeah. like the last fight. I loved that. I, got, I was like, power couple, baby. Yes, <laughs> sing for your man. Yeah, I wonder if that was <laughs> gonna really, go to war. I wonder if that was really her though. I don't know. Could Tessa, I, could Tessa Thompson sing? sing? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, that's a good question, actually. <laughs> or did she get her girlfriend to do her voiceover? It could be. No, no, that didn't sound like Janelle Monet. Mm, that's I think it's all I've got for uh, Creed Two. I didn't really take any notes for it. I didn't take any notes. I know you did. I never take notes. <laughs> all right, so let's maybe, get maybe into... I should start. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Whatever. Fuck you. <laughs> well, you don't have to take notes for this stuff, Michael, because you only watched one thing out of the list of DC shows to watch. So we got the Flash this week. I watched two things. Titans is not the CW. It's DC TV. Okay, <laughs> DC streamy. <laughs> I saw I saw the Flash streaming too. Fuck you. <laughs> this week's episode of the Flash was titled "What's Past Is Prologue." Go back to the past to defeat Zagata in the future. If I do this, I'm going back to some crazy time. Savitar, dog, Zoom. I knew it was this. I knew we shouldn't have done this. Things just got a lot more complicated. I knew we shouldn't have done this. And this is the big 100th episode, right? So that's why they do the, hey, we're going back to every season you liked, and we're pulling villains from the past, and there's Easter eggs galore, and there's references abound. I mean, I enjoyed it. What about you? I love this episode. I agree. Um, but yeah, it turns out the key to beat Cicada lies in the past. So Nora and Barry have to travel to Savitar, travel to Zoom, travel to Reverse Flash, just to get pieces to put together this anti-dagger thing. Of course. It's, it's just a convenient excuse to go back in time I and noticed, make past villains. Funny enough, <laughs> I was like, even though we did see him in this episode... Who? But I was like, isn't it interesting that he's got to go to all his past villains, but not DeVoe? <laughs> DeVoe was there. <laughs> That's what I said. DeVoe was there, but not really. It was just like, yeah, our last season wasn't that good, so we're just going to ignore that happened. Yeah, we don't got it. Yeah, we don't, have, we don't need anything from DeVoe. It's fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy they didn't. All right? I'm, I'm glad they didn't either. But I'm just, I, just, I'm just, blah, 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 blah. I just found it interesting that they had to go to every single villain except last season. <laughs> That was just that was just the show's way of acknowledging. Yeah, la- we agree. Last season was trash. And also, it's fun to watch Tom Cavanaugh like literally run into each scene, putting on a different hat, and be like, "I'm a different person now. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not Sherlock. Now I'm Harry. No, no, no wait. Now, now I'm uh, now I'm Eobard. It's like an Avatar episode where the uh, the guy at that town, he was like, "Yeah, oh, he was changing his outfit he's, like slightly. He, he was changing his hat. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So let's just." Jump right in the spot. What would you rate this episode? Hmm. I'm trying to think, was there anything in this episode that I didn't like? No, there was nothing in this episode I didn't like, so I would give it a perfect vision. 
you know what? Holy shit. Is this the perfect vision for Flash? Is this the first perfect vision for Flash? I'm trying to think. I think it might be. I think it might be. Because I also give perfect vision. Wow. 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 <laughs> <laughs> How many episodes into the season are we? But hey, I, I'm I actually... It, yeah. Again, I'm, I'm digging the direction of the season. I feel like they're doing everything that I wanted with Kid Flash, with Nora this season. Um, and this was just a fun adventure to literally visit a bunch of old like moments from the past. And Yeah, and then also, it was... So cool and gratifying to see Tom Cavanaugh's Tom Cavanaugh's Eobar Thawne again. Yeah, yo, it's just like make him the villain again, because he's clearly the most like intimidating villain presence of any of the other characters on the show. He is. It's, it's still since season one. But that's just based on the strength of Tom Cavanaugh. Like even, yeah, exactly. Like even we mentioned before, like I like, kind of like him. As, I like him as Sherlock. Yeah. And that's just based on the strength of Tom Cavanaugh's acting. So it goes back to... He played three people this episode, and I don't believe basically, that he's yeah. the same and person. Basically, he, he directed this episode, too. <laughs> so he was like... Wow, I'm, he was doing I'm direct, Yeah, he's like, I'm directing this episode, so I'm putting myself in as much as possible. He's like, finally, I can be all the characters yeah, I want. I be every, I'm surprised the Council of Wells didn't show up in this episode. Or HR. <laughs> yeah, or HR. Um, But yeah, I mean... He's like, yeah, I'm going to play Harry, I'm going to play Sherlock, and I'm going to play Eobard. And Two Eobards. Yeah, I was just about to say, and I'm going to play another Eobard in the future. Yeah. Which I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like, I don't know. Because I'm like, if he's in the future, why isn't he the other? Matt Granted, I know behind the scenes. Spoilers. But, like, We're in spoilers now, by the way. This is spoilers. <laughs> yeah, like uh, Matt Lesher, the actor, he's on another show. So that's why he can't come back. Maybe that's why. But at the same time, I'm wondering for like story reasons, like... He's in the future. No. So then why is he in... I think it's just because people prefer him as Eobarthon anyway. <laughs> I think it's two things. One, the other guy doesn't have time to do it right now. And also because he's the preferred Eobarthon. Definitely. I, the, the the creators must know that. It can't be like unknown to them. Well, that's because this is the Eobarthon that we saw. Then all of a sudden for the other guy to show up, I was like, who the fuck is this guy? But he's also not as good. You know I mean? It'd be different if like he showed up and was like, whoa, he's no, better he's than Tom Cavanaugh. He's not as good, but I still like him. I like him too. I'm just saying he's not better than Tom Cavanaugh. No, he's not. He's not, of course he's not better than Tom Cavanaugh. <laughs> but I st- if he was the Eobard, like if he was the Eobard Thawne, I wouldn't have a problem with it. I wouldn't either. But I I prefer it to be Tom Cavanaugh. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like I I thought it was interesting, and I thought it was an emotional episode. The fact that we got to see Nora get to see how dark um, Barry's past is, because we even talked about before how she wasn't taking being a superhero that seriously, mm-hmm. but now she experiences firsthand. All of Barry's like lowest, darkest moments, but his most powerful villains. Yeah, and things that she didn't. She claimed to know everything about her father in the Flash from the Flash Museum, and this goes to show the museum didn't get everything. I mean, history is said written by the people who win, so of course you don't put your low points in there. And she didn't even know about uh, the fact that Eobard killed his mother. No, and that's a that's what started him on the journey of the Flash. That's why he showed up on that first episode of Arrow in season two. That's why your name is Nora. <laughs> yeah. And I love that moment where Eobard sees her and he calls her Dawn. Yeah, and she's like, Nora. He's like, oh, oh. Nora. At least you at least, still have one. Yeah, your sister won. It's like, ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> you see Barry's face like, ooh. <laughs> but... My fun, it's funny how you went through all the... Are you Danica? Danica Williams? Yeah, Danica Williams. Danica Williams, the only black... Well, black female flash. I was going to say the only black flash, but then I was like, oh no, that's Wally now. But yeah, black now, female. Yeah, black female flash. Um, great Easter eggs. But I was just more like, I don't know, just the, the fact that 
I also like Planet of Thought. I like the Easter eggs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I was gonna be something about the Flash Museum and history being written by the victors, but I don't. I don't remember. Although, I will say, like, shouldn't the timeline still be kind of fucked up? Because That's what I was there say. was that moment with with Zoom. Where, where yeah, where the Time Reaper grabbed him out of the time because he chased them. Yeah, he chased that didn't and that didn't happen in during that time because he left with Caitlyn. Not that we know. But then he came back. Maybe he got attacked by the Grim Reaper thing and he went back to the same time. Like, All right, whatever. But it's still, but it's weird. Timey wimey. Because even right. if the if the Grim Reaper attacked him, was doesn't isn't that the Time Rapes? Don't Did they kill them? Don't they kill you? Maybe he maybe he got away. We have to assume he got away. Otherwise, and then also, I thought the time rapes only come after you if you try to like prevent your death or some shit. I thought it was just you not alter the timeline. Not only from time travel. No, I think it's if when you alter the timeline, but they weren't altering You know how it. many times Barry altered the timeline <laughs> and the time rapes never went after Look, No one says <laughs> it wasn't a convenient plot device <laughs> to give them some like, you know, some expediency in their mission. That's definitely what it was, but you know, whatever. But I was going to say, do you remember back in season one? I don't know. There was a lot of memes going around that because Barry went back to uh, the moment with Nora and there was two barriers in that scene that when we get to season like seven, eight, nine, ten, there are going to be so many berries and like, you know, going back in time, different moments. There's going to be berries everywhere. We almost got that when he goes back to the eel bar time. Yeah, and and there's a berry and a berry. Yeah, there's three berries there. <laughs> I'm like, okay. We got like one more season of this before there's like 20 berries in the same room. At the same Wait, time. Th- three. Wasn't it two? It was Barry unconscious. Yeah, the original yeah. Barry that was unconscious. The Barry that was unconscious in the room that went back in time two seasons ago? Or was it last season? I think it was two seasons ago. And then it was Barry this season. So there's three berries in that. Wait, 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 wait. There was only two berries in the... Wait, I'm confused. Uh, the When, when Nora and Barry go back to... Eobar Thon, who's in that room with Barry, who's knocked out. Yeah, there was Barry that was unconscious on the street. Yes. And then there was Barry that was unconscious. But wasn't that unconscious Barry the other Barry that no. was up? The-, the the Barry that was on the street was the Barry of that timeline. The Barry that was in that room was the Barry that was from the other episode that went back in time, the, the Pied Piper episode. That was that Barry. So it's like it's it's buried from three different times. I'm like I'm confused. I don't <laughs> the original remember. timeline, the buried from the other episode when they went back in time, which I, I, I'm glad they had continuity in that. Because when they went back to that time and saw him, I was like, oh shit! It's like the other episode you went back to this time, and then it was buried from this timeline, from you know the present day. It's too many timelines. Yeah, uh-huh. so I'm, I'm just saying it's funny. Like, <laughs> to be so many berries in so many different places in the world. And it seems like Eobar was able to get all of it. He was like, you're clearly from a older. Different timeline. Yeah. Like, I will go yeah, home. Yeah, that I was like, oh, I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, relax, relax. Yeah, you go home. All right, relax. <laughs> We're all friends here. Yeah. But not really. <laughs> um, I don't know. I like the old man moment at the end with Nora, like, you know, cheering him up because they're watching moments before uh his mother his gets mother killed. Gets killed. Yeah. Like, do you ever think about going back and stopping it? He's like day. every day. I was like, <laughs> and the or the moment where um Iris was like uh, and we didn't see that. I guess that was new. That was new. They just added. But after he loses his speed, Iris consoles him. That wasn't originally. No, an episode, that was that was right? that wasn't original. Was, yeah, that was about an episode. Because the episode ends right after he loses his speed. Yeah, yeah. So he, she gave him a pep talk, and Nora got to see that. Some more bonus points for Iris. Like, oh. Do you think when he said Dawn? Maybe they have another kid. 
Or maybe the timeline changed and her name was originally Dawn? There's two options. The timeline thing was my first guess. But then also, just what like, if that's just the like reason? Just like kind of like Diggle had a, had a daughter before and then Flashpoint, now he has a son. Yeah, that could be it. I was also thinking maybe, I think that's more likely, but I also think that possibly, um, maybe that's the reason Nora, or Iris kept Nora on lockdown. Maybe they had two daughters and Don was killed or something. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm just trying to figure, find I'm a, try, a, a I, reason I maybe. why Iris would be justified in wanting to protect Nora to the extent she went. So I just figured that'd be another like possible reason. Maybe so why. Dawn came first and yeah. then she died. Yeah. But then, I feel like the timeline doesn't work that way. I was going to say, then the timeline... I mean, like, the, the, the amount, like, how old would she have to be? Why wouldn't she remember her sister if she had a Yeah, sister? I was going to say that, that. Yeah, that wouldn't work for the timeline. Yeah. I thought it was funny that she called Grant Gustin old man and she's older than him. <laughs> like, in real life. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, old man. You're older than me. <laughs> you just got a baby face. But damn, but she's it's fine. Still, but it's still, it's still cool. Yeah, and the ending. I guess they didn't really want to pay for the. They didn't want to pay for the special effects, not really, to show them zooming. So they just had Grant Gustin actually run, and then just put an effect on it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, was there anything else? Oh, I guess that's it. All I have else. The only thing else I had in my notes was a clever girl. When yeah, Sherlock Wells is putting it together, and it's the same line that Eobard said. Yeah. So what do you think? Future Eobard sent her back in time to do what? I don't know. I was like, first I was like, at first I was, at first I thought I was like, she has like a brother or some shit in the future that she's communicating. Like when she was like, send a message to the future. Yeah. I was like, maybe she has an older brother or younger brother that she's like working with. Cause I, I remember from the, from the other episode where Sherlock put it together, she was like, she has to be working with somebody. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, maybe she has a brother. That's what I thought before. Wells, like she has an evil brother or some shit. Maybe I was like, maybe Cicada is her evil, her evil brother or like from the future or something <laughs> that came back to the past or whatever. You know, it's funny. I would say it's ridiculous, but there's something that happens in Arrow where it's like it's not that far fetched actually. <laughs> but it turns out to be yeah, it turns out to be Eobar. And I'm like, I don't have anything. Like I don't know. I I don't. I have no theories. There's no prediction head. In this oh one. my god! There's no prediction <laughs> yeah, head. There's no prediction head for this. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Huh. Okay. Yeah, I, I have no idea either. I, 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 of course, he must have like you know told her sweet lies because he didn't even, he didn't even tell her about you know the Nora thing. But she's got to know he's a villain. Yeah, oh, she never knows he's a villain. But remember how she doesn't take things seriously? So she was like, "He's your arch nemesis, right?" And it's like, "Yeah." Do you not know what makes someone an arch nemesis? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you winking at me? What's happening? No, my eyes burning. Allergies? No. The Lotion. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, stop making weaky faces at me. <laughs> I mean, I could. Hey, Jordan. Oh, gosh. <laughs> All right. Well, we can get into Titans, but you didn't watch Arrow or Supergirl. I watched both. I wasted my life, Michael. What are you saying that happened at Arrow that you was like, I would say that's ridiculous, but there's something that happened at Arrow. All right. I'm going to at least talk about Arrow. So let's talk about Arrow real quick. Arrow Unmasked. So what now? I don't know. You thinking about getting back out there? Let's hope you're not rusty. Just a bit of advice. You probably shouldn't be shooting people your first week out of prison. It's a good tip. Um, so this takes place 
right after Alfie's out of jail. What I liked about this episode was it's a lot of it's about him reacclimating to life outside of jail. He like Felicity comes up to him in the shower and he like freaks the fuck out because he's so used to like <laughs> you're getting attacked in prison. Um, but it's like you see more of or Oliver starts to see Felicity's dark side that's been coming out while he's been in prison and it's pretty emotional moments there because she's like I had to defend myself while you were gone and he's like I take responsibility for this it's my fault it's not your fault but I'm not the same person I was oh but I love you can we get back on the same page I don't know if I can oh my god drama okay. <laughs> that's my one minute reenactment <laughs> um, oh this is going to the dark side yeah I I said I wish you watched it because it it that that plot beat ended on a moment where it was like, is she saying that they can't be together right now? I really hope it's not what she's saying because if that is the case, what the fuck, Felicity? You guys are fucking married. Stop these fucking games. Um, I don't know. It, it ended the way they phrased things was weird at the end of the episode. She so was they like, make it seem like Oliver and Felicity are getting are breaking up. It's not that they're breaking up, but it just feels like. Because she, yeah, because that'd definitely be some bullshit. Yeah, especially since she went to the dark side to save him and get him all out and all this yeah. other bullshit. He's like, "That's not you. I don't want that to be your burden." Blah blah blah. And he like it ends with him being like, "Um, like we we aren't going in the same direction. How do we get back on the sa- in the same like? How do we keep going in the same direction together?" And she's like, "I don't know if I can." Uh fuck. I wish I remembered exactly what she said. He's like, "I don't know if I can." Oh, she says, "Um." I don't know if what I need, I don't know if what's best for me is what's best for us right now. And it just kind of ends on that. And it's just like, what does that mean? Does it mean you guys can't be together right now? I don't know what that means. Please say no. I don't want any more drama bullshit. I just want you guys to be together. Yeah, that'd be stupid. That's like if fucking Willow went evil because of Tara. And then somehow Tara wakes up from her, from her whatever. Oh, I'm not really dead. And Willow goes, we can't be together anymore because I'm too evil for you. (laughs) <laughs> that'd be stupid see in this episode I I don't know if I liked it that much I would say maybe it's a passable to high passable range because other than the stuff with Oliver that I liked there was a lot of stuff I didn't like namely the flash forwards they've gone in a direction I just at this point I know they're not going in a direction I'm going to like like it's just too random like now they're trying to find some chick named Blackstar who's like a cage fighter I don't know. The relationship between William and, and future Dinah is like, what? What is this? Trust your... In- like, I don't know. She's like training him to be the new Oliver Queen, but in this weird dystopian future, I'm just not digging it. I'm not digging the direction of this, this future timeline. Um, But the the main thing, which is why the episode is called Unmasked, Oliver decides that he's actually going to work with the with the SCPD. But he's going to be... He's going to be Green Arrow but just not wear a mask anymore. So he's not technically being a vigilante because he's working with the police. Which I'm like, that's an interesting workaround, but it's kind of weird that it would be like if Batman was like a cop. You know? I mean, he does work with Commissioner Gordon. But he's not wearing a badge and has his mask off, you know what I mean? (laughs) That's what he's kind of doing. And he does that because the Green Arrow, the other Green Arrow, the the vigilante one that they don't know who it is, Uh turns out it's a girl. They reveal that right in the beginning of the episode. Spoilers. So it's not really a spoiler. <laughs> and I'm like, bullshit. That was not a woman in yeah, any I'm of the other episodes. At, but well, then, maybe, I, I don't know. I, I want to go back and look. Because that green arrow is a little smaller. Yeah. But but then when they show her in this episode, I'm like, clear it's a girl. Like I feel like if I had seen what she looks like in this episode and other episodes, I'd be like, she's not a man. She's a girl. 
So I'm like, bullshit. They they fucking sucked the body. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it's probably because they had they had they hadn't cast the person that they wanted to do uh, play that person yet. So or they went three percent. Yeah, so they just had a body double, or whatever, kind of like Heroes. Yeah, where it, before they cast Zachary Quinto, they had a guy play Siler who clearly wasn't Zachary Quinto. Oh yeah, and the full mask and the hat. Yeah, and then oh, they finally yeah. got Zachary Quinto, and it's like bullshit. That was not the same person. <laughs> That's a good point. Um. But they do a thing where that vigilante is being framed and, you know, Green Arrow has to mask back up to figure out who's really behind it. It's just some random dude. I don't It doesn't matter who it is. It's somebody that introduced this. Episode. It's literally like, who, who, who is it? And then it's like, but who's, oh. the, who's the girl that's the Green Arrow? I'm like, getting, I'm getting oh. that. It's revealed at the end of the episode. And that's what I was talking about. With but you the, said it was the beginning. No, no, they show it's a girl, but they don't tell you who it is. Oh. It's funny because I was like, is that the, what, what's her face from season five with Prometheus? Um, the girl that was that betrayed them. Artemis? Artemis. I was like, is that Artemis? But she's like older. I just, I'm, I'm bad with faces, so I can't tell. It's not. But I was like, I don't know who this is. Um, but yeah, the villain of the week is just some random dude, literally Scooby-Doo rules. They introduce this guy, literally call him a dick at a dinner party, and then turns out he's the guy behind it all. So it was like, oh, old man Smithers. Of course it was you. You're the only guy that was introduced this episode. Uh-huh. Um, uh, they catch the guy at the end of the episode. They reveal that the new Green Arrow, she's at a person's grave, and she goes... Uh, I met Oliver, Dad. He's a lot like uh, he's not like you, and he's a lot like me, actually. And they reveal that the, the tombstone. You ready for this? What? It's is Queen. It, I was just about to say, is it? The, it can't be Thea. No, it's not Thea. It, they showed who it is. It's not Thea. It's apparently it's some half sister, I guess, of Oliver's. His father had secrets. Uh, His father has You see what I'm saying? That reaction. That is exactly what I was talking about where it was like, well, I would have said that that would be ridiculous if if Barry or, or Nora or, yeah, Nora had a, a brother or a sister. But after Arrow, clearly they can go that soap opera route. I'm like, really? A weird hat? She doesn't look anything like Oliver. She's like a little bit dark skinned. She's got black hair. I'm like, what the fuck is this? How are you related to Oliver at all? And, and Thea. What? I mean, obviously, if it's a different father or same father, that's how they're related. <laughs> same father, different mother. Yeah. But, do you like that? No. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, and here's, another, and here's another kicker. Oh, passable. Yeah, definitely passable. Because now for that fucking what? The, the other one is Diggle and Lila go to DS. They need his help for something. So Diaz ain't done, son. Oh we got more Diaz coming. Lots more Diaz. <laughs> Why? What did he his help with? I don't know. Oh, whatever that. I don't know. I don't. I vaguely recall something to do with those paintings that they found. Some clue to something. I don't remember. But it's some plot point. But yeah, Diaz. They have to get help from. So. I remember our exact words last week were, we better never hear the name Diaz again. Yep. And then they end the episode with, we need your help. Somebody Diaz. in the fucking writer's room must love this fucking guy. <laughs> the actor? Yes. And I don't necessarily have a problem with the actor. I don't, because I liked him in Fringe. I just don't like his fucking character. I don't like Diaz. And he's so fucking important to the plot. Yes. Why? I don't know why. What are I you doing? Know. But both both of those plot beats that the episode ended on, I was like, 
I don't care anymore. It's not Roy. I was hoping it'd at least be like Roy or William from the future. Something weird, but like kind of connected to the future storyline. But now it's you're adding this new element of it being a half sister to Oliver. What? That's like when they introduced another like uh, on Supernatural when they introduced that. Uh, granted, I know you don't watch Supernatural, but uh, for all the Supernatural fans, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Like when they introduced another Winchester, a uh, half brother of Dean and Sam. And like she's charmed, yeah. And like season five, it's like all of a sudden it's like, oh, John had another John had another son with another woman, and it's like, what are you doing? And then they never really did anything with him. They introduced him, and then they killed him in like the same, almost the same episode. They introduced him, oh, so wow. I was like, what the fuck was the point? Yeah, that's what this feels like. Because they make it a point to be like, oh my god, she's almost as good as the, with the bow and arrow as you. At least Dawn had a like plot. Yeah, no, Dawn worked, or Nora worked. Wait, oh, oh wait, no, you mean Dawn is in Buffy? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, that worked too. That's another ran- That's another random sister that they introduced years into the show. But the, the randomness, there was a point to it. Yeah. It's because they, they fuck with the reality. But so, this, you can't say that. No, <laughs> it's just like, uh, you never knew. Bullshit. I fucking hate, I hate reveals like that. Especially since it's random. Like, it has no, like, as far as I can tell, what bearing does that have on anything? We shall find out. None. Maybe, maybe she's the reason for the future the shit. The flash forward yeah. bullshit? I don't like that. I, I don't <laughs> even feel like the flash forward world. Like, I was hoping they were going to go in a different direction than they did. But, like, they've, they've gone so you, far left. You you were into it. I'm like, I'm surprised because I remember when I, when, when it was, why can't I talk today? When it was first brought up. You were like, oh, yeah, I'm uh, interested. And I was like, no. Yeah, the premise. But, like, the premise could be interesting, but they aren't doing anything interesting with it. Like, they've just created this, like, dark, dystopian future that has almost no connection to the the plots or the events of the present-day episodes. Like, it just feels... It feels like... Oh, fuck. Another show? (laughs) No, not another show. It feels like back in uh, season... Three. Remember when the flashbacks got really disconnected? Uh, the when they the Hong Kong. Well, yeah, I was gonna say Japan. Well, yeah, I, yeah, that shit. It feels like that. And I didn't like those. No, I didn't like not 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 just the the flashback to uh, Hong Kong. I didn't like those at all. But I also didn't like the fact that I was like, so really, after all this time, he actually got off the island. Like for what it did to the story. I was like, this is stupid. They had to retcon the intro yeah. to be like, uh, five years been straight on an island. It was like, for f- after five years in hell. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you fu- You said you're on an island, you liar. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, yeah, that fucked it all up. But it's just like how unconnected those flashbacks were to the main plot. How like it felt like a distraction to the episode to have those flashbacks. That's what this feels like. Yeah, it was stupid. Yeah, it just... It's like two different episodes happening simultaneously rather than like one cohesive story. But anyway, Harrow's trash, passable. Um, Supergirl, not much better, if this, even. Something, this, what happened at the end? Because I saw somebody uh, post on uh, Facebook, oh, that ending is Supergirl. I'm excited to what the brings to the crossover or whatever. Does something happen? No. Supergirl, uh, Bunker Hill, or whatever. <laughs> That's the episode title. I can dream the future. Nia might be able to lead a sage in liberty. I think I need your help. What could go wrong? Brainy. Hey, girl. Oh! You have nothing to worry about. I want to get out now! Um, at the end? 
no spoilers long story short uh they finally catch agent liberty so he's going to jail and supergirl oh i get i guess if you're really into supergirl maybe you were like oh my god but supergirl um i've been taking agent liberty uh of course because he's a racist everyone in the country loves him so they actually protest him being arrested um but then the president who was definitely a trump allegory like if the other chick was hillary clinton and this dude's definitely trump he has an issue with Supergirl having a secret identity now that they arrested Agent Liberty because I think Agent Liberty's some of his last words where he was being arrested was like, all right, yeah, you all know who I am. Cars on the table. But do you know who Supergirl is? And I guess that got the world talking about it and the president was like, you know what? He's right. For some reason, I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna side with this criminal. You need to reveal your identity to the government. And it's like, um, are you asking this of Superman? No. Then why are you asking this of me? She didn't say that, but I she say, did somebody say that? No, no one says that. But she, but I guess maybe also he's not working directly with the government agency. She is. Well, that well, so th- that's true. Th- that makes sense then. Yeah. To me, you're so, working with the government. We should know who you are. Yeah. So then she's like, I can't do that, and he's like, Well, then you're fired, and then she leaves. And the last scene is him, uh, Agent Liberty, being taken to jail with protesters outside. It kind of reminds me of um. The BVS scene, because it's Supergirl floating over protesters, and then she flies away. End of episode. Which was stupid. Was that big? It was stupid in BVS. Yeah. That sounds stupid. <laughs> well, was, is that big enough for you? Is that the big thing you think he was talking about? That doesn't sound... That was it. That sounds like a limp dick. <laughs> well, that's all you got. Because <laughs> most of the episode was fucking them trying to f- use the trans girl's dream powers. Turns out she's trans, but she's an alien. What? She's an alien? She's an alien. I thought she was human. They say she's an alien this episode. Maybe f- she's lying. I don't know. The but fuck? Yeah. And Brainiac knows who she is. Like from the future. She's important in the future apparently. So that's also maybe why he's been like, you know, okay. cool with her. <laughs> I don't know. But she's an alien apparently. Her dream powers are something that are known I about. I don't know if I like that though. Like they make her trans, alien. which is fine. But it's like, how does it work? But then you make it an alien. Are you a male alien that became a human female? You know what I mean? Like, where's the trans aspect come in there? Is your race just I trans? Guess you were born. You were born. It I raises guess too many questions. I guess the same I guess the same thing. You're alien, you're an alien male biologically, but you feel aliens have trans issues too. But you see how many yeah, questions it raises? Yeah, it's, just, it's like, what? <laughs> Maybe she's lying, but they they say in the episode that she's an alien. And she talks about her or powers. Or maybe they just assume she's an alien because she has powers. No, she says it. Oh. They ask her. Or like, maybe she thinks she's an alien because she has powers, but she's actually just a medic. But that's stupid. Why even just, just say I'm a medic? She says her father and mother were aliens. And that her, her powers are known for her race. And every couple of centuries, again, this is all going to be alive, but this is what she says. Every couple of centuries, there is a person that can like their dreams can see the future. And that's what happen, is happening. She's seeing the future, which is the Agent Liberty being attacked by Manchester Black, and the whole episode is Kara and Brainiac and her trying to figure out where Agent Liberty is. So at the end of the episode, when they actually find Agent Liberty, it's Manchester Black trying to kill him because he also found out who he was. And it's weird because then it's like Manchester Black is the real villain because he's like the one trying to kill Agent Liberty and they're trying to stop him. You know what I mean? So it was like a weird role reversal. Because you're trying to, you're supposed to try and, like, I guess, feel for Agent Liberty's family because his, his wife is there and Manchester Black is threatening to kill her and stuff. So 
It was an interesting choice. Like your villain is the one being victimized at the end by a black guy. I, I, you, you beat me to it. You beat me to it. I was like, because you gotta sympathize, even if he's a villain. <laughs> the black guy is the true villain. I mean, that whole plotline was weird because then it's like Martian Manhunter pops to his head every like, like three times during the episode, trying to tell him to not not kill Agent Liberty. I don't do it. Fuck off, John. All right, I will. He comes back. Don't do it. There's good on. There's good in you. No, there isn't. Fuck off. All right, I will. He comes back again. Don't do it. <laughs> I'm like, why are we? I thought maybe it was going to be a thing where something happens crazy in the episode. And while they have a mind link, maybe when they get disconnected, somehow his powers get transformed into black. And that's how he gets the psychic powers. But that's not what happens. So I'm like, what was the point of all this? I was like, even that yeah, that would be kind of weird because uh, Manchester Black doesn't have any type of telepathy. He has telekinesis. Yeah. And Martian Manhunter doesn't have that. But I just didn't understand what the point of it was. Cause they, they do it like three times in the episode and they make a big deal out of it. But it's like nothing comes of it. I'm just like, do you just need to have John do something in this moment? And he can't do anything else? I don't get it. <laughs> there was one cool moment in the whole episode, I thought. And that was when... <sighs> it's cool and it's lame. Because Manchester Black somehow is beating the fuck out of Supergirl. Like, he's using, like, James Bond technology. He throws a bomb at her. I say how. Yeah, exactly. He throws a bomb at her. She catches it. It blows up in her hand. And it's, like, uh, moon shards that are razor sharp. And, it like, it's, like, mace, basically. And it fucks up her eyes, so she can't really see that well. Then he uses, like, a laser gun lightsaber thing. I'm like, how does that work? It's stupid. She could get, she could get shot in the eye with a bullet, and the bullet bounces off her eye. No, no. These are really, really sharp moon shards. They're, like, microscopic sharp. Like, do they come from the moon? I don't know. He Is know, that a weakness of Kryptonian But they do that thing where they sudden? explain it. Like, the, the, the exposition in the moment is, this was made to hurt Kryptonians. So of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how? I don't know. But they use this like laser beam because they're in like a metal. The factory. only thing that hurts Kryptonians is magic and kryptonite. Shut up. That's it. Moon shards. <laughs> they use the laser beam. Magic and kryptonite, and you got to be like doomsday strong to be able to like take them out. Nope. Sharp moon shards. <laughs> they use the laser beam to shoot uh, a metal thing behind her that pours like liquid metal, inth metal on her. So she's like encased in inth metal from the waist down. So she's stuck. So she can't prevent Manchester Black from trying to kill Agent Liberty. She's able to stop him. And this is the only cool moment, but you had to do all that lame shit to get here. She starts struggling. And he's like, that's inth metal. Oh, because Manchester Black gets to drop on him, long story short, by Brainiac and the trans girl. Um... Agent Nia? Liberty, Nia? yeah, Nia, Nia, Nia. Agent Liberty pulls a gun on Manchester Black, and before he's able to kill Manchester Black, Supergirl is like struggling in Ith Metal. He's like, "Yo, you can't break that Supergirl. It's Ith Metal." He's like, "I'm not struggling. I'm flying." And this is not how buildings work, because she's remember she's glued to the ground of this building by the Ith Metal, and she can't break it. So she makes the entire building fly. The foundation of the entire building stays together. I was about to say, <laughs> she's strong enough to do that, but the building will collapse. No, no, no. The, it all stays together, goes up like 100 feet, and then she drops it 100 feet into the air. And then that shatters the nth metal, but not the building. That's not how physics works. 
I know. I was like, but when the building's going up, I'm like, oh, this is cool. But then when she drops it and the instrumental breaks and the building's fine, I was like, this is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> this it was cool for a second, and then it got dumb. Um, and that's it. I don't, I don't have anything else to say about it. It was passable, I guess. <laughs> I was about to say, what would you rate it? I guess passable. I don't know. Maybe low passable. It was all right. <laughs> it wasn't terrible, but it's, I don't know. Supergirl is one notch above Black Lightning for me because at least Supergirl has interesting elements I like. Like, for example, there's a moment Brainiac fights some people. Every time they give Brainiac fight choreography, it's fucking dope. Like, his, like, nonchalant, like, I can, like, almost like Neo from the Matrix, like, you know, movement is fucking amazing. So I love that shit. But, like, you know, there's a lot of moments where I'm just like, that's dumb. That's dumb. That's dumb, too. Well, I was really dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Black Lightning has nothing. Like, there's no villains I like. There's no action sequences I really You're like. too hard. But I'm being real. Like, there's just nothing. That's what I'm saying. There's, there's, no, there's no meat on that I mean, Black Lightning bones. I do like some... For the most part, I do like the action sequences of Black Lightning. The only thing when? I think the only thing you don't like is the music attached to the action sequence. Action sequences. It hurts it. It does definitely hurt it. But the action choreography in Black Lightning, for the most part, you know, it's pretty basic. It's just they point and they they do clothesline punches. Like it's not that complex. Or like I don't know. And because and I will I will maybe, say though the maybe music I'm hurts just it. Thinking about Maybe I'm just thinking about Lex, because I'm like, the fight between Black Lightning and Thunder, that shit was dope. You mean last season? That's why I was like, I'm probably, <laughs> I'm probably just thinking last season. No, there I'm, were moments last Because all of the things I'm thinking about, like the action sequences, well, I'm like, no, the action is good. Remember? This, like, or the moment where they did the team up. I was going to say that, with Thunder and Black Lightning, yeah. where she like hit the ground. I was and... like, all that shit was dope. Yeah, that was. But I'm like, uh, I guess that was, yeah, that was last season. <laughs> So I don't know what's what's going on this season. <laughs> the fight choreography is weaker. The music doesn't help the fight choreography feel like poignant or like powerful or impactful at all. Like so, yeah, there's a lot of things about Black Lightning. I'm just not feeling this season. That's why I have I have no drive to watch Black Lightning. There's still at least some things in Supergirl I'm invested in enough to want to watch every week. Barely, but there's still things. Black Lightning has almost nothing. Like in the in the and, longer, and, then, and then the fact that it's not connected to. Yeah, and in fact, it's not connected to anything. That's all. That's I kind of feel. I, I at least feel that I'm like, because huh, I'm like, I gotta catch up on Supergirl. And I gotta catch up on Arrow. But that's also because it's connected. Like especially like Elseworlds is about to come on, and the first uh, the Flash episode, the first part is about to drop in a half an hour. So I'm like, I I need to catch up on Supergirl because you know I gotta watch Elseworlds. Mm. But like Black Lightning, I'm like, it's not connected. I'm like, I'll get to it later. Yeah, it, it hurts the show. I don't know. I want to like Black Lightning, but same with Legends of Tomorrow. Like I have no interest. Oh, in I've got zero. That I is, have, I I, even, I didn't mention it because I forgot it existed. <laughs> I have no interest in watching Legends of Tomorrow. They might as well have canceled that show already. Like, there's no point in having that show on. At least to me, I know there's some Legends of Tomorrow fans out there right now screaming like, yeah. "What are you talking about? It's the best show." No, it isn't. I'm so sorry. It's not. <laughs> and the sooner you can admit that to yourself, and it's sad because I like. <laughs> I like Matt Ryan, so I, mean, I want to see more of his constant team, but I'm just like... He's cursed. Not, yeah. <laughs> what I've, the, the three episodes that I've seen, I'm just like, yeah, I, I'm i out. I can't do it. We should call it the Constantine curse, because anything he's in gets canceled if he's Constantine. Well, I mean, so far it's not canceled, but it might be. <laughs> as soon as Batwoman gets announced, that shit's gone. Because Batwoman's going to have her own show, right? Yeah. Yeah, see. And see, I, I'm, I'm afraid of Black Lightning, too. 
because if you introduce Batwoman and it's connected, like, it's just more reason, like, why is Black Lightning even there then? Like, it, what's the point of that show? It's over. <laughs> You're racist. I'm being real. I don't want Black Lightning to get canceled. I want Black Lightning don't to Don't you succeed. know? You sound like it. No. I, I want them You're to, the one I brought it up. <laughs> I want them to get their choreography game up. I want them to get their, their music game back. Like, I remember season one felt like the static shock of live action shows. And this is just like, I feel like they're just treading water. I think they just need a better villain instead of... Yeah, direction. Just Tobias. Yeah. Or or did you, wait, did you watch any of the episodes? Did was, you watch the uh, the the weird thing with the... What were they called? The the pair gays? No. No. I remember I told you I'm like three weeks behind. Oh, you still you didn't even catch up at all? No, I didn't catch up at all. Oh, see, I want to hear your opinion about the Pertwees or the per, whatever they are. The black and the white family tribe bullshit. But Tobias... What, 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 did, what did Mo say again? He was like, yeah, Tobias had an arc this season. He's, Wait, still, what? Do I still have those texts or did I delete it? Because I don't keep texts on my phone. What is his arc? I'm going to go back and see if it's still on my phone. First he hated niggas, but now he hates niggas a little bit less. <laughs> so <laughs> that's his arc. No, I don't have it on my phone. It's on my computer. All my, all my texts go to my computer. So I keep it. I don't. You know what's wrong with you Negroes. <laughs> yeah, he was like, he had an arc or whatever this season. What? And I was like. Did he do? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what is the arc? I, I'm I legit curious to hear what that arc is. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, it's not like I said, it's not saved on my phone. Uh, what's his name? Um, Painkiller has an arc. He's got an arc this season. That's why I like it more than I did in the first season. But he's like the only character I think that's got actually improved. Black Lightning, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and that's our Black Lightning review. Moving on, let's get into uh, some more DC talk. Let's talk about Titans. We are like three episodes behind. We missed Asylum, Donna Troy, and this week's episode, Hank and Dawn. Oh my goodness. Jesus. Sorry about that. It's okay. It's okay. Nice catch. Seven years of gymnastics, dance, and jiu-jitsu. The system sucks, Hank. We can do this. How can Duff? You and your brother. Neighborhood needs help. It's not fair that it wasn't anyone's fault. Why can't we make it fair? Um. So, what do you want to do here? You want to talk about like just a synopsis of all the last three episodes that we missed? You want to talk, but talk about just the most recent episode highlights? Just talk about it all. I mean, we could probably talk about it all, but I'm like, do I remember that? <laughs> I mean, the the broad strokes are easy. Asylum is when they try and find Raven's mother, so they actually go to those people that's been chasing them, that weird uh, cults or whatever that's been chasing Raven. Did you see those? What do you mean? Did you watch those episodes? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to say it right now. Um, I think Titans, I can't believe I'm saying this. I think it might be the strongest DC show. I was gonna say I really liked like granted This week's we, episode was really good. We've had our issues with like, oh, that's not Starfire, yada yada. But I've said this, like, even though it's not like that's not Starfire, yada yada yada, what I'm getting from this show, I like it. Yeah. And so it's elsewhere. Yeah, I've always I mean, hey. I'm always interested. Like I'm excited to watch Titans week to week. I am too. Granted, I don't watch it when it air, like when it comes out on Friday. Me either. But I still, I'm like, dang, what's the next? Like, I was upset because the, the way I was watching it, because usually they show, like, a preview of the next week's episode. 
But uh, the way I watch it, arg, arg. There was no, there was no trailer for next week's episode. I so paid I got, for it. <laughs> I, got, I got upset. I was like, "Fuck!" There's no trailer for next week's episode. What's next week's episode? Um. So I'm excited to watch Titans. So yeah, Asylum was that. So they all get captured and put into the asylum and experimented on what have you. Um, Although I will say, what the CGI in Titans is it's terrible. Like if CW, like when CW has better CGI than your show. Like your flagship show on the right. streaming service. King Shark shits Fuck all over Beast Boy. Gorilla Grodd. Even the Gorilla Grodd, you're right. That's not what I'm talking about runaways. That's like a that's like a movie budget compared to fucking Titans. Yeah, like especially like this recent episode, there was something that happens. Wait, in and in the in episode Hank and, Hank and Don or Don Troy? No, in uh the Hawk and Dove episode. This this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But CG I'm trying to think about the CG thing in this one. There's a moment with Donna Troy, I was like... Uh, oh, there's a moment with that, too. <laughs> oh, there's a moment in this episode, as well. well what happened? What, where, what? uh... Well, I can't... I don't want to say it, because it's a, a spoiler. spoiler. All yeah. right, well, all right, let's save it. But, yes, there's terrible CGI Titans every time. They, and they definitely should never use human models. Because the Donna Troy thing, that's when, like, they Oh, jump. that looked fucking... Aw- that was awful! <laughs> I was like, oh... I can see it. it's so clear. Like it doesn't look human. It's like yeah, they don't. It's like they don't make it try to look good at all. No, like they they just like have it a cartoon. No, it's like they hired an intern to do the shit. With I don't know. It's like what are you guys doing? Like put some type of money into this <laughs> if you're gonna do it, <laughs> or just don't it, use those. Or, yeah, or just don't <laughs> use it at all because I feel like it dips the quality of the. Do Smallville cut it like move the camera away and here. Oh, you know what I mean? So it sounds like you jump really high. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Asylum, uh, everybody gets experimented on. They eventually escape and defeat the cult. Donna Troy is when Robin loses his Robin suit and wants to find himself again. He goes to visit an old friend who ends up being Wonder Girl. Um, and then Hank and Don, the most recent episode, that's basically a big-ass origin story for Hawk and Dove. And I don't know how, if you had told me, hey, man, the best episode of Titans, guess what? It's going to be the Hawk and Dove origin. I'd be like, you fucking high. Get the hell out of here. Nope. Turns out it's yeah. the best fucking episode Definitely of all the Titans. Best episode. I couldn't believe it. I was like, when which, Chris said that. Which, which I'm like, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Because I don't know. It was the best episode, but it had nothing to do with the Titans. <laughs> Unless they are going to be Titans. I mean, right? I guess. No, the spoiler for the news section but there's a there's talk about them doing the reason that they got this episode because they more than likely might get a spinoff no they would work better as titans i was hoping that's what they were doing with donna troy and them well i don't know about donna troy but yeah hawk and dove might get a spinoff no man they need to be on the team that's fucking stupid then yeah there's no point of this (laughs) but if they're on the team then it's some strong character building i thought maybe it was one of the best episodes because they gave some emotional weight to I some guess, characters I guess it's probably, a backstory. I guess probably depending on audience react they're gonna gauge audience reaction and all that other stuff. And yeah, they might get it. And plus the, it. I guess the DC streaming service are looking for more shows. So that's, that's true too. Um Yeah, I don't even know where to start then. I mean Asylum I the end of the synopsis is basically all you need to know. The only important thing that happened in Asylum is they break Starfire enough to start giving her flashbacks to her past. Which is her on a ship, so alien. <laughs> yeah, and I still didn't like that because even when they showed her on her spaceship, she still looked like Anna Diop, and she had the the, the same and she had the wig, same wig. Curly yeah. hair. She said, "So it's like, 
What? Yeah. <laughs> no orange. No orange and no no original hair. What do you? I, yeah, I, I didn't have. Why you always I lying? Yeah, I, was, I didn't even have words for it. You guys told us that that wasn't gonna be her final look. It is definitely her final look. I mean, it might not be her final look because we saw the pictures. But she's been this way. It's not even like she changes clothes. She wears the same outfit every episode. Every episode. Well, I mean, so does Beast Boy. Though. They all do. Yeah, they all do. So they all stink. I, I think the only one that changes is, is Robin. Yeah, Robin's the only one that changes clothes. They all and, stink and take shower. Yeah, they all stink. <laughs> Beast Boy, what does that smell? Is that the tiger phone? No, that's just my balls. Yeah. And the only other thing that happens in Asylum is uh, Beast Boy kills somebody for the first time with his beast form. And that terrible CGI. Yeah, it looked fucking terrible. But it was gross when he spits out all that blood after he turns back. Yeah. Like, ugh. But I mean... That's a big character moment because he's a vegan. And he said he never actually attacked any or killed anybody in that form. So. But yeah, I was going to say, if you take his form... Like if you think about Beast Boy and Turner, like when he turns into a gorilla and he beating he's beating on people. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, if this was real life, you'd they'd be dead. Oh yeah, no. A, a gorilla can't hit somebody without killing them. <laughs> yeah. Um and then Donna Troy, I mean, that was that was cool. I mean, you know, again, allusions to Wonder Woman being in this universe. Well, not not even just Wonder Woman. They basically confirmed that all this like the, they mentioned the Justice League. Yeah, they're all so they're all in this universe, but it kinda makes me go. So, if Superman exists in this universe, and Superman is the one that gave you the Nightwing name, there's no reason for you not to have Superman show up to give you advice for when you become Nightwing. Now you basically admit it. I can never see Superman just showing up in this world. Like, but, hey, I'm like, up? But, <laughs> but I'm like, if, you, if, if the show is trying to be as comic accurate as possible, which it seems like they're trying to do to a certain extent, but still, <laughs> but still, like, having, all. <laughs> but still having the dark elements... I mean, a little bit. They have they have elements of comic. That's what I'm saying. They're just yeah. they're they're trying to do it to some extent. Like even with the Donna Troy stuff, it's like a lot of that stuff is from the comics. So I'm like, there's no reason for you not to have Superman give you the Nightwing name because you already admitted Superman exists in this world. It'd be such a weird segue. Like, how would he even bring that up? By the way, Nightwing was this a class of maybe was I it mean, knights or warriors in Krypton? The same, same way, almost the same way it happened in the comics. Superman goes and Nightwing go, or he's not Nightwing yet, but Robin, Dick Grayson just goes to Superman just to talk for advice because you're the most hopeful of the world. Like you're, when you think of hope, people think of you. Yeah. And I'm like living in a hopeless situation right now, so I want to go to the most the most hopeful symbol I know. Yeah, and so I'm going. So I'm going to you for advice because clearly I can't go to this asshole Bruce Wayne. That feels so random. But that being said, I don't know how Nightwing as a name, like you can't just get that out of nowhere. So there has to be some explanation. I'm really curious to see what the explanation is going to be in this. That's what I was saying. Show. Like now that you already said Superman exists, why can't he show up? Okay, are you put your flag in that prediction? No, I didn't say it was a prediction. I said it makes no sense for him not to show up now. I think it makes I don't th- all the sense saying, for him not to show I'm up. I'm saying it's so random. I don't think he. I don't think he, I don't think they're gonna have Superman in this show. Yeah, but I'm saying, but that's my point. I'm saying now it makes no sense now for him not to show up. I think it makes no sense for him to show up just because it feel really random because they haven't shown any of the big heroes. No, yet. they haven't. But because they said they exist, now I'm just like, yeah, it makes no sense for them not to have. Maybe in season two or whatever, he's gonna read a book and be or like, for them not to have Batman or something show up at some point. I, I can see Batman showing up before anybody else, but it'd be, he'll, he'll read a book. That's, the title is Nightwing, and be like, oh, that's what I'll call myself. That'd be so. That'd be terrible. I know. That's what I'm totally expecting. Um, but I did love the the breakdown between the difference between Batman and Wonder Woman by Donna Troy, 
where she says like Wonder Woman was born to defend the innocent or Batman was made to punish, to the, punish guilty. the guilty. I was yeah. like, oh, that's fucking deep. Someone did their comic book research for that line. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. I also like I like their relationship. You know, they were only together for one episode, but I believe that they had a you know a past relationship as friends. The uh, I'm I'm was it smarter, older, and prettier than you? <laughs> smarter, older, prettier. Yeah, I like that. It was cute. And she was, she, I, I like I like I liked her uh, performances down at Troy. Yeah, me too. So. It's weird that she was like trying to bust Craven, basically. <laughs> like, see, comic character. I don't understand. It was a very random detour to like take down this not Craven. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Oh. Um, but all of that episode basically boiled down to eventually Robin finds out that she can read that text. Conveniently. That, yeah, that they were trying to decipher Oh, we, I saw this language on Themyscira. Yeah. And I happened to study it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was an elective, just like... Yeah. <laughs> like Groot? Yeah, Groot. <laughs> <laughs> but turns out Starfire is actually trying to kill and or capture Raven. So when Raven heals her mind... She immediately attacks Raven. Which I didn't like. Why? I was just saying, Starfire is supposed to be a good person. <laughs> Not this Starfire. We don't know who the fuck this Starfire is. Yeah, I don't is. know who the fuck. Yeah. She ain't Starfire. Didn't didn't she say it was even like uh, Blackfire or Starfire? Yeah, she said Blackfire or Starfire. So you think they're going to roll them into the same character? Because Blackfire is Starfire's sister. Yeah, they're sisters. I yeah. hope not. It seems like they are. Like I take her, her alternate name. I hope... Uh, also, are they going to Goku her? Wait, Goku her? Remember, Goku was originally a villain. Oh, he was supposed to go to, hits her, Yeah, he head. was supposed to go to Earth to destroy it, but then he hit his head and he became a... I'm like, are they going to Goku her? She was well, she fire, was a, but Yeah, she was a villain, fire. and now because she lost her memory, now she's experiencing human emotion and yada, 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 and she's going to become a good girl now after... That's stupid. Uh, I hope not. <laughs> But I was gonna say I hope that black she's not also Blackfire only because now that she's actually black that name would be gonna, so yeah. fucked up. <laughs> you're not Starfire, you're Blackfire. I, I, I didn't even think about that. But yeah, that'd be even more fucked up. <laughs> Why am I called Blackfire again? Yeah, well, you know. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Racist. Kind of like, kind of like that moment in the Flash where Barry lost his memory. And Wally, oh, he, yeah. he was like, who are you? He's like, I'm we're brother. brother. And he was like. <laughs> <laughs> he looked at his hand. <laughs> this is, what made that scene was Keen Lonsdale's like, smile. Like, it's awkward, like. <laughs> um, which leads, in, it's funny because it's basically a cliffhanger moment because the next episode is completely yeah, unrelated. Talk, yeah, there was nothing. Yeah, it's all about Hawk and, Hawk and Dove. But but of course they still had the pepper. Which I, I didn't get the Raven thing. I didn't get either. Was, I'm like, is that Raven now? Cause I'm like, yes. Cause it's clearly now cause clearly, in their mind. That's what I was like. Cause clearly I feel like the the flashback they're dreaming. Yeah. And so I guess Raven's trying to go into their mind, or I'm like, or was Raven trying to contact them in that past? See, at first I didn't realize that that was them dreaming. It almost seemed like at first it was just like flashback for the audience, not not like they were thinking about those things. No, nah, I knew it was them. It was them dreaming because it only happened when they were like that. Like they showed him falling asleep. Well, no, no, the first flashback though. That's why I thought it was just flashbacks because the first flashback was the footage, the video footage, yeah, yeah. of uh, Hank and his brother. But but then it's made it's made more clear that it's them dreaming those memories and it's yeah raving in their mind but yeah i was i was also confused i was like wait is that her going into the past somehow and asking for help and she was always there or something like oh no this this is in their mind okay but yeah so the the idea i guess is 
she's calling out for help. And they get Jason Todd for some reason. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't get that either. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, who knows? <laughs> but the episode I was, itself. I was, just, I was like, it's fucked up, though. I'm like, so the original dove was black. <laughs> and then it got replaced with a white girl. I'd rather that than just being a white guy. I was the original dove in the comics, right? Yeah, I know, but I'm still, I'm like, black people can't get no love. <laughs> well, at least he was, you know, he was the original dove, and then a girl takes his place. Especially that actor. I'm like, he always, he's always dying. He's always getting killed. Who else? Playing major characters. Like, he, he was he was Merlin in Once Upon a Time. Oh, the really? Most, the most powerful wizard of all of Once Upon a Time history. Until? And then he dies. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah, like he's even. And this is he's, he's like unceremonious he, he, death in this. Yeah, he, same. It was the same thing in Once Upon a Time. Like he was, he's he's so pow- like he was even more powerful than the Dark One. But yeah, he died. Wait, how did he die then? The Dark One. Rumpelstiltskin killed him. No, it was the first Dark One killed him. I don't know that. Either. I guess that was after I stopped watching. Yeah, that was it. Was season five. So there was another Dark One before before Rumpelstiltskin. Wait, they made that clear in the other one. Like there was a line of dark ones. Oh, that's right. So they went. They showed the, who yeah. the first dark one was, and it was his love. Because the ma- magic came from him and her. Yeah. Like there's obviously with with good, there's bad. Yeah. And so she was the first dark one. Okay. And they fell in love. Well, they were already in love, and then yada. He tried to save her. I mean, in this, I, they set him up well enough that I at least care when he died. But when he died, I was like, wait, did he just die? It was so random. We're going to that moment, that fucking terrible, that the car crash, that CGI was fucking that awful. Yeah, okay, it's the the top down moment where you show the car. They show the car hit. Yeah, okay, that I know what you're talking about now. Disgusting. (laughs) It did look too fast. Not even that. It just looked. It looked. Yeah, it looked fake. Yeah. Now that you say it, I tried to find a video of it to show you. I'm like, no, I, I understand what you're saying. Because now that you say it, I'm like, yeah, it did look fake. <laughs> but at least it was objects and like small people. It still people. looked terrible. Yeah, it did. But um, I mean, just the the backstory of Hank and his brother, and Hank always trying to protect his brother no matter what, to the point where he literally took his place to be molested. I was by like, his coach. Yo, that scene, like, I was like, oh no. I had a I had a very strong reaction to that scene. Like that shit, like I was getting ag- like I was getting pissed off for him. Not but like just in general. Do I don't even want to bring this up, but yeah. <laughs> You've had some life that, experience that, or like, some the way the way that scene played out and how uh the the coach was like manipulated trying, them. Yeah, manipulated them. Yeah. B- basically Are you to, gonna use to, that language? To, I'll, I'll tell. Yeah, to make yeah. to make a long story short. That's exactly what they do. Yeah. Yeah. That shit is dark. That's exactly what they do. So, I'm, and, and I was having flashbacks. I basically, I'm oh, alluded. Wow. You got basically, I'm alluded to it because that happened to me. Yeah. I was molested, and this, and and this, Ooh, on a very special episode of Blur Vision. <laughs> yeah, okay. and that's why I was like, do I want to talk about? It? But I'm like, I'm already kind. I'm like, I'm already bringing it up. But okay, but this is perfect. But, this is but yeah, because of that, yeah, that happened to me. And essentially, the way he was like, oh, you just cursed at me. How would how would your parents feel? How would the school react if you did all this? And it's like, but of course you're thinking with a kid's mind. You could be like, well, I could tell them you're trying to fucking, you know, touch me. Yeah, but kids aren't thinking that. But yeah, that's what a, I was saying. Kids, kids, more scared kids aren't trouble. kids aren't thinking that, and that's exactly what happened to me. Because one, because wow. when I got molested, when when he was like one day, I was like, 
Like, no, I'm, I don't want this shit to happen anymore. So I pulled a knife on his ass. And then he basically put, he did, did the same thing. How would your mother react? Or what would your mother think if I pulled, if you, if I told her that you pulled a knife on me? She might go, you might go end up going to jail. Or she, wow. you know, it was all that same thing. So it's like, you don't want me to tell her, do you? It was like, no, you're going to get in trouble. And not me. I was like, I never want to get, I was the kid that never got in trouble. I didn't want to get in trouble. Yeah. So it was like, I, you know, let it happen because I didn't want my mother to know that I Dark. pulled a knife on this guy. And it was like, so like, here, having him do all that, I was like, this is bringing- This is real. You got yeah. triggered for real. I was like, this is like, I'm wow. getting flashbacks to shit. all this shit. So, so you liked it on a level that I can even understand. I, I don't, I don't even say I liked it. I well, was no, just, I mean, okay. I didn't mean like, I didn't mean like that. What, what are you talking about? No, no, I meant that you, you appreciated the realness in the, in the script writing. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was like, yup. I'm like, this is exactly what they fucking Cause it made do. me uncomfortable too. Like, you know, I could see the manipulation happening and like, oh, you, you know what's about to happen and they do a really great job of like being coy enough, not sh- reveal it right away like you know to the audience but mm-hmm. you know what happened i mean even the brother him knew, hiding, like he, yeah the brother knew but that Hank was a, knew instantly what was what was trying to be uh, you know what was what he was trying to do well we grew up well no, i'm talking no not i'm talking oh, about oh, Hank. oh, no, oh Hank, yeah Hank, Hank. Hank, Hank, Hank. yeah okay um but then when they grow up and then you know that the, like the younger brother knows at that point yeah and so for and the, hank won't even admit it because he didn't want it to be real that's what he tells uh yeah what's her name dove the, second, dove. the girl dove uh dawn dawn like that, that shit was like emotionally like, I don't know. It, it yeah, felt like real. when he was like, that moment he was like, all right, I'll go in the locker room. I was like, fuck. Yeah. Like get the fuck and out like, of here. And like he go knew, home. He knew what was happening. Yeah. And he was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to do it because I don't want this to be my brother. Yeah. I but was like, it, fuck. but that's that moment is sold you on their relationship as brothers. Like it. it all that communicated all you need to know about the relationship that they look out for each other no matter what they love each other there's a bond there so then when they grow up and you know he the younger brother is like defending him uh from whatever in, in school like you, i believe it like even though he's a great student or whatever and they get into that little fight uh because his brother's mad at him for not letting him play football because he's got brain injuries happening and mm-hmm. he tells the the principal oh the fucking <laughs> Do what you gotta do and just kick us the fuck out. See, <laughs> but part of me was like, I was like, that seems a little to me. That seems a little forced. Really? Like him going from oh, you never got in trouble, and all those others all, to kick us out of school when it seemed like the principal was gonna let them go. All, all you gotta do is apologize or whatever, write a letter, you whatever. And Dude, we'll, I didn't get the impression. I got the impression that they weren't like even if they wrote the letter. It wasn't gonna do anything. No, I got I got a different impression because I mean, at the end of the day, you think about foot like a lot of schools and football. Like they tried to let the uh, what was that coach that ended up? Uh, it it came out that he was like a pedophile or whatever the case may be. It's and the school knew about it, but I because remember. there are a lot of cases like that. But I don't yeah, remember. it was like uh, like a Philadelphia uh, Philadelphia University or whatever mm. University of Philadelphia. But because the the school was such a big football school or whatever, they didn't want that. You know they were gonna they and the school knew again the school knew oh, about yeah, it. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember this. Yeah, but yeah. They, they were letting it slide because the school was a big football school and he was like the head coach. Yeah. So I'm thinking, it's, and he was like, and it's the same thing with Titans. Like this teacher or this this uh, Hank was like a big football student. So I'm like, I had a feeling that the teacher was gonna or the principal was gonna let him not principal because not the school but the the dean or whatever was gonna let it slide because again football and schools. So I figured, oh, maybe write a letter. So that's I also what I felt thought. like so for him to go, oh, just fucking kick us out. 
I was like, oh, that seemed kind of rare. But you also and then the fact that they mentioned, and the fact that they mentioned you with your martial arts training, I was like, okay. Well, because he, like, well, he was doing random like kicks and during the fight, I'm like, like, where does he? All right, you gotta fight? let the audience know he's a martial artist. So when he becomes Dove, it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, you gotta do that. <laughs> I was like, how can he fight? I don't understand this. But no, I felt like he was offended for his brother because he felt like he, the the principal, you know, at the end of the day, didn't respect him. And the fact that he he made it known, like, yo, he's giving up everything to you. What's gonna be enough? Like he literally his 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 health is deteriorated for you guys, and you think he, he owes you something? I know. I felt like their bond was so strong that he that, that was him in his own way defending his brother. And then for him to be the one to basically suggest, hey man, let's uh let's beat up pedophiles. That might help you. Like, it, to me, it just shows you that he's willing to go above and beyond, just like his brother was back in the day. So, that's a, maybe it's a little forced, but I also could kind of see where they were coming from with that. Um, and then he dies. <laughs> Hit by bus, randomly. But, going to that, uh, the, the ballet scene where we first introduced the Dawn Minka Kelly's character, mm-hmm. she is fucking ripped. Oh, she's beautiful. Like, yo, when they get naked and have sex, jumping ahead... When she take first of all, it's right after they they we're skipping way ahead, but it's it's right after they uh they beat up the the coach that molested Hank, because she's like when she does find out about the adventures that Hawk and Dove were going on, she's like why didn't you after you know the the guy that actually molested you? Yeah, because I mean she had some of that before. Like they they talk about the uh, mother and her terrible relationship with their father, with their and, father, and the father or some them. guy she's seeing, and yeah. she's like yeah she broke his arm. Mm-hmm. So you can already tell she has a you know a violent streak as well. Mm-hmm. So it's not weird that she's like wants to help him physically like a fight to fight the injustice. Um, but she's like, why don't you attack him of all people? And he's like, because then it'd be real. Like, because then he had to re- tell his brother, yeah, man, let's go fight this this coach that you already thinks molested me. Now I have to confirm to you he molested me so that we can go beat his ass. But with her, he kind of you know he opened up and told her. So. When, after they go take him out, and they don't even say they, they don't even say if they arrested him or they beat him to death. I think they probably. I don't know if they killed. I don't think they killed him. I think they just beat the shit out of him and then left him for the cops or something. Yeah, probably because they they busted with child porn because he had child porn or whatever in his uh, his laptop. Yeah. Um. Right after that, they have a sex scene, and when she takes off, she she just looks at him, takes off her fucking pants. They show her ass. I was like, oh, she's beautiful. Although I thought it was kind of, I thought it was weird from a streaming service perspective that they showed like they clip. Obviously, they showed that they got naked, mm-hmm. but I was like, so and and then on top of that, they showed the ass. They show mm-hmm. her ass, but I both was like, their asses. Yeah, both their asses. But I was like, they can't show her breasts. They kind of do, just not her nipples. Cause nipples that, but are that's taboo. My, but that's my point, though. That's why I was like, taboo nipples. <laughs> that's stupid. <laughs> this is our society, Michael. If you I, I don't know. like it, you can just. And I always get thought out. our society was fucking stupid. <laughs> I agree with you. Because I'm like, I see Alan Richardson's nipples. What's the difference? The only difference is he has a little bit of fat on. So if he was a fat guy, yep, there's a certain level of titty. <laughs> well, even then, I'm like, if he was a fat guy, you could still be able to see his nipples. I'm like, if they're fat guys, their titties are bigger than than some women, and yet they still are able to be shirtless on screen. Look, we're not over here going to talk about the injustice of nipples. It's, stu- nipples it's stupid. Men, okay? I never, I thought, I always thought it was stupid. I think it's stupid too. But what are you going to do? <laughs> but yeah, so Alan Richardson's ass—that's a snack. Oh my god. <laughs> he his didn't body. have no uh, no uh, erectile dysfunction that time. No. <laughs> Neither did I in that scene. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. 
I mean, I didn't, I didn't get a boner, but I don't need to know. <laughs> I don't I need to know your details. I got a mental boner because <laughs> his body is nice. But I mean, the entire episode, like just you know, seeing their relationship, how it started, seeing how they connected over a similar tragedy because her mother and his brother died in that accident. Like I don't know, it was a right powerful episode. Met, yeah, yeah. The moment they met, they both had a shared tragedy. Yeah, it was just powerful. It was like it was. I don't know. The, and the acting was on point, so I believed it. Yeah, like, funny enough, the first episode they introduced Hawk and Dove, I didn't really care that much. Me either. But now this episode... I'm invested now. I'm inv- I'm definitely invested. Yeah. So what would you rate this episode? That's why I was like... I ca- I'm like, I care more about Hawk and Dove than I do the other Titans. Yes! <laughs> I feel the same way. <laughs> Wait, so what would you rate this episode? I'll give this episode a perfect vision. Agreed. Yeah. Um, what about Asylum and Donna Troy? The Donna Troy one, I would give a high more than passable. The Asylum one, I would give a more than passable. Mm, I give Asylum a high passable, and I give Donna Troy uh, more than passable. Like a solid more than passable. I enjoyed it, except for that one CG moment where she jumps up, jumps up the yeah, van that's or CG, whatever. Yeah, like, the CG on the show is trash. <laughs> yeah. They need to get that shit together. <laughs> get your shit together. Like... Because I like the stuff on the train too. Because I'm like, you could tell this show has some level of budget. Because I'm like, like the locations. Starfire's powers look good. Yeah, Starfire's powers look good. The little goo shit that Raven does that doesn't look the bad. goo shit. Yeah, that, that I don't know what the fuck. But how that hard is. is it to render goo? Like it's it's weird looking. Goo. How hard is it to do a car crash? How hard? I mean, yeah. <laughs> like why even use CG? Use real, a real fucking car if you can't afford the cg effect how hard is it to show somebody jumping up a fucking truck it did look like the sims <laughs> like it looks terrible it did look pretty bad um but yeah i mean for this to be the best episode of titans like damn talking dove really it's crazy <laughs> agreed uh all right so let's get into some anime let's talk about goblin slayer this episode's title was dozing I dozed off on this episode. Really? I did. I liked this episode. I mean, I had to keep rewinding it because I kept falling asleep. <laughs> I was just asking, like, what does dozing mean? I'm like, oh, maybe that's why Michael kept falling asleep. So they were dozing. <laughs> What'd you fall asleep on? Just the beginning? Nah. Towards the middle, I kept falling asleep. When they're like having like a dinner party or whatever. Yeah. And, yeah. and I kept having to rewind. Like the whole episode, like from that moment on, I had to keep rewind because I kept waking up. 
Yeah, it's one. It's one it. of those slower episodes because it's like you know we we're we're just getting some downtime after the last big mission. That's not to say I hated it, but it was just like I'm a little bored. <laughs> I enjoyed it, um, mostly because like it it raised a lot of questions. The first being, uh, is Goblin Slayer actually forming real connections or is he not? Because there's moments where the the girl that is a childhood friend is like, hey, your friends are nice, talking about the entire party. But he's like, are they? Yeah, are and they? It's like, yeah. yeah you don't they're, think they're, they're not nice? nice? And he's like, uh, what I need, I need a just, party. Yeah, I just need a party. To- a party maximizes my goblin killing. <laughs> so I was like, so does he like them? It's now it's kind of unclear. It's probably, I think part of it is probably just the wall that he's still holding on to. Yeah. Like he doesn't want to acknowledge that. Maybe he has you. You have feelings after all. But this the beginning of this episode, Cause, cause, he spends a lot of time out of armor. I was gonna say because also, if it's really just about the party, you can get anybody. Why do you keep going to these specific people? Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it was it was interesting. But like, yeah, oh. he did, he he did spend a lot of time out of out of armor this episode. I think they're doing that more and more, like showing him, like as they, as he's slowly drifting into like because. Because in the beginning of the show, he was more just a machine. Yeah. So as a machine, you're just going to see him in armor. But now he's slowly, you're peeling back the layers of the Goblin Slayers, and now you're seeing him out of armor. Mm-hmm. You're seeing his layers more. And more and more glimpses into his origin about what happened to his sister. Yeah. E- even in the beginning of the episode, he's lamenting the fact that, like, what if I had just gone to the city rather than stay with my sister? What what would what, what would have happened? What would have been different? But, I don't know, that stuff is like... I think this stuff is powerful, especially when we get to the the end of the episode and he starts questioning the childhood friend questions. What's going to happen to him in the future? Like these days aren't going to last forever where he's killing goblins and it's like his only mission mm-hmm. in life. There's going to be days like, you know, yeah, people was like, break down. Yeah, even if he does survive, he still won't be able to move. Yeah, it's a day when you get old. Like, you know, age, you know, ch- uh, catches every man. Like there's going to be a point where you just can't physically kill goblins anymore. What What do you do with your life then? What is your quality of life then? It's raising a lot of existential yeah, goblin slayer live, questions. What do you have to live for? Because right now, all he all he wants to live for is killing goblins. That's his only sole mission in life. Yeah. When you can't do that anymore, then what? Exactly. So she, clearly she's trying to push him in direction to have real friends, real relationships. Like, look at this goblin slayer. It's trying to be phil- philosophical. I mean, but it raises, those are legit questions. It was trying to speak to me. Michael, what are you doing with your life? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean... The de- and it's funny they keep peppering in like the demon lore stuff. It's almost like a different anime. It is like when they when they showed the hero girls in the beginning taking out the, the demon lord. I was like, what the fuck is what is this? Like that's I an thought, entirely different I anime. I thought the sword maiden destroyed the demon lord. What is back in the day? But this is the modern day demon lord thing. It's How happening. many demon lords are there? I feel like I don't it's know. It's like Power Rangers was a new villain. First is Rita, then is Lord Zed, and then there's. <laughs> I don't know, it's just an interesting role, like world-building tactic because it's like there's this giant, grand, epic story just over the fence. Just around the river bend. Yeah, but no, no, no. We're not going there. Goblins. <laughs> so I don't know. It's weird. Like It shows you this bigger world that's like more typical fantasy and anime, but it's like they keep going back to the gritty reality-based uh, aspects of this world, which is you know killing the the mundane creatures of this world, which is goblins. But I know it's just it's just so interesting. I'm like seeing what we've seen in this world, I'm like, how did they beat that thing? Well, yeah, that, that's what I was. I was like, 
<laughs> I want to see this. Yeah, because like it's still the same physics of the world. Because I'm like, how powerful? Because I'm like, they gotta have more than they gotta have access to more than three spells. There's no way in hell three spells is taking out that shit. Yeah, are they that much more powerful, or like, are there tactics that we're not seeing that are used in bigger fights like that? Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I want I want to see. I definitely want to see that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If, like a, if one goblin I mean, can like almost spin, kill like you. Like a spinoff or some shit. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying before. I was like, to see how much they're struggling off of goblins or even the ogre when all these creatures are supposed to be lower tier. Like, how how, how are other people taking out these high, like dragons and yeah. the fucking demon lord, which is, I guess, the the top the top of the food chain. Yeah. And it looked like these little, little ass girls. <laughs> I'm like, I want to know what are they like. What kind of power do they have access to? Madoka Magica? What? What's happening here? (laughs) But yeah, Goblin Slayer. That was the beginning talking about how he always wanted to be an adventurer or or be someone that fought someone like the Demon Lord. But just because of that one one night in the alley with Joe Chill, (laughs) it changed his whole life, whole trajectory. Yeah, and now he's Goblin Batman. Um, at the end of the episode. How we've been calling it? Yeah, you saw all this. I was like, that kind of woke. I was like, oh shit! Now is it a thing where because it was the narration? Like it wasn't like one track. It was like a whole fucking. It's like an army. Yeah, an army of goblins. Now my thing is, the girl was narrating that like over that scene, talking about like the existential crisis. Maybe the father died. No, but I mean, like, is it a thing where they came the night before and he hasn't checked on them yet, so he doesn't even know if they're still there? Or is it a thing where now he knows there's going to be danger for the next night? You know what I'm saying? Did that allude to them being attacked already, or that they're going to be attacked? I think it's. I think they're going to be attacked. Okay. I didn't know if that was a cliffhanger, or not saying like, "Oh fuck, next episode she's dead." Like, you know what I mean? Like she, he runs into the house and the she's gone. I don't know if that was like what I they may, were alluding to. I don't know. Maybe it's what. <sighs> Maybe it's one of those things where she's already dead, and so she's narrating from heaven or some shit. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I was unclear on that, so I guess maybe we'll have to find it next week. Um, so what did you rate this episode since you fell asleep? Like, halfway in? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even though I fell asleep, I, th- I think part of it also was, like, I was watching it when I, like, I watched it last night when I had, like, just woken up. Like, I woke up at, like, 5 o'clock in the morning. Okay. And I was still tired. But I was like, I need to watch Goblin Slayer. So I tried to watch it. So I was both tired and bored. <laughs> oh, wow. But I still, even though I was like, I was dozing off and stuff, I still kind of enjoyed it because it's like expounding on the world. And I'm really interested in this world. Yeah. Same. So I would still give it, but I wasn't like, oh, I'm super into it. So I was, but. That was a basic episode. Uh, yeah. Basic bitch episode. So I would still <laughs> give it a high passable. I'll give it a low more than passable. I enjoyed it. I mean, I, I like the the slower moments in Goblin Slayer because it gives you time to like know more about the characters. So I wasn't bored. Like I'm surprised you were bored, but you know, teach his own. Um, oh, let me ask you what this. Maybe you caught it because I didn't. When he's talking to the paladin in training, the girl. You know what I'm talking about? There's the big knight, the big broadsword that was training those two kids, uh-huh. and there's that girl paladin, yeah, girl, yeah, yeah, who's talking. Talking to Goblin Slayer. They, uh-huh. they seem to have some kind of relationship. Um, he knows everybody. <laughs> she mentions knowing correct sword sword play. Was she alluding that he doesn't know sword play? Like he doesn't have proper training and he just basically taught himself? Probably. 
Oh, uh, okay. I didn't I didn't know if she was referring to him or not. I was like, so does he not know proper swordplay? And everything he knows is is like just self taught. Uh, yeah, I think I think everything for that he knows is I mean, that would make sense. Yeah. Hmm. I was I, mean, I was I was thinking maybe he was gonna fight that knight with the big sword and be like, you know, oh you you don't even know how to fight. Like you're a silver whatever and they fight and then Goblin Slayer destroys him. But I didn't know if But I also think part of that is because he's self taught and he doesn't follow like actual technique that make might make him a little better than mm. people that have learned the proper way. Well, you know the whole thing is everyone looks down on him. Yeah. So I'm wondering, is there gonna be a moment where like he goes up against somebody like you know a match between somebody like known to be amazing and him, and he surprises everybody. I thought that was gonna be this moment, but I'm I'm thinking maybe it's gonna happen sometime in the future. Probably later. Yeah. I, I like to know. I like to know like where his skill level actually is compared to other people in the world. Yeah, I do too. That's yeah. what I was saying. I, w- I would like to see him go against... Granted, we saw him go against an ogre, but I would like to see him go against even something even stronger. Like a dragon slayer. Yeah. Like I want to see like a dragon slayer fight him and see like, oh shit, this dude fights goblins? Oh, like, I, want, I, want, I want that moment. Um, but yeah, that's it. You want to get into news of the week? Oh shit! Emails. So no, I don't want to get into news of the week. <laughs> Here's the mail, it never fails It makes me want to wag my tail When it comes, I want to wail Alright, first email comes from Rashad German Jason fucking Todd What's up guys, Meatball here Great podcast last week Did not expect the Jason Todd Titans episode to be so good That fight at the end was dope as fuck And really showed us why Dick was scared to continue on as Robin they seem to be going really deep into his backstory and his issues with Batman. Question, do you think they will introduce Bruce later on in the series, even if it's for a flashback episode? I don't think they can fully flesh out Dick without giving him some closure. It would be a major missed opportunity if he didn't become Nightwing at some point. What do you think? I think well, we, we got to talk about this. I was going to say, we already know without actually knowing that, of course, he's going to be Nightwing probably by the end of this season. Like, that's where they're going. Yeah. With the with the show, well, all this, I'm not gonna be Robin anymore. The guy should be. There's gonna be some somebody else or whatever. Find find out who you are, Dick. Mm. Then maybe we can get together. What he said, the Starfire. Yeah. So yeah, he's definitely gonna be Nightwing. But yeah, as far as Batman, I feel like me. I feel like they need to show him, but they might end up going to Teen Titans route where they allude to Batman, but never actually show Batman. That'd be fine too. Even if it's like an off-screen thing or he's like looking at something that reminds me of Batman. Just some kind of Batman presence for closure of the season. Uh, he says, quick plug, check out my YouTube channel, Rashad Reviews. I'm eager to get your thoughts and feedback. Oh, cool. And P.S., it hurts my soul to hear you guys talk about The Walking Dead. I still love that show. Oh, damn. As usual, love from London. Stay near you, my blurdy. Thank you, Rashad. We don't really talk about The Walking Dead at all anymore. Well, when we mentioned it because of the finale and... Or no, when Rick, quote-unquote, died and... Which I still haven't watched. Me either. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care anymore. And that hurts. Yeah. Robert Dickinson. He says, "Yo, Creed though. I know this might make Jordan uncomfortable with SJW and being too black. What? No. What? (laughs) Lies. Facts. Not facts. Yo, Creed two is no doubt a perfect vision. This movie elevates in multiple ways. Agreed." It talks about emotions. We as black people don't confront especially black men, whether it be address, addressing anticipatory grief that comes with a hereditary disease. Well, that's true. I don't want to think about it. That was a good uh, moment. Or addressing the disenfranchised grief of losing what you thought would be a child without disabilities. Ooh. Depression also being shown. 
As a boxing fan, this movie was A1, Raging Bull level. <laughs> yeah, some people might harp on the size difference, but knowing fighters such as Anthony Johnson and others dropping 60 pounds before a weigh-in is more common than they might know. Okay, drop us some knowledge. The audience wins at every power shot or counterpunch, and even somebody's sweet old grandma was screaming at the end, You get him, baby! <laughs> How do y'all feel about the movie, and do you think there should or could be a sequel? All of those thoughts and more can be found in our review, bro. But thank you for the email. Just rewind. Yeah. Next email comes from Max Gwam. Uh, hey, Jordan and Michael, just to show who, who uh, just to show who is more important in this podcast. What? What? Oh, he made my name big. Hey, Jordan and Michael, just to show who is more important in this podcast. Wow. Uh, For once, someone compliments me. Thank uh, you, Max Gwam. <laughs> Is he more important now? Wow, you <laughs> trash. It's your number one Aussie blur would there, here. Would there be a new episode if I wasn't here? <laughs> we we just went through the the cat blurred vision catalog before I got here <laughs> and the frequency of the episodes. Yeah. You keep me regular. <laughs> uh just like, let you know. like fiber and shit. You say you are you saying you shit me, Jordan? Is that, is that what I said? Is that what you're saying? I wasn't saying that. You, but. Said, you said I keep you regular. So does fiber. Okay, well, yes. You're the fiber in my life, Michael. <laughs> I don't know how to take that one. <laughs> uh, to let you know, good day, mate. Oh, oh, okay. He says, just to let you know. Remember I asked this? Just to let you know, good day, mate, isn't offensive to me, at least. I'm actually not Australian. I'm actually Zimbabwean. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if that counts. By the way, not that it matters. It's pronounced Guam. Anyways. Oh, Max Guam. Uh, I'm still to watch Creed 2. Oh, I'm still going to watch Creed 2. Going this week also. Where can I watch Power Rangers Unworthy? Or do you have to be a patron? Oh, bro. It's on YouTube. Check it out. Uh, I think after Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, they should have a show or movies about Miles Morales. Maybe have him work with Spider-Man and maybe Iron Man. That'd be cool. If they do, they should have Keen Lonsdale play Miles. It could work. I don't know. What do you think? That'll never happen. No. <laughs> ever, ever, ever. Uh, I won't say the name of the new Disney movie just in case it's in Michael News, but I'm very excited for it. I watched the original so many times as a kid. I loved it. Hope this is a good one. I'm assuming you're talking about something that might be possible. <laughs> don't roll your eyes at me. <laughs> also, there are any animes you recommend for someone who has never watched any before? Wow. That's it. Can't wait to hear the podcast for this week. As always, go beyond plus ultra. Well, you say you haven't watched any. You clearly watched yeah, Miles. I was say, clearly, <laughs> like, well, or it could just be saying it because I, we, everybody else says it or we've been saying it. Well, if you don't watch My Academia, start there. Uh, my second pick for something for you to watch, I'll just give you my personal favorite, Gurren Lagann. Yeah, watch My Hero Academia. Watch... Uh... Watch Seven Deadly Sins, because I'm Ooh. starting to get into it. Ah, you finally got over the molestation parts, eh? Man, that sounds so much worse now that we just talk about Titans. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm at like episode 18, I think now, season one. How you liking it? I'm into, I just said I'm into it. All right. So I can't wait to hear your thoughts about Eskador then. Uh, watch Death Note. Death Note's a great one. Definitely watch Death Note. Full Metal um, Alchemist. Full Metal Alchemist. And Naruto. <laughs> no, don't watch Naruto. 1,000 episodes. You'll never, you'll never finish. Yeah, you'll never finish. Um, uh, watch. Watch some of Pokemon. <laughs> what? 
What? <laughs> Pokemon. All right. Next email comes from Sriracha Films. I'm back, bitches. Bet you thought you saw the last of me. Like that meme. Man, that title probably got cut off. Credit to whoever can get that reference. I did. I've been gone for a really long time. And in the words of the goddess of death herself, oh, how I've missed this. I've come to reclaim my spot as number one reviewer. Jacob, I'm coming for you. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even type a curse word. I just typed random symbols. Oh, <laughs> I'm coming for you. Beep. Anyway, I just... Is it bad to say I don't remember? <laughs> <laughs> your face uh, I do <laughs> no you don't <laughs> <laughs> I remember the name I remember Sriracha Films that's why I was like I don't even I don't, that's why I was like I don't remember <laughs> you got a long climb to get back to the number one spot <laughs> sorry <laughs> anyways want to say that I miss talking to you guys but I still appreciate you yes, though, bro we both still appreciate you we just have shitty memories <laughs> Uh, and I just want to say that I'm working on a Shazam fan film. Ooh, Ooh very cool. That's cool. Uh, series plug plug that deals with the aftermath of what it's like for a kid superhero after the adventures are over and what the mental effects are. PTSD. Uh, anyway, that's all. Stay nerdy, my blurdy. That sounds really cool, dude. Definitely send me a copy of that. I would love to like watch it and maybe even talk about it in the podcast. That sounds cool. Uh, I'm all about the fan films. If you couldn't tell. <laughs> Are you though? <laughs> no, I hate them. They're all cringy. <laughs> um, da, 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 da. Next email comes from Tri Villain Roomly. This is an interesting name. Claiming my persona. Hey guys, I'm still trying to catch up with all the podcasts. I started from the beginning when I discovered your podcast, but I'm not here for that. I'm I'm officially claiming my persona from My Hero Academia. I'm officially claiming Stain. Has that ever taken? Well, well, Rashawn said if he if nobody would take it, he'll take it. Okay. Even though he's Shigaraki. You can't take but, two. But also, I'm like, are you a Patreon member? Yeah, are you a Patreon member, first of all? I'll be writing you guys again to give a full rundown. So until then, stay near to my blurry. And I assume what we'll be following is your Patreon subscription. <laughs> P.S. Jamie was my favorite because I am an anime junkie. I miss her. Since she left, Jordan was my favorite until the last Jedi review. Dude, I'm old school, and my heroes deserve better endings. Michael is officially my favorite now. Sorry, not sorry. So Lord. now I take it by default. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jamie was my favorite because of anime, but now she's not there, so I guess I'll go to Jordan, but now I'm not... Nah. He liked Last Jedi yeah. too much. <laughs> now the only, the only one that's left happens to be Michael, so... Our, our heroes can be flawed, too, and have an amazing send-off death. That doesn't include them being a, there. Was that an amazing death, though? Yes. No, I, it, it actually, wasn't. I've been doing a lot of like YouTube watching of Last Jedi stuff since then. I think there's it's so much better that he wasn't there because if he was there, there's no world. And this is so off topic. I guess it's off topic. He's talking about Last Jedi. But there's no world where if Luke Skywalker went to that planet, he could have survived fighting all of those Empire ships and vehicles and whatever the fuck he we've never seen the force that powerful in the movies where he could stop a million laser beams from shooting at him well, but maybe, by him maybe, not being there we should. <laughs> no but that's not star wars anymore or at least the movies that's like the video games where you're I was gonna say have you seen how powerful star killer was yeah but that's like god mode in the video <laughs> game bullshit like if you if you if you have a jedi that powerful in the star wars movies there's no star wars it's just him he would just beat everybody by himself like there'd never be a fight it's not his movie though. That's why that's even more reason why he shouldn't be able to do all that shit. But 
I think how he went out makes the most sense because he, by being a hologram or being a illusion, he can keep the legend of a Jedi alive by doing ridiculous feats like, you know, not being killed by all those Empire dudes. But I mean, supposedly they're saying uh, in this next movie, Luke is going to be even more powerful with the Force than he was. Because he's a Force ghost? Yeah. because Well, you saw ghost. Yoda could summon lightning and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I could see that. That's fine. I'm just saying, like, the point of him not being there is so that he could make the legend of the Jedi solidified in the galaxy. Because by not being there, he's actually more powerful than he is if he were there. Because he can't be killed. Because if you strike me down, I'll be more powerful than you can ever imagine. I never understood what that meant. Me either. Well, I guess the Force. You go to the Force and you become one with it. So you're more powerful technically. I guess. But not like, I can't fight you again. I was like, <laughs> well, we haven't seen Obi-Wan really. I mean, we have. He, like, he would give messages to Luke, but not, I'm more powerful than you can ever imagine. I think it's not literal power. It's like, you know, metaphysical when you're one with everything, you're more powerful. But not like, I'm going to fight you with this power. <laughs> lame. Yeah. It is kind of lame, but do you, do you agree with that, though? That that's why he shouldn't have been on that planet? Yes, I get your logic of it. I still don't like it. <laughs> I like it more. As, as more time passes, I like the things I like more. I want to see freaking Goku Dragon Ball Z. Jiren. No! <laughs> I want to see a fight. That's not Luke. Um, it wasn't the legends, Co- not canon. canon. Yeah, but that's like Mary Sue fan fiction of Luke when you really think about it. Because I've even seen breakdowns. He's still people, flawed. What in the he, the non-canon books? Yeah, but even that, people like complain about his, how he acts in the new movies. He's like, oh, that's not my Luke. Luke was more positive than that. But like, was he though? He was a whiny bitch in the original movies. Like he was always flawed. He was never like the the paragon of goodness. So I think it makes sense where his character went in Last Jedi. Now, what I don't like in Last Jedi is all the Rose shit, all the Canto Bite shit, <laughs> all the, uh, that dude, what the fuck? Michael, tell him to check his DMs. Jordan, check your DMs. Um, I'm doing a podcast. How can I check my DMs? Who is this? Jacob. Uh, I'm about to, I'm literally about to read his email. Is that what he's talking about? I don't know, but he said check your DMs. Jacob, you're lucky. I love you. <laughs> People send me messages because you know you got hundreds. Nobody loves me. I don't get hundreds of DMs. <laughs> you don't want hundreds of DMs because it makes me ignore everybody. I'm just like it's like white noise. I'm like, hey, people love me. Send me more. Uh, yes, he's asking me about the email. Tell him I got it. Oh, okay. And we're reading it now, Jacob. Uh, next email from Jacob Longoria. One year. This is it. I've been leading to this. So this is an email that I've been missing apparently for the last month because he says it's November 20th. Well, okay. I guess it's like two weeks. Well, yeah, it's more. That's... Uh, a year ago on November 20th, I made a decision that changed my life forever. I sent in a review to my favorite podcast. I was binging the ones I missed for the past four months and, uh, and decided to review. Never could I have imagined what came from such a small act. I've made a tremendous amount of friends, some of which I've never met in person, but still they are cl- as close to me as family. I was a guest host, not just once, not just twice, but thrice. He says three times, but I said thrice. <laughs> that is an immense honor that was bestowed upon me in which I can never return the favor. Aww. And finally, the thing that has stuck with me the most, I was named, dubbed, and honored with the title of Deku. That is truly the biggest compliment of my life. Deku is a character who goes past his limits and strives for greatness. I believe that everything happens for a reason. And with that said, I believe that I was meant to send that review. Because in doing so, a chain of events spiraled down my path of life. 
uh, in that small action, my life changed for the better. It introduced me to a show I've grown to love, and that show, as well as a podcast, made me a much better person. Deku and his story is one I can relate to on an emotional level. I take as so much pride and joy from the simple fact that the people I admire and the friends that have given me have given me have made have wait what I admire and the friends they have given me have me on the same standard and recognize me as someone who is similar to him. I will be forever grateful for that. Since that year, I have grown. Grown to someone I can finally be proud of. Someone who works harder when things get tough. Someone who tries not to give up when the road gets rough. And that is all thanks to you. On episode 60 timestamp, 11 minutes and 31 seconds. Damn! <laughs> Hit me with the stats. Uh, I make my first appearance. And by appearance, I mean my first review is read. Uh, I remember during the week, the anxiety that filled me wondering if I would say and what would think uh I remember during that week, the anxiety that filled me wondering what you would say and what you would think of me. About one month later, I had the honor of getting a text back from Michael via Instagram. I was on my way to see Thor Ragnarok and seeing him respond made my day 10 times better. Another month later, I was going through some downtimes. That was when I got my first response to a DM from Jordan, who encouraged me to keep fighting. Now, they have given me the opportunity to text them almost all the time. That is the greatest feeling when the people you look up to treat you not as a fanboy, but an equal. Oh, that's like an All Might moment. <laughs> um, Michael, a.k.a. Eraserhead, the man who has taught me to keep moving forward and accept myself for who I am and what I will become, the man who has given me many lessons to take to heart, Jordan, a.k.a. All Might, the man who taught me to keep fighting despite the overwhelming feeling to give up, the man who made me Deku. Now on this day, I am proud to call them my mentors, my role models, the coolest geeks in the business, and the most important, and most important, my friends. Thank you, thank you from top to bottom side and other side from my whole heart. Thank you. Thank you for being you. Thank you for never giving up. Thank you for believing in me. Thank you. I hope someday I have the honor to meet you in person. That's all for this week. If you need me, just send a Deku signal up in the sky. <laughs> the Deku signal is his yeah. hair. So I, was like, like, what is that? I was like, what does that symbol look like? <laughs> it's like a Christmas tree slash broccoli, which is a new meme going around with Deku's hair. <laughs> uh uh, if you need me some deck signal in the sky, despite the rain, wind, snowstorm, or the fact that you're a thousand miles away, I'll race over in a heartbeat. That's all for this week. This is Deku signing off. Oh, thanks, Jacob. Thanks, Jacob. That was very long, but very beautiful. It wasn't that long. Well, I read it fast. Also, compared to Gaius. I was, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> like, anything compared to Gaius is short. Hey, and guess who's next? Uh, <laughs> Actually, guys, this is actually shorter than Deku's this week. What is going on? <laughs> it's, a, it's an Elseworlds multiverse. <laughs> Elseworlds, guys, and Deku. Uh, they, says, switch, they switch places, just like the Flash and, and, and Arrow. <laughs> well, let's save guys for last. There's one, uh, there's one more email before that, which is Stanley Ward. Uh, Stanley says, as all things should be. Hey, guys, I just wrote in to say great job as usual. Thank you for one more thing to look forward to. And holy shit, Endgame. I know you'll be talking about it, but probably since you're both going bonkers about it, I'll leave you to your comedic genius and, and relatable analysis. Stay nerdy, my blurdy. Thank you, Stan. And we will be talking about that very soon. But first, Gaius. He also says Avengers Endgame. I so boom. Shout out to everyone that didn't believe the Russo brothers about the Avengers 4 child not being spoken in Infinity War and has the receipt that they guess it was Endgame. Inhales. <laughs> On a much quieter but still frantic note, how about that much anticipated and depressing trailer? Tony Starve, not, not, not Stark, came with all the emotions, so where in the world is Nebula San Diego? <laughs> Thor was looking like 
he's in the locker room after losing the Super Bowl, and that's not rocking her red hair, so there's not even a lick of time travel teases like in those BTS photos. Yeah, true. Marvel Studios finally put some respect on my boy Ronan. Uh, Shuri is dead, so who's ruling Wakanda? And less, and less importantly, who will repair Vision? That was my whole thing. At least we got a hint of levity from our grief with Scott Lang showing up. Vision's not getting repaired. I mean, it could be Bruce or Tony, but I just thought because Shuri was so good with the animantium, or not animantium, uh, vibranium, and because she was the one doing all the the adjustments to him in Infinity War, that she was a logical choice, but clearly not. But we'll talk about that when we get to the trailer. Uh, are our minds and bodies prepared for next April after seeing Michael's reaction vid? I think not. In Twip Twip News, I took my brother to watch Into the Spider-Verse's preview screen this past Friday. You mean Twip Twip? says twip twip <laughs> and it was no spoilers amazing spectacular and every other spider adjective if you got family young or old take them to see it it's very all ages and every bit deserving of its 100% rotten tomatoes rating and don't arrive late like we did or jordan always seems to according to michael bullshit it's also him don't don't yeah, get it always, twisted always jordan. okay <laughs> lies i'm always 20 minutes early that's definitely a lie uh anyways stay near my blurties and godspeed from gaius Oh, he's this PS about James Gunn's Brightburn, which we will be talking about uh, today in trailers. So, with much ado, I now pass the mic over to you, Michael. What's up for Michael News? She's the Black Iron Man, but she's not Tony Stark. They just don't want their characters, quote unquote. I can call you a nigga. If he says that shit to you, his ass on Instagram. I don't want hand me down. Kenny Gay things. It's all straight and white. What's going down? <laughs> Michael News. <laughs> a lot of big trailers dropped this week. All the trailers. Let's talk about the biggest trailer that dropped this week. <gasps> Kim Possible. What the fuck? <laughs> okay. So a few years ago, I accidentally received a distress call. I was done with my homework, so I answered it. Now, well... I save the world. Who am I? I'm Kim Possible. I got this. Kim, jump in there! You are late. Kim Possible. There's something about her that makes her able to defeat villain after villain after villain. You certain spark. I will steal that spark <gasps> that makes Kim possible. Get her! <laughs> Mind if we crash the party? It's mission time. So, yeah, Disney. I, and I thought, and I remember when they announced that Kim Possible. Was uh they do they were doing a Kim Possible movie? I thought it was gonna be in theaters. I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was gonna be like a movie in theaters. But then it's then when I saw the trailer, it was like Disney movie Kim Possible. I was like, oh, it's a Disney movie. It really lowers the bar. My yeah, I was like, I'm not because granted, I never really watched Kim Possible like so. I'm not a huge Kim Possible fan. I don't really. Call I know me, it's, beat me. That's all I know, I know <laughs> she's like a like a kid spy or some shit or. Mm-hmm. Whatever. With that's the really naked all. mole rat and her yeah. goofy best friend. That's all I really know about. I didn't see the naked mole rat in the trailer, but yeah, I don't think he's in the movie. That's all I really know. That's all I really know about Kim Possible. But I was like, I'll still check it out. 
But now that I'm like, it's a Disney movie, I'm like, oh. yeah. <laughs> and it looks like a Disney movie. I'm glad that they that that was the announcement at the end of the trailer. I was like, this looks pretty bleh. But then it was like, oh, Disney Channel original. I was like, oh, okay. Well, then if you put it on that tier, it's pretty good looking, I guess. I guess. <laughs> like but my, I know, my but expectations I know people, are low. Obviously, you know, Kim Possible fans. I know some people that are excited for it. Really, I've seen a lot of people that are angry about it because it looks like a hollowed out version of the original. It looks pretty wacky, <laughs> but we're not fans. So, like, what what opinion can we give that's valid? I'm I mean, like you. I I know of. Yeah, Kim I was Possible. gonna say we can still give an opinion of the trailer <laughs> based on what I saw. Look cheap. Yeah, look, look, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> look like that fucking car crash on Titans. <laughs> the costumes look kind of like the show, um, not one to one really. Um, and I, I guess she's an older Kim. Is she? Is that what they're going for? That's what it seemed like. It looked like she was still in high school. Like I, I got the vibe that they were going older because it really? made it seem like because she said back when I was in high school or something like that I got a whatever it was something like she was alluding to when she first became Kim Possible and yeah. now she's older I thought that was her origin story not like yeah that's what I got like because she started when she was younger and now it seems like I don't know. I thought I it was know. still high school. But like I said, that's what I got from the trailer. It made it seem like she was alluding to when she first became Kim Possible. Mm. Kim Possible, whatever. <laughs> and now she's an older... I, pos- I can't tell you. An older possible. An older possible. <laughs> a little bit more possible. Yeah. All these possibilities. Um, I, I got nothing else to say. Yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> that's really it. I, because we're not fans, we can't really... And yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm less excited because I know it's not a I'm probably never going to watch movie. it, to be honest with you. Yeah, it, 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 I was going to watch it on the strength that I thought it was a movie going to be in theaters. Yeah. But now... That like, I know if it's, it's a, bad, it's just a Disney original. Yeah, now that like, I know it's know a know Disney movie, I'm like... Mm. like I, I wouldn't even expect it to be bad. <laughs> if it was good, I'd be surprised. <laughs> like Ben 10 movies, all, that, all those live action movies they did. Yeah. Which I didn't watch. <laughs> But something that I will watch, because it looks looks like an interesting premise. James Gunn's Brightburn. Who am I? You are a gift. I know it's been difficult for you lately that you feel different from other kids. baby for so long. Like us. 
what is what would happen if Superman went evil? A Superman horror story. Basic. That's basically what this is. It's exactly a, that. A kid in a spaceship with parents that don't have kids that always wanted to have kids. They land on what looked like a farm, yeah. the Kent farm. But not Kent. But not Kent. Because <laughs> copyright. <laughs> yeah. And he's an alien. He's discovering his powers. He not finds Clark his, Brandon. Yeah, he finds a spaceship. He has superpowers. He wears a cape. He shoots laser beams out of his eyes. He flies. That he has was, super strength. That was an interesting moment. Part of where she's like, um, he did he find the the ship? And she's like, no, it was like he was drawn to it. And then it cuts to him like just banging on the bottom of the barn, like mm-hmm. he, like he's like a zombie almost. I'm like, it's Is he being really, brainwashed. I don't know. It's a really interesting premise. Um, it almost feels like James Gunn got dared to like, can you make a Zack Snyder Superman even darker? And he's like, bet I, I got this shit. <laughs> Watch well, me. Well, part of me is also kind of like. How is it Warner Brothers suing him? <laughs> yeah, I don't... Because I'm like, it's the exact same... Red cape? Yeah. I mean, except that he wears like a little weird scarecrow-looking yeah, hood he wears or something. Yeah, he wears a Jason Friday the 13th Part 3, or no, Part 2 hoodie. Yeah, there's a lot of questions like... Or not the, hoodie, but mask. Like a, like a hood mask. Yeah. Does does the kid... Is the kid evil? Does he think that what he's doing is good? Like, is he killing these people in the trailer... Is it like because a hawk he, and dove situation where he's going after people that he like? Oh, that woman that he went after, she's really like a pedophile or some shit. Not like maybe a not random, even that bad. Not like a random chick. Maybe not even that bad. Maybe it's just like something that you know he she yells at one of his friends or she yells at him and he perceives that as being evil and then he goes to kill her. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't I don't know what kind of angle they're taking on this, but it's an interesting premise. Evil Superman, but yeah, evil as a, kid as a kid as a kid. Yeah, some more terrifying. Because, I mean, honestly, can you imagine dealing with a kid throwing a tantrum with the powers of Superman? Yeah, because all kids throw tantrums. Yeah. But, yeah, a god. fucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what would happen if a god kid threw a tantrum? You would be dead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to! Sonic screams destroy the entire city. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, nah, son. So, I'm. Because ca- I'm like. Because obviously with horror movies, you got to have somebody... Because if he is the villain, you got to have somebody rise up to take out the villain. But I'm like... How do you fight that? How do you... Yeah. How do you fight a Superman, an evil Superman Kryptonite? in a world... That's what I was going to say. In a world where there's not established any type of kryptonite. Maybe there will be. The, the but again, it, how is WB not suing? They call it Melanite or something like that. Well, stupid like that. Well, it's called Brightburn. So then maybe that's the kryptonite. Brightburn? A, a something that's bright that burns him. <laughs> The sun, I don't know. I don't know. But the trailer is dope. Like just and just the premise alone is dope. So like if it's a if it's not a good movie, I'll be surprised. I feel like it'd be like a waste of a good premise if it's bad. I'll be surprised too. And Elizabeth Elizabeth Banks is the mother. Mm. Uh what's her face from uh Made the Odds Eff- Effie. What is, that's her name from Hunger Games? I don't Eff- remember. <laughs> Did you see Hunger Games? I did, but I don't remember. Oh, fuck you don't remember. Names. You remember everything. Do I? Yes. You talk about like you talk about. Oh, I remember that moment of Creed. And I'm like, no, I don't remember. <laughs> just because I remember weird details of things doesn't mean I remember everything. Well, do fucking do better. Okay. <laughs> Let me think more about things I don't know. <laughs> Who's yeah. chewing that fork? That was creepy. But yeah, so I'm curious to see. Uh, what, when does it come out? May 24th. Ooh. So yeah. Uh, so speaking of something else, we're like, how do you stop that? Captain Marvel trailer has dropped and she's supposedly the strongest of all the Avengers. 
life began the day it nearly ended. We found you. With no memory, we made you one of us. So you could live longer, stronger, superior. You were reborn. I keep having these memories. Something in my past is the key to all of this. You know how to fly this thing? We'll see. That's a yes or no question. Yes. Would you like to know what you really are? I think I had a life here. What aren't you telling me? You've come a long way. But you're not as strong as you think. This war is just the beginning. I'm not gonna fight your war. I'm gonna end it. So, can she be stopped? What's her weakness? How powerful is she? I don't know. Apparently, she's not as strong. But as she she's thinks. not as strong. She's not as strong as another trailer that dropped. But we'll get to that later. Oh yeah, <laughs> for sure that. But so yeah, the it, second trailer, second Captain Marvel trailer dropped, and I thought it was. Well, mm-hmm. did I? Or you say better than the? first one? I was gonna one? say I thought it was better than the first one, but then I'm like, did I though? I think it was better than the first one, but the problem is, if they you didn't really, like the first one a lot. This one just hits a lot of the same beats. Yeah, they didn't so really show repetitive. Yeah, they didn't show they didn't show much. Yeah, the the pilot usually, thing. Because usually usually the first trailer is more of a announcement trailer. Yeah. And then the second one shows more of the story. But I feel like with this They didn't show a lot of story at all, right? Really. Yeah, I feel like with this trailer, they showed the same shit yeah. that they showed in the first the pilot one. Pilot stuff, the flashbacks, the, yeah. the falling, the rising. The only thing that was different was that final scene where they they did the the iron, iron man, man which is flying through space she's flying through space and or green lantern which i th- i thought i mean for that moment like i thought that looked fucking great it did her going super saiyan that looked cool but they but they also they showed show that, that in the first yeah, the right. first one the only th- difference yeah. is they showed more of it in this like yeah and the first one it was just like a torso up yeah but in this one they show her whole body but it was like okay it's the same granted i'm i was i'm, I'm, I'm still excited for the movie yes but, but the, the trailer, trailer leaves a lot to be desired. Yeah. It feels... Again, I, I did like the tra- second trailer more than the first one. Um, But, like, not... That's, I, I still don't love it. Like, it was good, not great. Not like, oh, my gosh, this is fucking epic. I was just like, oh, okay, this is this is better. I, I think this, this should have been the first trailer. And I will say, like, for this, I'm not really a fan of what I'm seeing so far of Samuel L. Jackson's performance. Cause he doesn't seem like Nick Fury to me. Granted, I know it's supposed I mean, to be it's a prequel. I know, yeah, I know that, but he's still supposed to be Nick. Like when you look at me, like five years ago, I might have different, like in terms of like political views and stuff like that. But you can, you still know it's me. Well, you also didn't lose an eye. <laughs> like he kind of even alluded Winter Soldier that he was more trusting before he lost his eye. So maybe he loses his eye in this movie, and then he but becomes like, more. I don't like, know. Like he he seems more like Samuel Jackson. Yeah, I agree with that. Playing a role than it does like Nick Fury, especially I mean, I, even that that moment. The cat. 
I was gonna say. I was that. like, that's not Nick Fury. That was the only thing I was like, why have that scene? You didn't have to have that. I, I guess to. I feel like they're they're trying to get you to like this cat. So when they reveal it's an alien, it's like a big what the fuck moment in the tri- in the in the move in the movie. You know what I mean? Because it's a flurgan or whatever in yeah. the comics. Um. But yeah, I don't, know what flam I don't know what that scene was about. Just to establish that he has a soft heart. He's not as hard ass as he makes he might seem in the present day. Do that in a different way. It didn't it, it didn't need to be there. No. And I and not, that's not to say it shouldn't be in the movie. Yeah, put it in the movie. No, no, but no, I no, feel like as the stinger of the trailer. Yeah. Bad stinger. Bad stinger for the trailer. Yeah. That was like, okay. Yeah. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> and there's not much to talk about because yeah, it's a lot of there's no story beats in the trailer. Really. Yeah, basically, but, if you, maybe basically, means- well, no, basically, if you want to know what we thought of the Captain Marvel, like watch our first rea- reaction to the first trailer because that's yeah. essentially what this was. Yeah, basically, because there's nothing really new except I, actually fewer things that made me go, "Oh, like blockbuster." That wasn't in this, so like that that was no. something in the first trailer. I was like, "Oh wow, '90s," and this is like, "Okay, we already know it's in the '90s." They show more of that scene with the scroll. Now we confirm it's a scroll. Maybe they got too many complaints about like, Captain Marvel beats up old people. Like, no, 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 no. It's an alien. Let's just make that clear. <laughs> I'm like, really? You Did you really need that? Like, no. I already knew it was a fucking scroll. Yeah, I guess maybe it's for the people that don't, that know, don't know what a scroll can do or what a scroll, like people don't know scrolls can shapeshift. Yeah. So I guess that was to placate that. Oh, this is elderly abuse. Yeah, but they didn't have to do that. No, they didn't have to Again, do that. Again, they went back to the, it felt like it was treading the same water that first trailer. Um, what was I gonna say? What yeah, was gonna something I, there was something I was gonna say too. I forgot. The the big elephant in the room is what did you think about her acting? Oh, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> that's, gonna say. <laughs> that's the big question. Yeah, I'm uh, not. The internet's like, boo! Brie Larson has no emotions. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Or, of... or TC does comics. We're talking about how she sounds like a Valley Girl. That's been his thing. Well, that I'm, I don't like, really. I'm not gonna fight your war. No, I I'm didn't get. I didn't it. get Valley Girl. When I, I heard get Valley, Valley Girl, Girl I get. I think Alicia Silverstone and Clueless. I didn't get that. I agree. But I would say it sounded. She, bland? she that I, I think I said this before. She when I uh, uh, talking about the first trailer, like she gives me Gal Gadotisms, where Gal Gadot seems very monotonous when she speaks. Monotone. Yeah, monotone. Monotone. But. but and this is just because I think accents get the pass. I think because she has the accent, you it, it it's easier for you to believe that is her acting bad or is that just the accent? You know what I mean? And I mean, I've I've seen people say, well, maybe there's a whole thing where because she's more in her into her Cree side that makes her emotionless. And I mean, I can get that argument. The delivery of "I'm not going to fight your war, I'm going to end it" was even kind of flat. Yeah, I'm, it's still it's all flat. Even when she was talking to Nick Fury and was like, uh, "So you're from a race of alien warriors, alien warrior heroes." Yeah, all of it felt flat. Like, to it was me. all flat. But I will say this: I'm I'm not going to say that she's going to be bad in the movie only because I have a lot of faith in Marvel's casting. Oh yeah, there's no reason they would cast this chick if they felt like she wouldn't be able to play the role. That's strong. what I was going to say. For the most part. I don't think there's a role that Marvel has put somebody in that made me go, mm, could have did better. DC, on the other hand, yes. All the time. <laughs> All the time. But yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think, is there somebody that they cast in a role that I was like, yeah, not I wasn't a, movie. a fan of? You know, Iron Fist, but that's in the TV show. Well, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm talking about the movies. Yeah, not in the movies, no. They've always been pretty good about it. And, if, and I, I was trying think about this if you had asked me before the first captain america if i thought chris evans would be a good captain america i would have said no 
Yeah, I saw. I thought the same thing when it was like Chris Evans is announced as Captain. I was like, really? Like, they really? cast a Human Torch? Yeah, exactly. But as you, he, he's grown in that role and like beyond. I can only see him as Captain America now. So I'm hoping the same thing's gonna be for her. And you know yeah. these little these little clips. I'm hoping also they're hiding something. Yeah, why else are they not showing anything? Of course, I'm not. I'm because people always take like even any type of commentary, not just what we do, but any commentary. Period. Like I'm not judging the movie. I haven't seen the movie. Yeah. I'm just judging the trailer. Do you think they're hiding something? They have to be. Because like why would they show the same exact thing that you showed in the other, but maybe like five seconds more? It's got to be a Winter Soldier level twist. You know what I'm saying? Remember Winter Soldier when S.H.I.E.L.D. collapsed or, or S.H.I.E.L.D. was revealed to be Hydra? And mm-hmm. everyone was like, what? Yeah. I'm hoping it's something that level. There's got to be. And then on top of that, like they make it seem like, you know, you got to watch Captain Marvel before Avengers. Mm-hmm. So there's got to be some type of. Yeah, reveal or something. I don't know. It just makes me sad that this is like Marvel's flagship female superhero. And I was gonna say that that's the thing that kind of hurts because you know people are already about oh SJW female who cares yeah. or she shouldn't be that powerful. I don't believe it. Fuck all that. Yeah, a girl could a girl could f- save the whole universe. Bullshit. <sighs> I've seen those comments. Also, fuck that. I'm just saying like. Wonder Woman had a lot of hype going into the movie, and I feel like Captain Marvel. But yeah, Wonder have Woman that had same a lot. Level. Wonder Woman had a lot of hype because everybody knows who Wonder Woman is. Yeah. Like, but also the trailers are fucking epic. Do you remember the Imagine Dragons Wonder Woman trailer? Yeah, where we came and we're like, oh, that shit is fucking epic. Yeah, like that shit was awesome. It was. This was just like. Yeah, I I want to see it. And then also, <laughs> then also, it's just on the strength of on the not or the not strength of Captain Marvel. Like nobody knows who the fuck that is. Most people, yeah. when you hear Captain Marvel, you think Shazam, because yeah. that's originally what his name was for but like for decades. His name was Captain Marvel for decades, like f- way back in the '30s. So, but like I love Wonder Woman, but I'm not reading Wonder Woman comics really. So for me, as like a, no, as a general you, you might not be reading the comics, but you still know the name. I know the name, but that's not what sold me on the trailers. What sold me on the trailers was just the fact that they they made basically, hey, it's a female Spartan movie. Isn't she a badass being a female Spartan? Fuck yeah, she's a badass being a female Spartan. I don't know. And okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I get a lot of hate on this podcast for being oh it's too black and all SJW hate. But like, I'm sorry, I kind of like bump up against the fact that they in the advertising. They try so hard to communicate. She's a woman. Wonder Woman didn't have to do that. I would say, are they? What? How? Her hero. Oh, like I roll my eyes at stuff like that because, like, but that, I feel like that was so. But they keep doing it. It's like they keep well, going yeah, back true. to that. I was well. like, I don't even remember. Like now, now that you say it, I'm like, yeah. But I'm like, I feel like it was such a quick moment that it didn't really. But it just shows me that they're, they're leaning on that, and it's like you don't have to. Because one woman didn't do that. They didn't call it woman, woman. She's the most woman of a woman. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You don't need it. Like, just show me her being a badass. And that, to me, communicates that a woman can be strong and powerful. You don't have to overemphasize. You don't have to CW this and beat us over the head with, she's a girl, poof. She's a girl, poof. Did you know she's a girl? Poof. Like, I get it, all right? <laughs> I think it's also part of, partly due to the fact that when you really think about it, and and Marvel, name the female superheroes that you think are, you know... Storm. That's it. <laughs> I was going to say, Storm, name, name the ones that you think are pretty iconic. Most of them come from the X-Men. Storm, yeah. Jean, Kitty Pride, Yeah. Mystique. Yeah. 
Captain Marvel's not on that list. No. If she, if she is on that list, she's like in the like top twenty. Yeah, she's not, not even, she not even anywhere ten, on my not list. even top ten. I would say She Hulk before Captain Marvel. Yeah, Hulk. I was gonna say She Hulk, Storm, <laughs> Jean Grey, Kitty Pride, Rogue. Yeah. That's already what was that? Five right there. Invisible Woman. <laughs> yeah, even even Sue Storm. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> yeah. I agree with that. I don't know. I just So it's like they have to try to make her more than what she <laughs> Oh woman. <laughs> But it's stuff like that that makes the the angry fanboys go like, oh, they're shoving all this forced diversity down our throats. It's like, ugh. It's not forced, man. It's just diversity. But it's it's stuff like that. that the overemphasis of it is what makes people get triggered. So it's just like, just don't. Just don't you don't have to. But it's just me. All right. So next trailer. Something better? Some, <laughs> something that involves the entire Marvel Universe? <laughs> it's something that involves an ensemble. <gasps> an ensemble of fighters. <gasps> Let's talk about uh, Mortal Kombat 11. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Brand new Matt, 90 with the drum attack. You a shit taco, we got drum for that. Oh Trying to fix fight, boy, you dumb for that. You gon' get a bullet in your lung for that. Stupid. Draco get the kickin' like loose chain. Elf and me and me in the mood same. Glock 19 in the blue flame. I was strapped when I stood inside your boot thing. 21 immortal. We'll never die. Loyal to my brother, yeah. I never lie. Call me bird dog, cause I cheat and I'm fly. And I love winning, I'm upset if it's a tie. If you ever try to go against the game, we gon' drop it. <laughs> so a trailer dropped because from some gaming convention or whatever that was this weekend and so they released an announcement trailer for Mortal Kombat 11 that came out get over here get over here and it was Raiden fighting Scorpion <laughs> I couldn't help but think during that fight where Raiden was beating the fuck out of Scorpion at one point I'm like just stop no, that was a point where Scorpion was beating the fuck out of Raiden and I was like how Raiden's a god. <laughs> yeah, that too. But it was and, like, then, and then there was a moment where Raiden got stabbed. I was like, how was he still alive? He got slashed in the face. Yeah, and like, then they showed his face, and his face is fine. I'm like, like how is he still alive? Mortal Kombat rules. <laughs> but it was when he was like, Raiden was beating the shit out of Scorpion on the wall. And he basically kept just pushing against the wall and kept hitting him. I was like, stop! He's already dead! <laughs> just stop! Now granted, that wasn't an in-game fight. No. It was just the CGI stuff, but that still looked... It looked dope. It looked pretty fucking dope. It looked fucking dope. And I like the musical choice. Yeah. The hippity hop. That hoppity hip? The hoppity hip. I was like, I was legit like, I was watching in front of you. I was like, wait, is this the same? Is this right? Is this like a parody video or something? <laughs> <laughs> it almost didn't fit, but then when I got into it, I liked it. So, I mean, Raider ended up getting fucked up at the end <laughs> by another scorpion. So is it time travel? I'm assuming it's because, you know, when you get to the end, you saw, I don't know if that's Chinook. Chinook. But looking at a, uh, I don't know names. There man. was an iron, not an iron. I was about to say iron glass, not to be confused with dragon glass. Yeah, what? <laughs> but uh, what the fuck is that shit called? The sand hourglass. There oh, we go. hourglass. So I'm guessing it's time. Ch- plus part ten dealt with. Did you play part ten? 
Part 10 dealt with time travel. I don't remember. Yes. Which yes, I, I, I did. Hate, I fucking hated Part 10. Then he ended up killing Liu Kang and... I like the story mode of all the Mortal Kombats. I don't like no, the, the I combat I like the story mechanics. modes of all Mortal Kombats except for 10. Oh, 10 really? was trash. Am I thinking what? 9 9 10? was fucking great. What was 9? It was uh the one... Fuck, I don't remember. Wow, nine was fantastic. Yeah, Jordan. but I'm like, I don't remember. What I, don't this, remember. I do remember. <laughs> I do, but I, I do remember loving part nine. But I'm like, what? I might be thinking of nine that I played. I don't think I, I played. Was ten recent? Yeah, like, ten was obviously eleven is. Coming I know, but out. how recent was ten? Like last year? No, it wasn't last year. Uh, I think it was like two years ago. Yeah, I definitely played nine. Do. Uh, ten. Mortal Kombat ten came out in. 2015. 2015. 2018, three years ago. When 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 did Mortal Kombat 9 come out? Oh, oh. Yeah, I didn't I didn't play 10. I played 9. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mortal Kombat 9 came out 2011. Fuck, I'm old. <laughs> you are you are old. Like I was trying to place myself. I'm like, where was I? I played 9. Yeah, that was back like high school. Like after high school. College years. Yeah. Wow, it was college years. Yeah. So I played nine. I didn't I didn't play ten. And I'm looking up to Cause I'm like, what was the story line? I don't remember what the story I was like, I don't remember what the storyline of nine was, but I remember loving nine and hating ten. That's all I really remember. I can't remember the storyline for Kind of like too. the saying was like, you don't always remember somebody's name or whatever, but you always remember how they made you feel or some shit like that. Mm-hmm, I th- I'm mm-hmm. butchering the saying, but that's essentially what no, I feel you. that is. Okay. But yeah, this game looks cool if it plays like how this cinematic looks. Yeah, and I'm hoping the story is better than... Than... Uh, 10. Than 10. Okay. And they need to make a Mortal Kombat like series. Did you ever watch like the cartoon? Back in the day? Back in the day? Yes. I fucking love that cartoon. Then it got canceled. I vaguely remember it, but I remember liking it. See, you remember, you remember, you don't remember what it was about, but yeah. you remember enjoying it. Yeah. But uh, speaking of something else that we're gonna enjoy, finally we're gonna talk about. Oh my god, bearing the lead like a motherfucker. <laughs> Avengers four. Is this the end game of the news? <laughs> the trailer news of the trailer. Yes, this is the end of the trailer news. Okay. So we're gonna talk about the end game. Avengers. Avengers! This thing on? Hey, Miss Potts. If you find this recording, don't feel bad about this. Part of the journey is the end. Just for the record, being adrift in space with zero promise of rescue is more fun than it sounds. Food and water ran out four days ago. Oxygen will run out tomorrow morning. That'd be it. When I drift off, I will dream about you. It's always you. did exactly what he said he was going to do. He wiped out 50% of 
of all living creatures. We lost. All of us. We lost friends. We lost family. We lost a part of ourselves. This is the fight of our lives. This is gonna work, Steve. I know it is. Because I don't know what I'm gonna do if it doesn't. We met a few years ago at the airport in Germany. Got got really big. Is this an old message? Ant Man, Ant Man. I know you know. I know you know that. It's the front door. That's me. Can you buzz me in? Because Marvel was fucking liars. Russo brothers. Yeah, they no said, one no one, said no one guessed the No one guessed the trailer. Meanwhile, the name of the trailer, like. It's Endgame. The yeah. first thing everyone that guessed. That was the first thing everyone guessed. Right what? after Infinity War, because yeah. Doctor Strange says this is the Endgame. Everybody was speculating that it would be called Avengers Endgame. Russo brothers was like, nah, you're all wrong. Yeah, you're all wrong. Cut to. And then it was like, <laughs> we don't want to release the name of the trailer because it's a big spoiler. I'm like, is it? I mean, I guess it is. It's the end. Yeah, but Doctor Strange said it already, so you spoiled yourself. But they lied to us, so they didn't want us to know that. <laughs> so I'm like, how is it a spoiler? They didn't want us to know. And we already knew it was because this is the final Avengers in this phase, so it's the end game, whether they call it the end game or not. And most of, a lot of actors, their contracts are up, so they're not coming back. So it's the end game Did for all of us. you hear the that? rumors that this isn't the real title and it might actually be called Annihilation? Or something and reveal it later. Kind of like how they did the Serpent Society Winter Soldier thing. Yeah, but that was before. That was in a presentation. In the yeah, same that was in a presentation. That wasn't like it. a trailer. Yeah. I can't imagine them. I, I, people were saying that, but I'm like, I can't imagine them doing yeah, that. Yeah, I don't think they're going to do that's that. That's bad that's, branding. And then that's money. Wait, money? Because now you got to release another trailer with a new name. and uh, yeah. I just feel like it's bad branding. Because people are getting confused. Like, wait, is this another movie? Is it the same movie? Why is it a different name then? It doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. I don't think they're going to do that. I, I like Endgame more than Annihilation anyway. Annihilation, Annihilation sounds kind of fan fiction-y. <laughs> I don't like Annihilation. Plus, Annihilation... Is the comic arc. Thanks me think of Annihilus, and he's not in this. Yeah, Annihilation, that, that cosmic uh, story arc in yeah. the comics. But this trailer... Which, speaking of which... I did a uh, trailer reaction on YouTube. Oh, yeah. So I watched check, it. Check that out. It's got some funny editing. Look up my name on YouTube, also, Michael Lamar Simeon. Also, dad jokes. <laughs> no, they're great jokes. Hey, I like dad jokes. I'm not. That's not an insult for me. <laughs> so, yeah, trailer reaction. Look that up. It's funny. Um, Yeah, man, let's talk about this trailer because no one's talking about Captain Marvel anymore. <laughs> no, one, no one cares. No one gives a fuck. Unless she shows up to save Tony Stark from that shit that he's starving on, no one gives a fuck about Captain Marvel right now. And that's why I said I said in my reaction video, I was like, "There's no way Marvel's gonna release the Avengers trailer this week because, like you just said, nobody's gonna give a fuck about Captain Marvel trailer, and everybody is obviously gonna go out. Everybody's excited to see Avengers four trailer, and they need to garner. Granted, it's still the MCU, but they need to garner excitement for Captain Marvel. Yeah. Now you're kind of like... You're stepping on toes. Yeah, you're stepping on your own toes. That's why I was wondering why people were rumoring that Spider-Man was released their trailer 2 this week. I'm like, why? You're just... You're, you're literally 
like hurting your own your own advertising for your other stuff because like it's too many things at once. Like you can space this stuff out. You don't do it all in one week because people yeah. aren't gonna be talking about it all. So granted, I'm excited that they released it. I'm happy that they released it, but yeah. at the same time, I find it. I still think it's weird. Yeah, don't step on your own toes, Marvel. It makes, doesn't make sense. <laughs> we can we could have waited a week for the Avengers trailer after Captain Marvel, or even like a month, or um, or like two weeks. Yeah, or whatever. At least two two weeks would be good. That's a good buffer. Two weeks. But they were like, nah, 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 same week. Same week. <laughs> Maybe they felt like people weren't hyped enough for Captain Marvel. So they were like, fuck it, Loose Avengers. <laughs> Release the hype engine. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But yeah, let's talk about that trailer. The sad as fuck trailer. See, where I feel like Captain Marvel tried to sell you on like the, the whiz-bang special effects and big blockbuster action. This was just sad. <laughs> this is like, was. hey guys, remember those emotions? Well, here's some more of these dumped in mad, like a giant truck full of emotions Yeah, it was like you. sadness on top of sadness. Like, Tony Stark is stranded on the Guardians of the Galaxy ship with Starving no food. Starving to death. No food, no water. Did Gamora just abandon his ass? Although, is, is she on the ship? Like, Well, Gamora's dead. <laughs> not Gamora, I mean Nebula. Maybe, I don't know. I feel like Nebula wouldn't But, but then part him. of me is like, even if... Now that I think about it more and more, I'm like, well, even if Nebula is on the ship, she's, she's a robot. robot. She mm-hmm. doesn't need food and water. He does. That's a, that's true too. Well, she does eat. Remember, she ate that pear or whatever. Well, yeah, she's she eats, but does she need to eat for? Is she, was she just eating just to eat, or does she actually need sustenance? Maybe. I'm hoping that's the case because I don't want her to be like at the very beginning of the movie, be like. Well, you're on your own, bitch. Peace out. Like, wait, help me. Nah. <laughs> well, yeah, he, he's leaving a message to Pepper. Which is a sad mirror yeah, of Avengers. It's like, all I think about, as I drift off, all I'm going to think about is you. That shit was... F- That's... Yeah. Oh, he, he used the very... Although part... Other than that, I think about it more, because you can only... Like, in a real life sense, you can only go three days without water. Oh, he has four days? He said, yeah, water ran out four days ago. I'm like, so you should be dead. <laughs> He's a stronger man than you should, most. You should Michael. already be dead. <laughs> no, no, no. He's a stronger man than most. Um, he uses the very important phrase "in no hope of rescue." Unless he's drinking his pee. I mean, nanobites. Not nanobots. It could be. Yeah, he might got nano pee. <laughs> yeah. Do you think uh, she's? There's two options. Captain Marvel saves him. No, there's actually three. Captain Marvel saves him. He saves himself. Or rescue. Pepper Potts in the Iron Man armor. Because that was teased at one point, right? I mean, they say that, but I don't think it's going to be Pepper. That'll be very random. Like, she finds him in the middle of fucking space all of a sudden. Well, he did send that message as he was leaving um, at the end of Infinity... Or the beginning of Infinity War. Maybe they explained that she sent out, like, a drone or a probe or something to go look for him as soon as he left. I don't know. Yeah. Just throwing out there. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I'm a fan of that. Of that. Pepper, pepper. I don't think it's too convenient. Granted, like I'm not Marvel saying I don't like, want to hey. see. I'm not saying I don't want to see her take put on the Iron Man suit, but not for that moment. Mm. I hear you. I feel like it'll probably make more sense. Or maybe, or maybe he fucking kills Nebula and uses his part, uses her parts to, to like, make an Iron Man to make, suit to make like oxygen or something. Oh, that's terrifying. <laughs> this is my Nebula armor. It's made of Nebula. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, the whole trailer is just literally just you're 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 seeing different Avengers and like their reactions to post snap. I mean, Captain America cries, bro. Captain. Yeah. That shit hurts. Captain America's crying. The line. We've never seen it. We've never seen him cry. No, we've lost friends. We lost family. Yeah. We've lost part of ourselves. But I think he was crying because part of the, because the snap, it it got rid of his beard. (laughs) 
That was one of the things that disappeared. <laughs> I lost my beard. I lost yeah. Bucky. I lost Peggy. What do I have left? <laughs> Cause I'm, uh, granted, we we've seen him uh, without the beard for the longest. But now that now that I've seen Beard Cap, I'm like, I want the beard cap. Yeah, back. I want the beard cap back. <laughs> the beard's why well, they lost though in Infinity War. That was the only time they had a beard. <laughs> Um, That's why I said the beard disappeared with the snap. There was some, I think, some uh, very subtle but poignant cinematography showing locations, and it looked vast because the camera was so pulled back, and you could see like like the Avengers Tower area, or not the tower, but the Avengers headquarters area. Headquarters, yeah. Yeah, everything looks empty. I think it's make you. It's supposed to make you feel like the world's been like Black Widow said, fifty percent of all the creatures. Yeah, not plant life. No, not stupid thing that someone said. Just what? animals, animals and people. Well, yeah, she just said fifty percent of all creatures, all living creatures, all living creatures. Yeah, yeah. which might include plants too, because that plants makes are, sense. Plants are living creatures. That's stupid though. <laughs> like, it doesn't help the the ecosystem if you lose half of the vegetation too. Just the animal life that you know. I was uses gonna say, up well, doesn't it though? Because I was gonna say, well, well, I was gonna say, well, I don't know, because technically. We eat animals too, so if you get rid of you're getting rid of animals, you're also getting rid of our food source. But you're taking away the the ecological footprint. By taking away a living creature, you're taking away the the footprint that they leave behind on on the environment. That's what Donald's really wanted to do. He wanted to fix the universe. He didn't think he didn't think it through. He doesn't give a fuck. He's chilling on the farm. This is his Donald Scarecrow. Yeah. <laughs> Comic accurate. Very fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Which supposedly they said you could see that in Infinity War. I think you can. Yeah, but I didn't notice it. Yeah, it's when he looks out. When he looks out, they say if you look at the corner, you can see the scarecrow already there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I didn't notice that. Oh. I'll have to go back and look. Um, what else they show? Oh, Ronan. Uh, I did he kill that guy that was on the ground? I'm assuming so, but that's what I was saying because it looked like when they show Ron when they show Ronan Hawkeye Clint Barton, he was he had the sword yeah. and it was like. Almost like he was wiping something off. The, there was no blood. But there was nothing on it. Because Disney, Michael. Yeah, I was like, what are you, wipe, what are you wiping? Because that's the only reason people do that, to wipe off blood from their sword. Shut the fuck up. There was no cool. Fuck, <laughs> there was no blood. It looked badass, though. It's clean. Um, I, from that one look, clearly, his family got killed in the snap. That's why, yeah, clearly. It was all They disappeared from the snap, and he snapped. <laughs> oh, yeah, you said that in the video. Yeah, I did. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Dad jokes, <laughs> but it's true. I mean, and it's, this is kind of what's talking about in the Ultimate Universe. What happens? And it it would make more sense to me if he lost, like if his whole family died. Not, yeah, 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 no whole family. Because it wouldn't make sense for him to be going this route if maybe like his one of his daughters survived. No, or whatever. I, clearly, it looks or like he's his gone wife Batman. is still there or no, whatever. He lost everybody. That's what happened in the Ultimate Universe, and he lost his mind. Um, so now he's doing the same thing. Where I think he's, because you know I. Of course, if half the universe is gone, half the planet is gone, it's chaos. So I have to assume organized crime is now stronger than ever. So it will take Batman vigilantes to take down that crime. And you would think, like, if Marvel was smart, like, how smart would it be to use... Granted, well, I guess I had to take it back because now it's been canceled. But how smart would it have been if it was strongly connected to, like, the Netflix shows... And like you can use mm. this moment for the snap to have Kingpin like take over. Now everything's disorganized and chaotic and all that. Now Kingpin can use this moment to become, you know, a crime lord of New York or that something. That would be like. a really great way to bring him back. Yeah. For a fourth season, that'll never happen. <laughs> or even, I mean, I know they're, they're going to touch on it, but like this is actually probably the most interesting Hawkeye will ever be. 
if they were to make movies in this universe, this post-snap world, that'd be a great movie. To see Hawkeye lose his family and then go on a, a, you know, a rampage as Ronan. Well, I think I read that supposedly there's a rumor of him having his own, sh- like kind of like how they're doing with Loki, Scarlet Witch, and Vision. Oh, Disney. And, uh... Uh, Bucky and uh, Falcon. Oh, please do it in this. Yeah, timeline. he's gonna he's gonna get a uh, his his own Disney streaming. That's a, that'd be a great backstory season. Just finding out what he did as Ronan before. Uh, well, I don't know Endgame. about I don't know about the time that it's yeah, gonna take place. I'm just saying that I think that'd be the most interesting Hawkeye show to have because we're not gonna see him being Ronan like you know his daily activity. What made him like? We'll get information. We're not gonna see. No, all we're of gonna it. get a daily daily life into the a father hawk, father Hawkeye, no, father gonna, Clint. It's gonna be a six. He's gonna be doing laundry for his kids and shit. <laughs> It'll be a thirty second explanation in the movie about what happened to him and where he's been. But like, I think a series exploring that would be really fucking good or interesting. It would be. Um, what else? What else is there in the trailer other than Scott Lang at the end? Um, just. Conversation. Oh, of, Thor! Thor being yeah. sad, panda. <laughs> People calling him Eminem yeah. and shit. He's sitting, he's sitting there thinking, like, "Damn, should've I should have went for the head." <laughs> um, also, somebody makes some. There's some. There's some fucking deep ass uh, trailer analysis out there. Someone said that the transition of the sun to showing Thor is is literally a reference to the line from Loki saying, "The sun will rise on us again." I'm like, wow, if that was planned, that's some deep ass shit. Yeah, I was like, I don't even think that deep. <laughs> deep. <laughs> but uh, interestingly enough, they didn't show Rocket. No, yeah, it's true. They didn't show a lot, they didn't show a lot of characters. But I think it's, this is, this is like the Star Wars trailers where they show you things, but it explains nothing. So like we know things now, but we still don't know anything. No, and that's what I want. Yeah. I don't want to know shit going into this yeah, movie. Yeah, I don't want to watch this. That's it. I, this is the only trailer I'm gonna watch. When the next trailer, I'm like, I'm not watching it. No, I'm not watching it. Why are you giving me that look? Because I, because I'm, we're going. We're Vin Diesel and uh, what's his name, Brian, right now. We're going two separate two roads. Two separate roads. Because I'm, I'm gonna watch it. No, so. I'm not watching. I'm not watching it. <laughs> Sorry, it's been a long road. <laughs> um, I don't want to know anything else. I want to go into this movie raw. Wow. Granted, Granted, I, I watched this trailer, but you so say that so you're gonna break. Really they're gonna if they're, people are gonna be talking about it online, you're like, "Fuck, I gotta watch it." I mean, I held strong for well, kinda. I held strong for Infinity War. Like, I, I only watched I only watched the first two trailers, and then after that, I didn't watch anything else. I think well, that was just TV spots and shit. Well, yeah, I didn't watch the t- I didn't watch any of the TV spots. I, I didn't no, watch- as you shouldn't. But I'm just saying, if there's one more trailer, I'll watch that. But TV spots and shit like that, off limits. But I was gonna say. The scene they show Bruce Banner looking at the uh, the holograms that show the different people that are missing. So it shows Scott Lang and then fucking Shuri. Or Shuri. Shuri. <laughs> that other guy. Oh, the YouTube person? Yeah, the YouTube person. Um, Here's my question. Because they did before say that Shuri didn't die from the snap. I think she might just be missed. Like, they can't find her. Do you think she's even missing? Or do you think that's more trailer bullshit? Because you can't trust Marvel trailers anymore. And because that scene is CGI, it could very easily be just a different person's face there. And they put Shuri there to throw you off. It could be, but I feel like that would be a weird... A weird throw you off the scent moment? Yeah. Could be. But maybe Shuri's important. So they don't want you to think she's alive to speculate about what she's going to be doing in the movie. But even then, like, just don't show anything. But okay, let's say, let's say she's missing. Where is she? 
and not and not snapped away. Why would uh, she disappear after Chala died? Now there's nobody on the Wakanda throne. She went throne. to go find Mbaku or some shit. Mbaku was on the battlefield. <laughs> he was there. I don't know. She went to go find some type of shit. To me, it's one step closer to my Okoye's Black Panther theory. But at the same time, I don't know if that's going to be true either. It could, it could be wrong. Maybe Okoye might not even be in this movie. Oh, she better be. If Shuri's not around for whatever reason... I just, I just don't see them having her missing but not snapped away. Like, why? Unless she's Black Panther solo. Like, she's just she left and she's doing Black Panther. But then she wouldn't be missing. She'd just be like, they they would know about that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I, yeah, I don't know. That fucked me up, though. I was like, Shuri died? What yeah, the fuck? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, because the Russo brothers specifically said Shuri, Shuri's ma- Shuri made it. Yeah. Again, why so you the, always yeah. lying? <laughs> My God. Fucking Russo brothers. So yeah, I'm, that so that that definitely took me out for a loop. When I saw Shuri on the screen, I was like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, <laughs> that's not supposed to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Double take. Um, what else? I guess that. That's, oh, yeah, that that's moment. Really it. And then, uh, well, that moment between Captain America and Black Widow, which is like, which I guess could be at the like when before they time travel, maybe where she's like, "Don't worry, it's gonna yeah, work. This is gonna work." And he's like, "It has and to." He's like, "Yeah, I know it's gonna work because I don't know what I'm gonna do if it doesn't." Yeah, I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, no. So yeah, who'd have thought? Like everybody was like, no, Captain Marvel's gonna be the one to save him. But really, it's gonna be Ant Man. <laughs> it's gonna be Scotland. It's gonna be Scotland. And I and I like that moment because it seems like there's no hope. There was no hope in the whole trailer, and then here comes the hope with Scott Lang. <laughs> yeah, hey, hilarious too. You remember? You remember me? The guy, Scott Lang, yeah, Scott Man, Ant Man. I helped you out a couple years ago. <laughs> yeah. Can you buzz me in? Like that buzz me in is like, I got you. We're ready to like, let's go, yeah. knuckle up. I like that too. Captain War Rico's ready. Like, War ready. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Captain Rico was like, "Is this old footage?" Like, no, this is from right now. Like, Whoa. yeah, because remember he was on the screen is missing. Yeah. So they thought he got snapped away because he was trapped in the quantum realm, which makes me wonder how did he get out? Time vortex. The, the only thing they mentioned but at the even, end of Ant-Man. But even then, it's like, even if you got in a time vortex... I assume you get sucked into that and you get shot out somewhere in time. That's what I was going to say. Isn't a time vortex? You're still tiny. <laughs> Wait, what? Because he the... was in the quantum realm. Quantum realm means he was tiny. Yeah. So even if you run into a time vortex, you're still tiny. But I assume it would spit you out not in the quantum realm. It would spit you out in some point in time. This is all just guessing because who, who, who fucking knows? But that's the only way he could end up. I'm assuming that's in the future. And then, again, it's just more questions. Because even if it spits him out in time, how did you get back to the reg- regular time? Because you would have to go back to the quantum realm. That's actually a good question. Because her hair wasn't red. It was still blonde, like after Infinity War. So was that even... In, that wasn't even in the future. That no, might have been during... like a couple of months after Infinity War at most. Because yeah. none of this stuff was like in the future that we thought we speculated about. Where like you know his, yeah because remember we thought his daughter was gonna be Ant Woman yeah or stature or whatever, um, Black Widow in the concept art has red hair, but she hasn't she didn't have red hair in any of these moments in the trailer. Is that CGI dying? I don't know. <laughs> All these questions. Maybe, maybe that's why he doesn't have a beard, because it's in the future. Wait, you're saying he was in the future in that scene? But Captain America didn't look older. Like, they didn't look older. Oh, Super but, Soldier. But weird, no. He, he had age. the um, <laughs> he the Winter Soldier. He has the Winter, yeah. 
the Winter Soldier outfit on. That's because that's Winter Soldier was a dark movie. This is a dark movie, so <laughs> darkness. You think it's because of um? That's a, I guess he, he that's a, that's his stealth suit. Yeah, but so it, he's going on a time mission. So got to be stealthy. Gotta be stealthy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There's, there's nothing even to speculate about because they don't give you any new information, really. Yeah, I don't know. Because, like, oh, this plan is going to work. I don't know what the plan is. Time travel. It's got to be time travel. Of course it's time travel. we already seen the set photos yeah. and, or set leaks and all that other stuff. But I'm still like, what is the time? Like, are they trying to travel back in time to, like, what are they doing? Because there's talk about. I like, guess to get cause the there's Infinity t- Stones there's together. More, there, there, there was, there was uh, set photos of them going back to Cap's time in the 30s or 40s, whatever. Oh, there period, was? Period that. Of, that he was in. It must be the. At least maybe and one of them. Then there was also like set photos of like them going back to the first Avengers. Yeah, I've seen that. So what exactly is their plan? Like if their plan is to try to stop that or warn it, like why not just go right before Infinity War or whatever? Like what is their plan? Are they trying to grab the Infinity Stones? Sooner, maybe. Yeah. So like they're going back to like all the movies, like all the movies where the Infinity Stones were first introduced mm-hmm. and try to grab them that way. Now that they know what they are. Like so, they're going back to Thor two. We're gonna see Thor two again. And ah! How, and how does Thanos become the villain of this movie if, like, he won? Does he does he somehow know that they're doing that and he's trying to stop them? Do they just go back to the moment before like, in the battle of Wakanda and that's where the final battle is? Or maybe they're upset, and they just go fight him. <laughs> you you won. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> kind of like the people like if you get into a fight with somebody and you win the fight. Then they try to come back with my. They try to come back with your, with their boys. Oh yeah, try, can you take us all out now? <laughs> and they they uh, the Rooster Brothers confirmed that Stormbreaker, even though it should be obvious, Stormbreaker they, is not more powerful than the Infinity Gauntlet. It's yeah, they didn't say wasn't that. prepared. He, was, he, he got caught off guard. Yeah, because he he thought that beam would stop it, but it was like he didn't know what it was, so he didn't know what would actually be able to stop that god weapon. But if he had known, oh oh, it's a god weapon. I'll do something else. But he thought, I can stop that. Beam. Oh, shit, too late. Ah, oh, stabbed. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. Fitting you gauntlet. It does make sense. But that's, and I, he just got all the gyms. So it's not like he even had, like, you know, but practice still, with it. But it still makes me wonder, like, what the Avengers, I mean, with the uh, MCU going forward, like, will they ever introduce the cosmic entities at some point? Or is that Or is that too far-fetched for the movie universe? Like know. the Living Tribunal, the one of I mean, they mentioned the Living Tribunal in Doctor Strange, so obviously he must exist. Oh, you're, you're asking that, if it's that like end. Living Tribunal staff or whatever. Yeah, you're asking if this is gonna end like the Infinity War comic. On, I'm not even saying I'm not even saying all of that, but like, like that that doesn't necessarily have to happen. But will they ever Infinity int- Gauntlet? Rather, sorry, will they ever introduce them? Like, say they're a thing. I mean, they're already less. a thing. They showed they've shown the Celestial in the in the Power Stone flashbacks. Remember. And Guardians of the Galaxy. And Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. yeah. So they're a thing. I just don't know if they're ever going to have them all show up to be like, Thanos, you're fucking up. <laughs> That'd be fucking amazing if they did at the end of this movie. Um, but there's no Adam Warlock or anything, so it's going to be a completely different story. Which I'm fine with. I don't want to know what's going to happen. Yeah, am I going to see Master Order and Lord Chaos? <laughs> Probably not. Because, <laughs> um, I mean, they already had... They haven't even, and I mean, death is a cosmic being, cosmic celestial being. They haven't done Mistress Death. No, probably won't. Um, fuck, I was gonna say, I was gonna ask a question about what you thought about something. 
I'm blanking now. Was it about Thanos? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> well, that, yeah, that's all I really got. Oh, oh, oh. I, I might know, and this is a might, the, what the Stan Lee cameo is. I have sources. What the hell is that? fuck is that? No. Hey, what the fuck is that? <laughs> oh, my God. Disney knows. Disney yeah, heard me. So you, yeah, as soon as they heard you. <laughs> Creeping up on you. You like, better not say yeah, nothing, say boy. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> like you take a laser pointer in my forehead. What are you looking at, Michael? What's, what's wrong? You know, like, <laughs> as soon as you said I might know, Disney's like, what? Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha, <laughs> bitch. Would you, did you want to know? No, I don't want to know. Fuck. <laughs> I want to say it. It's, it's, it's kind of, it's heartbreaking. Then I don't want to know even more. <laughs> but I don't really know. It's like a maybe. It could, but, I could be wrong. Yeah, but maybe could be right. True, the same sources did know actually what the post credit scene was for And how do they know? What was it? Do they work did they work were they on set? Oh for set? Aquaman. For Aquaman. I'm like, were they on set? How do they know? They won't tell me. They just And who is this person? It's just somebody online that just tells me random shit. Well then fuck that person because they shouldn't be telling you anything. And at first I was like, I don't I don't believe you. But they were right about Aquaman. So they could be right about this. Well, I don't want to know. Okay. So fuck you. But anyway, I, Stanley, I'm just <laughs> I'll just say that it's it's very fitting and and sad and kind of beautiful. But I don't know if they meant it to be that way. It's just because of the recent events with Stanley. It ends up being kind of like, wow, that's crazy. Moving on, because I'm like, I, now I'm like, getting curious, aren't you? Yeah, but like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. So, all right, I won't tell you. Yeah, that's all I got. That's all I got for the uh, Avengers Four trailer. But speaking of Avengers, the Avengers Four trailer. So yeah, Avengers Four, which this is obvious. I knew it was gonna do. I knew it was gonna do this. So it is now the trailer with the most views. In just 24 hours. Of course. <laughs> of course. Uh, the first Avenger, Infinity War trailer received 215 million views. This is worldwide or something? Well, just, just views. Yeah. Like on like YouTube and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Like a culmination of all views. Yeah. Captain Marvel, the Captain Marvel trailer got 47 million views, which I mean is still... Still 47. Like, I would love to have 47 million views. I mean, I think we all would, but just the comparison's hilarious. But uh, where is the freaking number? Oh, but Infinity War got 289 million views in 24 hours. That's like almost 70 plus million more than Infinity War. I mean, it makes sense. Every time these movies hit big... They get more and more people going like, "What? These movies are fucking still around." Now, granted, that doesn't necessarily. I'm gonna go back and binge it. Now, granted, that doesn't necessarily translate to box office because they're because uh, it before Infinity War, it was the number one view trailer in terms of uh, YouTube views or whatever. But it didn't make anywhere near as much as like Infinity War. Let's be real, dude. It will though. <laughs> in this case, it'll translate. Oh yeah, I'm just saying it doesn't necessarily translate, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. for this it definitely. I feel like this, this I feel like this movie is gonna make more than Infinity. Because the thing with I the, don't think it's gonna catch Avatar. Oh, Avatar, James Cameron, not the Last Airbender, yeah, James Cameron. <laughs> yes, I don't think it's gonna catch Avatar, but it's definitely gonna make way more than than uh, Infinity I think it War. Will. 
I'm, I'm saying it now. I could be wrong, but I'm going to put my prediction dick on this. Because you also have to take inflation and stuff into account. Yeah. Like when Avatar first came out, money was worth less and movie, t- movie ticket prices were worth less, mm. yada, yada, yada. And so that now that you look at that, the what people spent on Avatar is technically more than what people would spend today. Yeah, that's true too. But I think it'll do it. But you also said that for Infinity War. Well, and it didn't. But I'll be right this time <laughs> <laughs> because this is the true you're end. Say, you're just gonna say every movie. Yep. Yeah, this movie's gonna do <laughs> this it. This is the true. No, it end. didn't do it. Now this movie's gonna do it. Because the thing that the MCU has over other movies is like, it's like a TV show. So every time they have these big event movies, they get more and more people to jump on board with the 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 money train or the the bandwagon. So I feel like it's gonna definitely be bigger, just because on virtue of like. It's gonna be more people from before that heard how good Infinity War War or Infinity War was, and then went back and binged enough of Marvel to see this new one because they want to be on the hype train. But I'm still kind of curious, like where? Grant, I don't know what happens in this movie. Where does it end? What happened? Yada yada. I'm still just like, what are they doing Phase Four? <laughs> I mean, Spider Man comes out right afterwards, and I'm like, also like, what is Avengers Five gonna be about? <laughs> I don't know. They can never top this. Like, you know what I mean? Until they get to the next giant culmination finisher movies, like, you can't top this. And, like, Avengers 5 is really like Avengers 1 all over again. Yeah, it's like we have to so, reset. Yeah, it's, like, it's, like new, it's like a new team. Yeah. It's basically new Avengers. It's so season two like, of Marvel. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> what do they do? <laughs> I have no idea. It took 10 years to end. Like, yeah, this is really season one. This is the season one finale. It took 10 years, but this is the, this is the season one finale. I think season two is going to end with Secret Wars. Maybe. I feel like whatever the next giant event is, is going to end the the universe. I was going to say, I feel like Secret Wars is, well, I guess maybe not. Because I was going to say, I feel like Secret Wars might be too big for a movie. No, not at all. And they're probably bring it up too. Make it like two parts. But even then, like Secret, War, like Secret Wars needs to be like. Well, they're not going to make it one to one of the comic. They're going to like redo it. Yeah, I was like, Secret Wars need to be like six movies. It would be like Doctor Doom and Black Panther, that whole thing. It makes sense. Right oh, you there. mean that Secret Wars, not the 80s Secret Wars, where Beyonder. No, 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 no. Taking them to Battle World. And- no, no, no. I think they'll they'll try and remake the new Secret Wars. Because it, it just makes more sense. Like, Doctor Doom's going to be a character. Yeah, but Black I feel like, Panther's I feel a major like for character that now. Secret Wars, I feel like it's too soon for that. Like, it's not. No, no, no. no I'm, not, movies- I'm not saying Avengers 5 is going to be Secret Wars. I'm saying. The in, like the, the Infinity War of this next phase oh so of ten movies. years from now another yeah. ten years from now yeah when we're in our forties and they'll they'll bring back if Hugh Jackman's still around they're gonna bring in Hugh Jackman they're gonna bring in Tobey Maguire I think they're gonna do all that I think they're gonna they're gonna go as all out as possible as they can when we're in our forties yes. <laughs> yes so remember now Blur Vision fans <laughs> that Jordan said it <laughs> twenty eighteen so in twenty twenty eight when I'm well no you're gonna be in your forties. I'm going to be in my 20s. That doesn't make sense. That's, that's, that's how that works. <laughs> like, Benjamin Button? Yeah, that's what I was, gonna, I was just about to say. I got that Benjamin Button disease. <laughs> okay, wow. So, but yeah. Breaking the trade. 289 million in 24 hours. That's fucking crazy. Fucking crazy. But you know what else is fucking crazy? So Thanos's, uh snap has an official name. The Decimation. The Decimation. That's pretty gruesome sounding <laughs> i mean it makes more sense than the snap because <laughs> no one else would know it's the snap other than the people that were there i also, you know i'm like i like the snap better call it the decimation well you have to think about like it's like the incident 
in Daredevil season one, where like it's like what the 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 ma- the populace is gonna call it, what the you know what the world calls it, not what the Avengers call it. Because Avengers call it the Battle of New York. But now that I think about it, it would be nice to see like a series of post snap world, like all the all the decimation. Yeah, that happened, like literally. If you because if you think about it, pilots got snapped out of existence mm-hmm. while the plane while planes were in the air. Yeah, more than half the world died just because people died because of the snap. Like people in planes, people in submarines. So people yeah, in, even if you su- even if you survived the snap, you died because of the consequences of that. Yep. That'd be cool. That's crazy. Yeah. And I think that'd be really cool. Like they should, they should have movies in that universe. Like they could do a young, young Avengers, new Avengers or whatever. The kids of the Avengers, young Avengers. Yeah. They could do a movie of that in the post snap world and just keep it, you know, just have it in a bottle universe as if they never fixed it. You know what I mean? We could do runaways. Some of the parents disappear. Yeah. Disappeared. (laughs) Yeah, that that that'd definitely be interesting. Like that concept is definitely interesting, but they won't do it. But speaking of something that is interesting that they are doing. What? So, Jordan, guess what? What? Iron Fist got canceled. I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> and so you know who's replacing it? Shang-Chi. <laughs> oh yes, this. The real Iron Fist. What a weird coincidence that in the, yeah, the same weird. week that Iron Fist is canceled by Netflix, Marvel announces they're going to make a Shang-Chi franchise of movies. Which, funny enough, Shang-Chi was supposed... Remember I mentioned this before? Like, it was like, oh yeah, Shang-Chi was going to show up in Iron Fist and uh-huh. he never did. Good. <laughs> Taint him. But I'm like... And they're looking for an Asian... Like an Asian... Or a person of Asian descent to be the director, To right? be the director, because an Asian person is writing the movie. Oh, okay. So they kind of want to pull a Black Panther, where a black person wrote... Uh, black Nate Moore, Nate, well Nate Moore produced it. Uh, some a black guy wrote it and a black guy directed it. So we're about to make Shang Chi a way bigger character in the movies than he ever was in the comics, so we can get some some. Uh, I mean, that's how most of these, like that's how most of these characters were. Guardians of the Galaxy is way bigger in the movie universe than the comic. Like nobody knew the fuck they were. But like Shang Chi doesn't do anything. Like Shang Chi's never in like a big crossover. He's never like Shang Chi. I mean, yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's I like mean, he he's had his moments. It's like that's like the equivalent of Misty Knight showing up in a like a, an Avengers movie. He's had his badass moments in like certain like like books. Yeah, but yeah, he's not really. But then no one calls him for the Avengers. It's yeah, like he's not really call a, Iron Fist. Well, Shang Chi really a thing. What about him? <laughs> no, he's not a thing. So I almost feel like, and, and this is gonna be the Iron Fist replacement. But he does. It, his powers are a little, like he does have powers though, and it's a little weird. He does. I thought he was martial arts. He he is, but he's also multiple man, pretty much. He can make duplicates of himself. That's really whack. <laughs> like it doesn't fit with his motif. Like what is what does that do? He's, he like, can make duplicates of himself. Like shadow clones that he uses to fight. Uh, no, he can make duplicates. That's all I know. He's multiple man. Fuck it. Just give him the. The metal hand. <laughs> the golden fist. How about that? It's not the iron fist, but it's similar. But I, also, I always thought it was weird, though. Like, he's so good at martial arts, he can, like, fight somebody like the Hulk and shit like that. But it's like, how? That doesn't make any sense. Unless he, your cheese is giving you power. Yeah, he know, he Because he has, like, he knows, like, kind of like uh, Ty Pressure Lee. Points. Ty Lee from uh, Avatar. Like, she's not a... 
a bender, but she can still fucking take out benders because she knows that, like, hit those pressure points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense in that world, but is that what he's doing? He's taking out pressure points, people? I think so. Okay. Let me look it up. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, I just think it's interesting that this is going to be the first Asian-American superhero. It's like, damn, son. Says he's beaten numerous superhuman opponents. Shang-Chi is classed class as an athlete, but he's one of the best non-superhumans in martial arts martial arts and has dedicated much of his life to the art being referred to by some as the greatest martial arts blah 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 much of his physical ability stemmed from his mastery of chi which often allows him to surpass physical limitations of normal athletes he has also demonstrated the ability to dodge bullets from machine guns sniper rifles and is able to detect deflect gunshots with his bracers so he's Wonder Woman (laughs) Shang-Chi is also highly trained in the arts of concentration and meditation and is an expert in various hand weapons, including swords, staves, Kylie sticks, nunchucks, and shurikens. <laughs> staves? You mean staves? <laughs> following, ex- following, exposure, following exposure to cosmic radiation, Shang-Chi was able to create unlimited number of duplicates of himself. So he's Naruto. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hopefully they... I understood uh, that reference. They update his powers a little bit. Give him, give him something else. I don't know. That doesn't sound that impressive. Well, he has mastery of chi. So he's basically just an Asian Iron Fist. Yeah, if you if you just show his powers and his fists like Iron Fist, but don't call it an Iron without, Fist. Yeah, I was going to say without the fist. Yeah. It's his whole body. It's kind of like Captain Marvel. <laughs> so he's the last dragon. You possess the power of the... Wait a minute, 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 because you're giving me a look. Have you seen The Last Dragon, Jordan? Yeah. Oh, I was about to slap you across this fucking room. Wow. Too black. Too black. Yeah, man, Bruce Leroy. Come on. Shown up. I mean, come I mean... There's a lot of black movies that you haven't seen. So I'm like, uh, please tell me you've seen The Last Dragon. That hurts. <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't have came back next week. Wow. I would have to quit this. Out, don't, quit. Worry, don't worry. I know what the glow is. All right. Because like, when I started singing it, you gave me a look like you didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. I was. That's why I was like, wait a minute. Pause this fucking podcast. I will go home and get the movie right now. Wow. And we will watch this shit and I will fucking glue. You know how those movies like Clockwork Orange where they fucking yeah. <laughs> peel his eyes back? Yeah, peel your eyes back. I will make sure you watch the shit. Jesus Christ. No, I've seen it. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, so anyway, moving on. So yeah, Shang-Chi, are you, are you excited? Yes, I'm excited for what it represents for the Asian community. And but I'm excited to see what they do with the character to make him a like a... A valuable member of like the MCU. But part of me is like, I'm like, it's a no fucking brainer. Cast Lewis Tan. Oh, it's casting? Yeah, that's a good point. It needs to be it needs to be Lewis Tan. Like he was already almost Iron Fist. Yeah. So it's like a no brainer. He looks the part. For real. The man's ripped, his skills, he's got it all. I'm like And he's an actor. I'm like, cast Lewis Tan and have lots of shirtless scenes. <laughs> that that's that's all I need for this movie. Yeah. 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 I mean, granted, I, or Yoshi, but I would. I rather if I had to pick between Yoshi or Lewis. Yoshi stunts. Yeah. Oh, the Power Ranger. Yeah. Nah, Lewis Tan. I was gonna say if I. Had, that's what I said. If I had to pick between Yoshi or uh, Lewis Tan, give me Lewis Yoshi's Tan. Yoshi's got like a baby face. Like Lewis Tan looks like a man. <laughs> a man, a man. A man. A martial arts man. A man. 
Whose dick I want to suck. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot of men on that list. But, yeah. But speaking of something that's not on Netflix's list. So, yeah. So, uh, an article came out and IGN was talking about it. And remember all that talk about how Netflix has lost viewership and all the other stuff? Yeah. Well, according to, a, uh, well, not, not IG. Well, according to Deadline, they're saying that actually... That's not true. Daredevil was ranked fourth in viewer demand amongst all digital originals in the United States across all streaming platforms. The demand for Daredevil was only bested by Narcos, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, and Stranger Things, which all happen to be Netflix series. And that so, raises the question. So I was like, yeah, so I was gonna say all that talk about maybe the viewership for Netflix, you know, we don't get the numbers. According to this, Netflix Dare Dare specifically Daredevil. We're not talking about Iron Fist and Luke Cage, but Daredevil specifically had very high viewers viewer viewership numbers. So that raises the question, yeah, why was it canceled? Was it cost or was it Disney? Those are the two options now. Cost of production? I don't or think Disney? it was I don't think it was Disney because Netflix owns the rights to those shows. It's like Fox. Like Fox owns the rights to X-Men in terms mm-hmm. of movies. Disney can't do anything about it. Granted, now they can because they own Fox. But I'm just saying, aside from that, they can't do anything about the, the Fox streaming rights yeah. or whatever to do. So I'm just saying, it's the same thing with Netflix. Netflix owns the rights to those shows. But so, it's still weird timing that as soon as they cancel Iron Fist, they have a Shang-Chi thing ready. So like... Is there no synergy there? Or or that could just no- be a fuck you to Netflix saying, well, you canceled our properties. We didn't want you to cancel our properties. Hmm. What do you think it is? Because I'm, I'm, I don't know. Now I'm like, it I has think to be production costs, I think right? it might be Netflix. I mentioned this last week. Like, Netflix having these Marvel properties on their, sh- on their streaming service. It's free advertising? Yeah, it's free advertising for Disney streaming service. Uh, maybe. It's, it's, not, like the, it's not like there's commercials in there. No, it's not commercials, but it's saying, hey, if you want more of these Marvel characters... Well, Disney's having its own streaming service with Scarlet Witch and Vision, Loki. But at the end of the day, you're shooting yourself in the foot by getting rid of one of your most popular shows that people will, like, will buy the service for that. Like, why, why get rid of it? It's got to be production cost. business people are stupid. Because <laughs> isn't... Like, I forgot what the... I've read somewhere I'm thinking, what the I'm like, was. How much could Daredevil really cost? It's like, what... You, you don't... There's not really that many special effects. Where do they go? Like, on location... It was pricey. There's not a lot of on location. It's not like Sense8 where... No. Like Sense Eight would would take place in like Africa and and Iceland, and they would literally go to San Francisco, and they would literally go to all these places to yeah. film. That was fucking expensive. It was a high price. I I read what the price was. It was like thirty million, some some high. But the fact that it's one of the biggest shows on the platform, still, it's not. I don't think it's so high that it eclipses the other shows' costs. You know what I'm saying? So I don't I don't know why. I don't know why either. The world may the never world know. May never know <laughs> yeah, so I, th- I just thought that was interesting considering hmm. like now that all that talk about, oh yeah, maybe the viewership was dropped. Maybe it's just the nerds that were just into Daredevil, but really it wasn't. But it's like, no, people are really into Daredevil. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, But speaking of something else, I don't know, because... Uh, there's all the speculation and talk about, oh yeah, we're not gonna see the last of these characters. They're gonna they're they're you know, Daredevil lives on, Nef, uh Luke Cage lives on, Iron Fist lives on. <laughs> well, Charlie Cox finally responded to the cancellation of Daredevil 
And he basically said, a lot of us really expected to keep going. And I certainly did. The truth is, I felt like we had a lot of stories to tell. And although I understand the cancellation, I'm very saddened by that. It's just how business works. But also, these characters mean a lot a lot to people. It's weird to think there's a chance I won't be playing Matt Murdock ever again. That's a bizarre feeling because that character has such has been such a huge part of my life for the last four and a half years. Such wasted potential. And he's like, oh my, and he's like, yeah, I don't know how this would happen, but maybe one day we could pick up the baton and do it again. So basically he's this saying ain't that. Happen. This is done. Yeah, I was going to say, he's saying like, as far as I know, like I'm done. What a fucking waste, man. Yeah. Put that motherfucking in Spider-Man movie. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Make Kingpin the villain of Spider-Man 3 and put Daredevil in it, God damn it. Oh, speaking of Kingpin and all that, we we forgot we missed the reference like when uh, Alan Richardson was talking and he's like, "When I was a boy, <laughs> and during Titans, uh, and I thought about when I was yeah, a when boy. I was a boy." That's a way darker story. <laughs> Jesus. But, you see how Alan he came out and said that they might cross over with the CW shows. I heard that. I'm I was like. like in what world? Like, there's no way. But then uh, people were like, "This show is circling way that as news. too dark." But they were circling that as news. And then I was like, "Wait, so who said that? Hawk said that? Who? Who cares? Like, it's the actor saying yeah, that." I was like, over. "Hawk also said that Infinity War was. What do you say? I brought this up in news. It was. Oh, it was, that's right. It wasn't as there were no stakes or whatever." I'm a fucking don't know what he's talking about. Don't listen to him. <laughs> don't listen to the thing he says. I'm like, stop talking. You're not. You're making yourself not as cute anymore. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He's Just, ripped as fuck. That's what I said. That I was like, he's fucking jacked. Yeah, he, when they showed his like his back and shit, I was like, and, damn, his, and his ass. I, I was looking at his back. I was what, looking at his traps. What, isn't his his ass is on his back? His upper back. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at was Dove's like, lower back. You know I was like, damn, saying? he's jacked, and I want to jack him. <laughs> you mean steal from him? I was just about to say, guys, and if you're in case you're listening, I don't mean carjack. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but uh. I don't know. I don't have a segue for this. So, <laughs> Black Panther. So it's your fault, Jordan, because you're supposed to give me a segue. You're supposed to give me a sentence, and I take that sentence. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, so Black. Speaking of sorry. <laughs> Speaking of not sorry. Okay. So Black Panther is making more history by being the first superhero movie to be nominated for a Golden Globe for Best Picture. And how many people are mad about that? A lot of people. <laughs> Oh, it's overrated. Oh, my God. I looked at some Marvel. Like, Marvel posted about Black Panther. Oh, yeah. Marvel posted about this on their page. And I looked at the comments. And I was like, wow, people are fucking trash. <laughs> Thought I was right to kill half the population because fuck them. Like, I couldn't believe it. Like, I doubt it's going to get an Oscar nomination. But, yeah, Golden Globes. But just people getting mad about it. Like, the the vitriol. In I'm the like, did y'all section. get mad about Suicide Squad getting the fucking Oscar? Granted, it was for best costume, but even still, no. Star Trek was nominated that year. But I don't, it's just the the level of like racist anger that is like in the comment sections of Black Panther. Black Panther doing well. It's like, and it's so weird because people, those same people, if you say they're not racist, they be like, I'm not racist, but fuck that nigger. And it's like, no, yeah, you're right, absolutely right. Maybe that's I, the extreme. It might say, I'd say nigger, but they'd be like, I'm not being racist. This is my opinion. 
And How it's do like, you not? Your opinion is fueled clearly by some kind of prejudice because you're like, oh, it's underrated because it's Black Panther. <laughs> but yeah, you're a hardcore Marvel fanboy, right? You know, you'd be happy for you know, it. No, we did few of those same races. We were like, mm, if I had to, it was like, name a movie that was overrated. overrated. Yeah. <laughs> but we're also not on fucking message boards going like, fuck you, Black Panther. You should be. You're not as good as people say it. It's like, fuck, just be happy for it. Like, why are you. What, what makes you so angry in your life? That you need to take it out on a movie that has nothing to do with you. Because they said a black woman is smarter than Tony Stark, a white man. Yeah, no, you're <laughs> right. That's exactly why. But it's like, those people are fucking trash. <laughs> trash people. Yeah. But yeah, it's overrated. Fuck that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Even people that are so-called allies are like, yeah, I don't believe that Tony Stark is not as smart as Sherry. Why? <laughs> I'm not going to name any names. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> but yeah, but uh, Black Panther is going to go against Black Klansman, which you didn't see because you're trash. Yep. Bohemian, Rhaps- <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody, which I do need. To- I still want to see that. Uh, if Bill Street could talk, which I want to see that. But part of me is also like, how are these movies getting nominated and they're not out yet? Like, if Bill Street could talk, does it come out to- for like another two weeks or so? I don't even know what that is. It's a movie that's coming out. Oh, okay. It's going to be a black... It's a black movie, so you're not... Again, you're not going to see it. Is there a superhero in it? No. Oh, then. And a a star is born. Uh. Which, again, makes me wonder... I'm like, how does this work? Because a star is born is nominated for Best Picture, but Bradley Cooper didn't get nominated for Best Director. I don't get how these nominations work. I don't get it either. But, yeah, so, I mean, I guess... Congratulations to Black Panther. Congrats. Being the first superhero movie. Just don't read the comment section. <laughs> but uh, somebody that doesn't deserve congratulations is Disney and Avengers for not uh, pre-purchasing and owning the Avengers Endgame uh, URL. What do you mean? Because go, go, type in AvengersEndgame.com and see what comes up. <laughs> is he porn the, ult- the ultimate troll. <laughs> Avengers. Jordan's typing it in right now. They were now. so busy saying that it wouldn't be this title. They probably didn't buy it. Just so yeah, it they be... didn't. They didn't buy it. Wait, I typed in in gains. <laughs> no, not gains. Dot com. Not not traps. Yeah. <laughs> Avengers Endgame. Foxmovies. Dot com. No, look look at look at what it is. Twentieth Century Fox. Deadpool. Deadpool. <laughs> The ultimate troll. <laughs> wow. They did it on purpose? I guess so, right? I guess so, yeah. <laughs> wow, Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, guys, since you couldn't see, but yeah, when you type in AvengersEndgame.com, if you didn't already do it, the advertisement for Once Upon a Deadpool comes up. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Uh, <laughs> That's why I said the ultimate troll. So could have been worse. Could have been DC. <laughs> yeah, it could have been. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was a cute thing. So something that is not a cute thing. So it's actually pretty sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a segue. Okay. It's very fucking sad. So Jordan. Yes. You, we already know uh, a Dark Phoenix movie is coming out next year that nobody's really talking about no nobody cares not really been any movement in dark phoenix it comes out on june 20th but uh guess what simon kinberg the writer and director 
of the Dark Phoenix movie did to try to spruce their movie up. Spruce it up? I have no idea. They had somebody look at, they had somebody uh, review the script and tone to basically, you know, tweak it to see if it's good. Okay. Guess who that person is? I don't know. Kevin Feige. Wait, what? They brought in Kevin Feige? They brought in Kevin Feige to try to fix their movie. Why? This is the end game. <laughs> this is the, the Fox X-Men end game. Simon Kimber basically said, we brought in Kevin Feige to review the script and tone for Dark Phoenix. It's like, please, sir, please yeah. give us some of your magic. Yeah. Please, sir, can I have some more? Wow, what a desperate last attempt That's to make what these I said. movies good. That's what I was saying. It's so sad. <laughs> It's like, guys, it's over. Just let it go. Yeah, it's just can, just can, at this point, I'm like, just cancel the movie. Yeah, like, They're like, yeah, guys, we want some of what you got. So let's call the guy that's been running this ship for the last ten plus years. And he's doing it. He's actually helping him. Yeah, I mean, the movie's coming out. So yeah, but like, how much could he do? It's a, basically done, right? It's like, what can you do? But he could still, I guess, for reshoots. <laughs> the, they're still doing reshoots for that. I don't know. I thought it was over. But okay. yeah, I'm like it's pretty sad. <sighs> the X Men universe, the the singer X Men universe is dead. But Bury also they say they saying this isn't the first time Kevin Feige has given his two cents on a non Marvel Studios film. What else? Another one that he's done was uh, Howard the Duck, no, the, <laughs> the Amazing Spider Man Two. Wow! And it said Feige expressed concern. With the film's opening scene as well as the performances. You mean the random ass scene with his parents? Yeah, yeah, of course. So he expressed concern with the film's opening scene and Andrew Garfield's performances and the Paul Giamatti stuff. But wow. most of his comments were ignored. Obviously. Yeah, I mean, I mean, everything you just listed, I'm like, those all those things are in the movie still. So clearly, they didn't do anything about it. Hey man, can you help us with our movie? Yeah, this yeah. is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. Why? Well, fuck you. <laughs> Like, why do you ask me then? We're still going to do it anyway. Yeah. You don't know shit. Why do we even ask you? <laughs> Cut to, can you, can you help us with Spider-Man Homecoming? <laughs> God damn it. Speaking of somebody not knowing shit. I don't know what was wrong with his performances, though. Andrew Garfield. I guess maybe he mentions, maybe not the whole performance, but like certain elements, maybe. Yeah, okay. So maybe certain scenes that he didn't like. <laughs> maybe all the random uh, Harry Osborn shit. Hey, we're best buddies. You want to go skip a rock? Yeah, no one does that in life. <laughs> no one. <laughs> I, try, I try to do that. Skip a rock. With somebody that you're catching up with? No. Exactly. <laughs> Nobody does that in real life. <laughs> Let's talk and skip rocks, Michael. <laughs> but yeah, but Amy Amy Adams basically came out because uh, she had a, a, a sit down with uh, Nicole Kidman. Lois and, Lane. Uh, yeah, Lois Lane. Okay. Uh, and there's this uh, series on Variety, which I love watching, called Actors on Actors, where basically actors interview each other. Okay. And so uh, the two DC women, Nicole Kidman, you know, making her Aquaman debut, speaking with Amy Adams, and, you know, Amy Adams basically congratulated her and welcomed her to the DC family. But she basically came out and says that she is, quote, out of the DC universe now because they're revamping it. Lois Lane said that. Lois Lane said that. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, really? This that, is really fucking trash. They're never making a Man of Steel 2. 
This is really fucking like now that she's like, because really it was just speculation. Like, oh yeah, maybe they were not going to do, or we're not going to really focus on Superman. Maybe now he won't get his own story, but he yeah. still might be around. But now Amy Adams is like, yeah, shit. those are her exact words. I'm out of the DC universe now that they're revamping it. Hey man, you know, you got to make room for Zatanna and Black Canary and, and Harley Quinn in the whatever <laughs> spectacular Mr. Fox, wherever the name of the title is. <laughs> but yeah, I just thought, fucking trash. Hey, man, they're, they're building the universe over there with some random shit. But yeah, so uh, going back to what I mentioned before about Hawk and Dove getting a, a spinoff series. Whack. This is, this is where the quote came from. Whack. Which, now, now that I think about it more and more, I'm like, eh, maybe it's not actually true. Because it's coming from Alan Richardson. Again. Yeah. This motherfucker he, he just won't shut up. But he's just like, I don't think it's out of the question. The idea has definitely been discussed on numerous occasions. And Minka and I are huge fans of the idea because we want to get to know these characters even better and see more of their day-to-day life. No, just fucking being the Titans. I think the beauty I think the beauty of Titans is that you get even more of a feel of this. I feel with Hawk and Dove. Uh, is this voyeuristic kind of fly-on-the-wall perspective of a day in life of a superhero. You get a glimpse behind the curtain. You get to go in, go inside their dingy apartment and see how they pay the bills and grocery shop. There's something really human about that kind of superhero show that I'm a huge fan of. I think it gives us the opportunity to tell a superhero story in a way that's never been done before, and that's exciting to me. And I think there's a lot of story to explore, a lot of history, and I'm hungry for that. And I really hope that happens. Oh, so hungry. <laughs> I'm just hungry for more acting roles, bro. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a fan of that. And I, that's coming from somebody that loved that episode, but not for a whole series, dog. I mean, maybe maybe if they had, like, because po- they, they don't have powers, unlike the actual Hawk and Dove in the comics. They're yeah. just regular, like, Batman and Robin. Yeah. I think, I think that it, they should just work on the team. I want I want just the team of Teen Titans. I don't want. But also at the same time, I'm like I don't want the team to get too big because then you run into Flash problems. Well, they could be like recurring characters. You know what I mean? They don't have to be like mainstays, but they could be in the rotation. So when they need them for stuff, like this, they they showed up twice now in this season. That's fine. Yeah. I guess a third time too. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I think so. I mean, why not? Yeah, why not? <laughs> You're so so easygoing in the rib. <laughs> Am I though? No. But yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. Just based on loving this episode so much, I don't know. I, I probably wouldn't hate the idea of a spinoff. I I mean, I get it. if you if they made it and I watched it and it was good, it's one thing. But like, just if you're gonna ask me right now if I want that, not really. I just thought it was good character development for them in this show. Not f- strong enough for them to have their own show. I didn't think the story was that in-depth that I needed to see a whole spinoff show about it. Because then I, it's just Batman and Robin, but without powers, and it's a guy and a girl. Like, I don't, well, huh? Batman and Robin don't have powers, so yeah, it's just Batman and Robin, basically. Yeah. But, I mean, we're not getting a Batman and Robin in this series. Getting a Robin? Yeah, Robin. Would... Robin and Nightwing. And not Nightwing, because he won't get it from Superman. Yeah. But uh, speaking of more DC stuff, 
that might be in the works. Well, no, this is not might. This is actually in the works. But I'm like, until I get a freaking like uh, press release or whatever that says this movie is in production, I don't believe it because there's a lot of shit that DC Warner Brothers announced that ended up not happening. But uh, so yeah, Warner Brothers came out and says they're developing a Plastic Man movie. Why? Centered around Plastic Man. Again, they're just throwing darts at a fucking board. Like, wh- where are these things coming from? It's so random. I feel like every week they're announcing a new random ass movie. And uh, Robert Shea, who was behind uh, Nightmare on Elm Street and Lord of the Rings trilogy, he's going to executive produce. And uh, the project is described as a comedian action adventure. Okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Yeah, I was, I was like, okay, <laughs> Plastic Man. I don't really know much about Plastic Man, but at the same time, I'm still just like, where's the Flash? Where's Bat? What's going on with Matt Reeves' as Batman? I don't know. There's a <laughs> lot of movies that's like, I don't know. There's so many movies that have been sidelined, and it's just there's no explanation. It's like a... Where's the web? It's the Green Lantern Corps movie. Like, I wanna see, yeah, I want to see a list of these movies. Like, What are the movies that are still actually in production and what's not? That's why I was like, until there's this no mo- plan. Until this movie like starts shooting, I don't believe it. Cause yeah, what happens to the Green Lantern Corps movie? What happens to the Cyborg movie? Who knows? Where's the Flash? <laughs> Who knows? What happens to the Nightwing movie that Chris McKay supposed to do? Anyway, so speaking of something else that's in development, so we saw Aquaman. Like what was it last week? Yes. Yeah, oh, it seems so long ago. <laughs> but it it's, was, so, it's just a weird feeling when you see a movie that far in advance. But yeah, it was already last week we saw it, and the movie hasn't even come out yet, and they're already, they're already greenlit a sequel. Which I'm like, yeah, of course, they plan on doing a sequel, but the movie hasn't come out yet. You already announced like you were going to do like several Man of Steel movies, and that didn't happen. Batman movies, that's not happening. <laughs> The Flash movies. It doesn't seem to be happening. Mm, no, <laughs> not so much. So I'm like, wait till your movie comes out and then talk about doing a sequel. <laughs> don't follow the don't follow the footsteps of uh the dark universe <laughs> with the mummy the mummy universe. <laughs> oh my gosh. All those movies. Yeah. But yeah, no no brainer. They already talked about Aquaman too, so whatever. Uh but something that I am excited about, but a little annoyed that it's not coming out for PlayStation because that's the system that it came out originally. But you ever played the Marvel Ultimate Alliance games? Yeah. I used to love those games. Well, I mean, that's what the, a lot of the cool moments in the first Avengers movie were from combo moves from Ultimate Alliance. It was like the shield. Yeah. The shield laser thing. Well, they announced they're going to finally do an Ultimate Alliance three. Oh, and it's going to be called the black order. Oh, but it's going to be for Nintendo Switch. Huh? Oh, <laughs> which I'm like, I'm fine with because I have a Switch so I can play it. But why, at the same time, I still wanted to be like, why not play? They, yeah, exactly. Why shouldn't it be for PlayStation? Yeah, just Nintendo? Yeah, just Nintendo Switch. What a weird exclusive. Okay. Very weird exclusive. But either way, I'm still excited for it because I'm going to. I'm still going to play it because I have a Switch. So that's going to be another game, Jordan, that I can play that you can't play. 
<laughs> Add it to the list. <laughs> and I'm gonna rub in your face. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna get a I'm gonna get a PlayStation for Black Friday. Black Friday was like almost a month ago. Jordan, do you have a PlayStation yet? Uh, look, after Unworthy's done filming, I'm gonna get one. That's my present to myself. And then after Unworthy's done filming, and you still don't get it, and then what's gonna be your next? No, excuse? I'm gonna get it, and then I'm not gonna play it though, because I'll be like, I'll play like three games, <laughs> and then it will collect dust. There's actually play. a backlog I want to play. I want to play. I just say that you can play God about me and fucking deep my DVDs. <laughs> but yeah, the new game features the same kind of action RPG gameplay that made the franchise such a hit over a decade ago. In Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, the Black Order, up to four players can drop in for co-op battles in a variety of ways. They can play online, link up offline via local wireless or a Joy-Con, whatever, blah, 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 blah. And more than likely, it's going to be about Thanos and all the other stuff because it's called The Black Order. So who else would it be about? Mm-mm-mm. And uh, so the game is scheduled to be released in 2019. Okay. Nintendo. Speaking Nintendo of- with Sega Do. I don't know. <laughs> Speaking of another game that's currently in development, uh, WB Montreal who are the same people behind the Batman Arkham Origins game. Okay. They are currently development, development. They are currently developing a Batman Court of Owls game. Hmm. Interesting. That'd be very interesting. Like a action-based game or like a talkie game? You mean like Telltale? Yeah. It's not, well, it's not Telltale. So it's like they Arkham. Made Ar- they made Arkham Origins, so I would assume it'd be the same. Oh, I didn't hear that first part. Okay, that, oh, that's awesome. Fuck yeah. Granted, I mean, I, I enjoy Arkham Origins, but you can I thought, definitely tell. I thought Arkham Knight was the last one, though. That it's not the same people. Oh, so they're gonna do the like people their that own made game. the people that made Arkham Origins aren't the same people that made Arkham uh, Asylum. Arkham. No, no, no. But this is not gonna be an Arkham game. This is gonna be a completely different game, but Court of Owls. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. So I wonder if it's gonna use the same engine as Arkham or not. I mean, Arkham Origins was kind of the same engine. It was, but it was also based on the Arkham games. Yeah, it was. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, it would make sense for them not to... If it's not broken, don't fix it. Yeah. But they're probably going to try to... (laughs) (laughs) Let's fix this shit. (laughs) Yeah, they're probably going to try to make it different. But, uh... Speaking of something else that speaking of something that's not very different, they finally released the uh, official title of the Tessa Thompson, uh, Chris Hemsworth, Men in Black movie, aka Thor and Valkyrie go on a road trip to fight some aliens. <laughs> but the movie is gonna be called Men in Black International. Okay, that sounds cool. So yeah, that sounds cool. I like their chemistry. So agree. Yeah, I'm still interested to see it. I want to see if they make give a Will Smith cameo. They better. Maybe, but he, or he might cost too much money. Like, yeah, he costs too much money for a cameo. I'm not putting you in this movie. <laughs> but speaking of somebody else that won't be making any more cameos or appearances, you already mentioned it before. But yeah, Sylvester Stallone has officially retired as Rocky Balboa. Hey, yo. And his statement on Instagram, well, well. He this, retired a few times, to be fair. <laughs> he did, but he was like, well. This is probably my last rodeo because <laughs> I thought Rocky was over in 2006. And I was very happy with that. And then all of a sudden, this young man, talking about Michael B. Jordan, presented himself in a whole, in a whole story. It went on to a new generation, new problems, new adventures, 
and I couldn't be happier because as I step back, as my story has been told, there's a whole new world that's going to be opening up for the audience and for this generation. I just want to thank everyone around the world, the whole wide world for taking, taking the Rocky family into their hearts for over 40 years. It's been my ultimate privilege to have been able to create and play this meaningful character. Though it breaks my heart, sadly, all things must pass and end. I love you. I love you, kind and generous people. And the most wonderful thing of all is that Rocky will never die because he lives in you. Hey, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. He lives in me. Um... Again, I don't know if I want another Creep movie without Rocky. So, you know, if he's done, I feel like Creep's done. But if they do make another Creep movie, it can only be one more. And I want it to begin with Rocky already dead. I want Creed to be visiting Rocky's Like a time skip forward to the end of Creed's career. So Rocky's already dead. Notice how I'm looking at you. I'm like, I don't want that. You don't want that? No. <laughs> but they do that a lot in the franchise already. Where like they'll like when Rocky went to Polly and and uh, what's her face's grave, Adrian's. They just they they let people die between movies. I don't want it. <laughs> then Rocky lives on forever. <laughs> but speaking of something that's trying to live on forever, sure. so. Guess what's back in the news? <laughs> what? Movie Pass. What the fuck? That's still a thing. <laughs> Movie Yes, it is still a thing. So the CEO So the CEO up. of Movie Pass basically said, "We have a lot to prove to our constituents and we don't just have to prove it to ourselves, but to our, we don't just have to prove it to ourselves, but to our members. And we also have to prove ourselves to the investors." and the community, and our employees, and our partners. But we believe we're doing everything that we possibly can to deliver a great service, and we're in the process of fixing all the things that went wrong. So part of that process of fixing all the things that went wrong, they're offering new prices and new services and new uh, benefits and yada, yada, yada for MoviePass. I don't give a fuck. Why are you advertising for them? <laughs> That's all you're doing right now. You realize that, right? <laughs> I am, but only because I find this shit funny. Oh, God. Not because I'm like, hey, go advertise movie. Fuck MoviePass. Go fucking join AMC A-List. Okay. So basically they're saying, uh, depending on where you live, you get to you get to partake in the 9.95. Like if you live in a rural area, you get to do the 9.95 option. And basically... That gives you the option of seeing three movies per month and uh, at select theaters. And their red carpet plan, which is $19.95 a month, allows you to see three movies per month uh, at any time. And you can see it in IMAX and 3D movies. And uh, the last... Wait. Oh, during during certain you, and you could only see it during certain times, and their all access tier allows you, which is at twenty four ninety, which is at twenty four ninety five a month, allows you to see three movies a month at any time. Okay. 
who cares about movie pass? I don't know. So why are you talking about it? <laughs> because, like I said, I find it, I find this funny that they're still trying to like they're like the Walking Dead, like the walkers are crawling, crawling. You know, remember that first episode where you saw that walker where they they had no lower body? Yeah, it was just all torso and like trying to crawl towards Rick. Like, Ugh. I'm gonna say it again. That's what fucking movie pass is right now. <laughs> movie pass is dead. Bury it. <laughs> movie pass is a walker. But uh, something that shouldn't be buried. So Jordan, yeah. Oh, Spider-Man? what is this? <laughs> it just Spider Verse, what? Which, but yeah, that was going to be what I was talked about. Okay. So yeah, I saw I saw Into the Spider Verse. Did you see Into the Spider Verse? No, bitch. Why did you invite <laughs> me? <laughs> I told you I couldn't. It wasn't, nah, lies. It wasn't my thing. Though. <laughs> lies. But yeah, so Into the Spider Verse is currently sitting at a one hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Sweet. And uh, the thing with Into the Spider Verse, though, because you know I had. Into the Spider-Verse, so it was a bunch of Spider-Man characters. But uh, Sony has already announced that they're going to do a sequel for Into the Spider-Verse. But the Into the Spider-Verse sequel is going to solely be a Miles Morales story. Okay. And so uh, they basically said that... Where's the quote? Can't find the quote. Pop up on my They phone. said Nothing. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Whatever, fuck it. Anyway, there's no there is no there is no quote. Wow. <laughs> but it's according to Hollywood Reporter, the Spider-Verse buzz has led Sony to order a sequel to the film centering solely around Miles Morales. So when I, funny enough, I saw this news. This is one of the things I was going to talk about last week. And I was like, oh, you only got six minutes or whatever left. So I was like, oh, certain things I didn't get to. So this is one of the news segments I was going to get to last week. So it was before I saw the movie. And I was kind of upset by it because I was like, so basically this tells me that the Into the Spider-Verse movie wasn't a Miles Morales story. I mean, he might get some focus, but it wasn't. a thing. But- I predicted that he would get the appropriate amount of time for the movie. I mean, yeah, without spoiling the movie, he got, I I will say I enjoyed the movie. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. So, yeah, he gets time and he gets story development. But at the same time, you can still tell it's like they're trying to throw in all these other elements. So so some of his story got. Yeah, fun elements. (laughs) No. It's called the Spider-Verse. Some of his story got a little back, you know, put on the back burner. So now they're going to focus more on it with the sequel, I guess. Okay. I want so I guess I'm excited about that. I want, but I wanted more. <laughs> it's called Into the Spider. No, no, no. Why is the movie with with the focus on the black kid as Spider Man? You got to have other characters because by the very nature of his character, he's part of the Spider Verse. Yes, he exists in the multiverse. But you don't need the reason that. he exists you, is because of the multiverse. You don't need that for his first story, and to do that for his ne- for the next movie. I don't know. So I they should. Like, so they should have did it the opposite way. The first movie focuses on him, then the next movie is the Spider Verse. Nah, I think it's interesting this way. Racist. It brings in all the people. Nah, that I don't, don't... want to hear your thoughts. <laughs> well, it brings in all the people that aren't just Miles Morales fans. Like, oh, Spider Man. Oh, Spider Man Noir. Oh, Spider Ham. And then maybe they become Spider Man. There are really a bunch of people out there that are Spider Ham fans. There actually is. That's the weird fucking part. There's a lot of old heads that love Spider Ham back then. A radioactive spider. No, radioactive. 
No, a radioactive he's a radioactive spider. spider that got no. He was a spider that, that got, got bit, bit by, by a radioactive pig. pig. Yeah, it's fucking weird. <laughs> Very fucking weird. Because <laughs> I'm like Spider Man didn't turn into he didn't turn into a spider. No. Well, I guess if you include the anime, man spider. Yeah, he did become man spider. Oh. But anyway, uh, oh, god damn it, I just closed it. <laughs> I'm almost done. How that? I just accidentally closed it. I gotta open it back up. Oh my god. <laughs> I didn't use the bathroom. <laughs> Go use the bathroom. No, I'm holding it. I want to be done. I'm almost done. But yeah, so also with that, uh, Sony wants to expound on its animated universe. And they're saying that they're uh, building out their animated universe by doing uh, uh, three movies that are focusing on three different Spider-Women, which one of them will definitely include Spider-Gwen. Okay. And we don't know who the other three are, but it's like I said, it's going to be three different Spider-Women movies. That are going to be part of this animated Spider-Man. So they're literally just going to make every Spider-Man possible into a movie. More than likely. So I'm pretty sure one of... I mean, one of, I'm guessing one is going to be Spider-Gwen. The other is going to be Jessica Drew. And then, I say that like... I don't fuck. know who the other one is going to be. Like, who's going to be the third? Jessica Drew, Spider-Gwen. Um, there's, those, there's those random ones. Um, Aranya? Aranya? Uh, maybe, yeah, maybe her. Yeah, she's Spanish. If they want to cover all of their minority bases, <laughs> um, I, I said that like fuck that as an idea, but I honestly would rather Sony play in this. Oh no, this no, no, playground. not three movies, but three generations of of women with spider powers. Oh, okay, then yeah, I could. Oh, maybe Madam Web then. Madam Web, Spider Woman, Spider Gwen. Is she really a spider person? No, she's got spider related powers. I mean, she doesn't well, not, got, not she really. shoot webs her name or anything. Just, her name is just Madam Web, but she's really just a like a telepath or like a... But she's like... Isn't she connected well, to the, the cart In the cartoon, they gave her weight. Like, she's like a cosmic being in the in the cartoon, but in the co- in the comic, she's just a person that can see the future. Oh, really? Yeah. Then why does she call Madam Web? I don't know. <laughs> I thought she was deeply connected to the Spider-Man mythos. No. What? Okay. Yeah, she's just a person that can see the. Well, that's the only old, unless it's old, old lady Aunt May from a different universe has spider powers. <laughs> old maid, or whatever they called her in the comics. Yeah, that's that's it for that. Uh, and uh, final news bit. So, uh, and this isn't really, you know, usually I end on like, oh, something controversial or whatever. It was just something I ended on because whatever, because it's about to come up pretty soon. But we have an official release date for season five of Black Mirror. <gasps> and it's going to be December 28th. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's right around before, the, Yeah, four years right over. It's right around the corner. Wow. What a last minute Which was, like, uh, reveal of a season. Jesus. Tweeted from Netflix's uh, account, but then I guess somebody tweeted it on accident because as soon as it came out, they did, yeah, they deleted it. Or is that part of the black mirroring? Ooh. Yeah, so December, December 28th. I'm excited. Season five, which I need to. I, 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 Did you even fucking watch I it? Say, I still haven't finished the other. I still. Have, I've only finished season one, but well, no, actually, I didn't even finish. You didn't even give a review. I remember people were asking for that. It never happened. I was like, <laughs> well, no. Did I finish season one? I think I finished season one. You're trash. It doesn't matter. I think I finished season one. I just didn't see uh, two, three, and four. You're a trash person. You I gotta get one. to it because I want to see the episode that Sherry was in. Latisha. Wright. Oh yeah, that's right. She was in the season finale, the most recent season. I didn't even realize that. Wow. You're a trash person. She's so mousy. <laughs> and they said that was like one of the best episodes. Really? No. 
it really wasn't the last episode of the season it was a i mean it 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 connected everything so i guess if you think about it that way it's kind of one of the best i guess but in terms of like the quality of the episode i don't think it was that great not the mm. worst either uh, cuz too black uh. no <laughs> is that it i said that was it all right let's get the hell out of here <laughs> what do we got next week I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. Is there any movies next week? No. Oh, is it Into the Spider-Verse officially next week? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, Into the Spider-Verse comes out next week. Okay. So I, I get to watch it, and then we can talk about it. That's no fun, though. I can't tease you anymore. Why? Because you've seen, seen it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> okay. Maybe we got Into the Spider-Verse. Maybe we'll actually watch some DC TV. Who knows? Maybe even Black Lightning next what week. A, oh, yeah. That just reminded me. Yeah, the Elseworlds crossover is next. Oh, yeah. We can talk about Elseworlds. We talk about the Elseworlds crossover. Yeah. We missed the Flash. That didn't happen. <laughs> We're going to do a live thing, but nah, of course not now. Yeah, no. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. We'll have our commentary episode released by this Friday for all our patron members. So watch out for that. We're going to be and talking about Justice League. Uh, should, should we have Juan on next week? Juan? Yeah. His Patreon thing. He only paid for one month. Oh. Yeah. Never mind. Fuck you, Juan. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so in the Spyverse, DC stuff, Elseworlds, we got a lot to talk about next week. I'm trying to think, is that it? And my cat's meowing, so I guess that's time to go. <laughs> it's like, Phoebe, bitch, um, meow! Yeah, I think the Elseworlds, uh, Spider-Man. Aquaman comes out the week after, right? Yeah, Aquaman comes out the week after. Okay. You're gonna have to rewatch it, because I'm, I'm already forgetting things. <laughs> I remember the Aqua dab. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely out there rewatching in theaters because yeah. I'm like, I'm going to forget. But yeah, for our commentary episode, we're talking about Justice League because, you know, we, we're talking about Captain Marvel and Avengers Endgame. We should talk about something just as good in the DC camp. Duh, Justice League. Come on. One of the best movies ever. Jordan wants to talk about Justice League. I don't. <laughs> what do you mean? What could be better than Justice League? I would League? rather watch Man of Steel. Hmm. Hmm. Or even Wonder Woman. Hmm. Those are good movies. Exactly. <laughs> no, we have to watch the, the, the trash first. No. <laughs> it's more fun. No. We I'm to, like, I have nothing to say. We can relive the lip. That would be fun. Remember and the lip? That also, uh, going with Rashawn's criticism, he was like, I'd rather y'all review, because he, you know, he's a Patreon member too, so okay. he was like, I would rather y'all review things that you haven't talked about. You've talked about Justice League. You've talked about BVS. So we've heard it all before. Heard it all before. But, like, I would rather hear you talk about something like maybe Iron Man 1. You guys didn't review that because you didn't exist back then. So, mm. that would be more interesting to hear you talk about something you've already done already. That's a good point. Hmm. Thor the Dark World. <laughs> oh, God. Why are you picking all this terrible shit? <laughs> Talking about bad movies is fun. <laughs> Let's watch Meteor Man. <laughs> No, no one's seen Meteor Man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they can watch it with us. Wow. Well, fan four stick. So guys, if you're on Patreon, tell Jordan you want to watch Meteor Man. Anyway, that's been Blur Vision for the week. Even Rashawn, even Rashawn said in the Blur Vision chat, he's like, yeah, Jordan doesn't advertise the Patreon at all. I don't like shilling for money. Even I advertise I more than you. <laughs> Fine, I'll shill. I'll shill this week. God. Girl, 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 you know how many times you said that? Well, I, I do. Just like once, though. Exactly. You did one time. 
fine. But then, but then you have, but then you have all this stuff. Man, I'm trying to do this for a living. I'm trying to do this full time. How? <laughs> I don't want to panhandle. <laughs> anyway. Meanwhile, I see all this Sony. So, oh, join me at the Sony Cal or whatever. Those are ads, bro. I gotta do that. That's. <laughs> I'm legally bound by Patreon. Contracts. Patreon is an ad too. You're legally bound by this dick. Hey, what? <laughs> anyway, that's been perfect for the week. Jordan, you're not getting any more of this dick if you don't advertise. I'll never advertise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm officially never advertising for Patreon. How dare you? I have a feminine body. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Which you're not going to get, guys, if you don't have this. this, this no. yeah, we, had a, we had a conversation. <laughs> this is, this yeah. is deep cuts into the, the behind the scenes of Blur Vision. That's not going to appear on a podcast. <laughs> no, but like, but the, mics, the mics definitely picked it all up, so... Oh, it's there. <laughs> so it's definitely there in the, in the ether. That's the Snyder cut of this episode that we'll never release. <laughs> Dark Side was in it. It was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's a blurred vision for the week. Now uh, everybody, everybody's going to want the Snyder cut. Like, what the, happened? What yeah, are you talking the, about? The blurred vision cut. Yeah, what was this conversation? <laughs> You'll never know. <laughs> but I know. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's a for the week. Uh, this has been your host, Jordan with Michael. And we will see you next week. Peace. Bye. I almost forgot to say that. <laughs> I'm like, what do I say? Oh, yeah, peace. What is this place? Who are you people? We are the bridge to a greater understanding. Right. What is your mission? Well, here's the thing. You are in more danger than you think. The boys in the trenches called her Dr. Poison. Millions would die. The war would never end. I'm going, Mother. If you choose to leave, you may never return. Who will I be if I stay? Will come when you have to To the war. Well, technically the war is that way, but we gotta go this way first. How can a woman fight in this? Who is this young woman? She's my, um... And, um... Diana, Princess of the Prince, Diana Prince. believe that this war should stop. Help me stop it right now. What are you? You will soon find out. Now that's a trailer!